Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Kellen Brower. And now strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp and Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works coming at you. It's Monday, January 22nd, 5 p.m. Pacific. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on the, uh, on the website, thank you. Appreciate it, man. we got a banger show tonight. Really, uh, really looking forward to having a, a good, good one. We have uh, the winner of San Diego, Red Bull KTM Aaron Plessinger, going to be calling in and talking about that. We have Chase Sexton, the defending Supercross champion, uh, calling in as well. We have Jorge Prado, the MXGP champion. He is going to do one more race this week in Anaheim, so we managed to get him on the phone. And then our buddy Phil, who did not want to come on under any circumstances, broke his bike. But we ran a poll on Instagram, 96% of the voters said he has to call in, 4% said no, 4%, two of the 4% were Phil himself and Mike Bonacci from club. But uh, so the, the, the people have spoken and uh, yeah, Phil is ca- calling in. So thank you to everybody for listening and watching. 702-586-7857. Hey, if you live in Calgary, Canada, great city, not as good as Winnipeg, but uh, really good. Uh, we do have two tickets to Nitro Cross coming in there. This is the Travis Pastrana series. It's uh, like like little uh, trucks, and they do uh, over a course of corners and jumps and berms, and it's right going to be downtown. It's super cool, Nitro Cross. We got we got two tickets to give away to that too tonight. So let us know if you're from Calgary and you could use these tickets. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. I want to thank the folks at Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, X Brand Goggles. We have the X Brand Goggle tear off segment coming in. Our guy Roto. Coming in with some questions this week. Moser may have some, too. Race Tech Rant coming up as well. Uh, Renthal Michelin Firepower Batteries and Chains. Maxima USA at Cherby's. Pro Filter ORW. OGO Power Sports. FMF. Love the guys at FMF. Guts Racing. Atlas Neck Brace. Uh, Dylan Wright. Kyle Chisholm. Many others. Choosing uh, Atlas Brace if you want to get one for yourself. For your little kidlet. Uh, the code is PulpMX. MotorcycleNewsyJobs.com. Works Connection. Get data, WUSA, Weisco Piston, Lifted Trucks for Sale, Factory Chassis Parks, MTX Braking, Ethica, Troll Training, all on board with us tonight. And if you go to publicmexshow.com and go to Sponsor Deals, you can see all the codes to save. You can click on all the logos. The codes are underneath there. The information is underneath there. Really easy to use the codes to save. That would really help us out. And, yeah, so it's a great deal if you want to save some money on one of our partners. All right? So thank you again for joining us tonight. And if you listen to the archive, thank you for that as well. A couple of in-studio guests, uh, real uh, top-notch media guys that I see every single weekend at the races. We're going to break down San Diego and more tonight on the show. First up, from RacerX Online Start Your Systems, it's Kellen Brower. What's up, Kellen? How are you, man? I'm good, Steve. Thanks for having me back. Thank you for coming in. Uh, were you here in the off-season at all? Is this the first time since maybe outdoors? Yeah. I think I came in either like last national or first SMX round or something, something like that, that right yeah. right there at the end. So. Uh, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Also here from Vital MX, he's, uh, he's been in here a bunch. Uh, very big guy on pop culture, music, movies, actors. Lewis Phillips, what's up, buddy? How are you? Hello. Good evening. Oh, oh are we doing this again? Oh, no, he's what? very serious. 
No laughter. No laughter? No laughter. We're doing this again. Wrote it down right there. No laughter. Oh, okay. He wrote it down. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Both of you are in studio tonight. Looking forward to doing a great show. It's Stack, man. Sexton, Jorge Prado, AP, and Phil. Stack show. Um, Also, you guys are both, you've started this year, the award-winning LVK more than moto podcast has started two episodes in and it's already won an award it's already yeah, got awards award yeah got. yep uh thanks to evs race tech the mirror for supporting that thing i thought you two would be really good together i've listened to both episodes and yeah it's working out it's working <laughs> out there's some, okay. some fucked up topics in there but you know it's working out so uh have you guys been enjoying that kellen have you been yeah. enjoying doing yeah, it? yeah it's been fun to hash out some topics and yep. and get this guy riled up because once he gets going there's no stopping him no there's not i, I am the victim <laughs> uh, it's okay uh so yeah looking forward to that people subscribe to that and, and check it out on steve mathis show feed on youtube as well on public youtube so yeah glad you guys have been enjoying that and I, we are going to talk later on lewis about this rant and your brother and everything else that's uh, fine yeah it's it's not it's not great i'm correct um okay all right we'll get into that and more uh san diego the look another mutter they had two practice sessions canceled the last one uh so one more practice session than san francisco but it was pouring and lewis you and i were up in the press box before the night show and we're like it doesn't look too bad like this should be okay and then the gate dropped <laughs> yeah but <laughs> I wouldn't call the main events a mudder. No, I okay. just I just made up until then. Yeah, yeah. No, because I haven't known how to like classify it because some people have said another mudder, and it technically was, but the race that counts wasn't. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a mudder in recovery. Um, yeah, the main events were they were tripling, they were tripling by the for the whoops, double, you know, double. Like it was okay. Yeah, it, yeah. it came around. Still worse than we thought it would be. Yes, I thought that the conditions we had in the main would kind of be the conditions we would have by. The 450 heats? Yeah, it it was sloppy. And, uh, poor, and I talked to Ollie Stone at TLD, the team manager there. Uh, I feel for these riders and teams. Kellen, we are three rounds in. We each had a good point in the review show. A lot of guys that did poorly at San Francisco did well at San Diego and vice versa, except for Malcolm and Craig. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. But I do feel bad for these teams and riders. Like, Dude, we haven't quite got what we want yet, you know? No, and the yeah. parts budget's going, whoosh, yeah. keep going up. You're throwing stuff away. And, yeah, like even privateers, man, to get their bikes from round to round. And yeah. some guys, like I've heard, are just like riding practice bikes out there so they don't wreck their race bike and things like that, too. It's It's been a tough slow, uh, slaw so far. Uh, Ollie, to- Ollie told me, I never thought I'd say this, but I'm looking forward to Detroit. <laughs> like an indoor, indoor dome yeah. stadium, right? It is nuts. We have mostly open-air stadiums mm-hmm. in the series now, and it didn't used to always be that way. But uh, So, AP wins. Does anybody have a problem with that? Mm-hmm. No. No, I don't uh, think so. Dude, it, it, the fans were going nuts. Like, they loved it. <coughs> AP loved it. Webb told me if he could lose anybody, he's happy. It's Aaron Plessinger. Uh, you know, you never quite know when you're going to get one, right? We saw in Detroit, he threw it away. He's got the red plate. We're three rounds in. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess... Okay, so in one sense, we're going to have him on the night, and he's great. If I said Aaron Plessinger has a red plate after three rounds, but there were two mutters, I think we would, Callum, say that that's okay. Okay, we'd go with that, right? Yeah, but I mean, the fact that coming into this, he'd never won a race, and I know he almost won Detroit last year. If you said he's leading the points, I'd still be like, oh, wow. Would you? Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. mutters aside or not, yeah, like yeah. he hadn't won one, so yeah. he hadn't found the top step of the podium yet, and now he has. But no, you're saying it would be surprising. without yeah. the mutters got it. No, I'm saying muds, mud races are not. It's surprising to me. Oh, like, okay, okay. <clears throat> yeah, sure. because like yeah. 
I, he did, he wasn't in yeah. this position at any point in his career on a 450 yet. So yeah. to be here already uh, this early in the season, like I think it's awesome. Like yeah. obviously people are stoked, but yeah. I think for the series it also makes it so much more interesting to figure out what the heck is going to happen from here. But Lewis, I do think he was sneaky fast at Anaheim. Uh, his heat race, he came from way back, passed a bunch of dudes, and then the main event, he was really good as well at Anaheim one in the mostly dry conditions. Like I don't think this is that much of a fluke. Yeah, no, he was maybe the most impressive rider at Anaheim 1, but no one noticed. Yeah. He was faster than Chase. Um, if there were more laps, maybe he would have got on the podium. I would say that still his Ana Anaheim 1 ride was maybe more impressive than San Diego, um, just because yeah. of the conditions, the way yeah. he did it. He was good. And I'm happy he won San Diego kind of not a mudder, because if he won San Francisco, we all would have gone, ah, AP, yeah. mudder, of yeah. course he won. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this is more like legitimate. Yeah. And... Tell me this. So we all say, oh, AP, Mudder, of course he's doing this well. Yeah. Show me the 450 Supercross that's been muddy that AP has killed it in. Uh, I'd have to look back in New Jersey. I don't know how he did. Obviously, Barsha crushed it. Oh, he wasn't there last oh, he, uh, there. he crashed in practice? He crashed in practice? But, but I think so. He has okay. done well in, yep. in these mixed conditions before. Like, there was an Atlanta one year that was mixed condition. I think he led for a while and then crashed. Yeah. So, like, there, there's been yeah. times where this, this kind of Aaron has shown up and when then, it's been wet, not and, maybe and full mudder. for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely, too. Sure. But so. different yeah. ball game. Yeah. And I guess I'm talking more San Francisco. Like, I think he finished fifth there. And I think we were all like, oh, what, what a surprise. This, yeah. this was his. Yeah. And in those really muddy conditions, yep. I just feel like maybe we egg that on too much. I think he, to me, he figured out that rhythm over the table. I think he was the first guy to triple before the whoops. Uh, he followed the 250 guys right away into tripling the big triple. I felt like he picked up on the jumps right away. And, and, and everybody got up to what he was doing. But early on, I'm like, oh, like, he's got that down. He's got that down. After the start straight, when you cross the start straight and make the left where Kenny fell, he was doing that thing double early. And, like, I was like, oh, he, he's got these jumps down right away. Now, everybody ended up doing them as well. But I thought he was confident and ready to go right away. Yeah, he figured yeah. a lot of stuff out. I think one place he figured out that was a little underrated was the whoops. Like, he started doing, like, this kind of, like, tire tap triple thing at the end of it yep. when he was catching Kenny, and that was an, a spot where like, he did the double You're triple right. into yep, it, but he, he right like, definitely got into, like, right behind him for a couple laps before Kenny crashed, so he was yep. making some time up there. Yeah, yeah, I felt like, I mean, look, yeah, he, I mean, we know. He's, he's good in the mud, and, and she came through, and, and man, he's popular. He's, <laughs> he is a popular guy. Were you in Indy last year? Uh, I think so. And How would you rate crowd noise, um, San Diego versus Roxon's win? D Dome Stadium. Different okay. Deal. Different, okay. different deal. Yeah, different, uh, different. Chad Reed, Anaheim 2, 2014. Or 2015? No, 14. Uh, oh, that was loud. That was loud. Okay. That, really that loud. was probably louder. But again, bigger stadium than yeah. Snapdragon, yeah. right? It was just, it was yeah, mad yeah. to see yeah. the entire crowd, like, standing yeah. ovation yeah. on the last lap. Yeah. Like, when do we see that? Yeah, no, yeah. He, he is, uh, look, I think Tomac's popularity has reached a little new level the last yeah. couple of years. Uh, and I think, you know, you'll always have the Roxon fans and Jet, of course. Uh, but, yeah, he might be the third most popular rider. Oh, I think maybe, that's low. Maybe even higher. Yeah, I, which, I, what struck me about it was that, like, he had, like, a wave of people cheering him around the track. Like, you go through the whoops, yeah, and that yeah. section would cheer, and yeah. then you go through our section, and that would cheer and stuff. And it, it, like, almost reminds me a little bit of when Dale Earnhardt Jr. and NASCAR would, like, go to the lead. You you remember that. Oh, But, like, yeah. who could forget? Jr.'s popularity in NASCAR was, yeah. like, he was the yeah, guy. Yeah. And so I feel like that's a little bit how the crowd was reacting to AP going to the lead. Like, just everyone on their feet, and there's just a wave of noise following him around. Yeah. Yeah, my, my unofficial popular, most popular ranking is Jet, 
Jet Kenny AP? Just I think AP gets more than Kenny. You do? I, I think, think. No, I think Kenny is number one. I'm saying in terms of like, if you listen to opening ceremony cheers, I feel like AP is above him. Okay. Well, there's absolutely no way to measure this, but I, do, <laughs> but I do feel like in my rankings, opening ceremony cheers, it goes Jet Kenny, AP, but I whatever. Th I think sure. um, important, like there's no way that anyone can take this win away from him. Before Kenny crashed, I think AP was faster than Kenny on laps five, six, seven, mm -hmm. and Kenny crashed on eight. So, like, even before Kenny crashed, yeah. the momentum was going yeah. in AP's direction. Kenny, I thought Kenny was going to win, and then he switched to that line that AP was doing after the start straight. He was going inside, roll, double. And that was – it was working, it was working, it was working. And then AP was going outside, double, and then kind of launching off the single. That was a little quicker, but then Kenny fell. The second time he went to the outside, he fell down. And he probably didn't have it right, didn't quite – wasn't quite comfy, but he, he probably <clears throat> knew what AP was doing because he could hear him closing yeah. up on the next right – because there was only one line in that next right-hander. Mm. It was just that rut. And I think Kenny was like, oh, shit. These guys are smart, right? Yeah. He's yeah. like, this is what he's doing. I got to do it. And then that was proved to be Kenny's downfall. So Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's the same jump that Kitchen crashed on out of second in the 250 main. And I think Shimoda had a pretty big moment on it doing the exact same thing later in the 250 yep. main. I think there was just like a really big notch in it or something sure, like that. Something, and, yeah. yeah, just yep. those guys, every time they went to seat bounce it, it would kick them. And if you didn't anticipate it, it just threw you on the ground. 702-586-7857. Got a question for Kellen, for Lewis or myself. Um, got a lot to get into. Ducati unveiled their bike. Davey Coombs is over there. Uh, we got that to talk about. I want to talk about the retro race itself, the gear, the bikes and all that. Uh, lots to get into when it comes to that. And of course, our regular guests, of course, um, as well. So um, taking your calls over there in the corner, holding things down. The Talon Taylor. What's up, Talon? What's up, Steve? No enthusiasm today. You're, you're, are you down? What happened? I'm, uh, I was drinking a Red Bull as you called on me, so we're trying to trying to get our energy levels up. You and Yar are fighting, or that's all good? No, oh. we're, we're good. Okay. It's, it's you guys witnessed them come in. Mm -hmm. It was like Eeyore. Like I, Eeyore. I yeah. said hi to Roto, and you, guys, you three were all talking, oh, okay. and I didn't want to interrupt the conversation. I was trying to keep it low-key, Steve, but like... Okay, now you have me off. But I was going to say, oh yeah, up a little bit. That's better. That's better. I was trying to keep it low key, but even Talon's loud, and I, he came in here just shyly went yeah. to the desk. So yeah. I thought you, maybe you guys are just loud, but even Talon's loud in my ears right okay. now. Okay. So. All right. Continue. Uh, also, working the cameras over there um, after a very successful weekend of Pulp of Mix Fantasy. Um, Travis Marks, what's up, Marks? You know, you're forgetting the more important aspect of my weekend, and that is the fact that the Pulp Max clown car took a Daytona 24-hour win uh, yeah. in iRacing. So thanks for your support. We appreciate that. That's what I'm talking about, Thank Marks, you. right Thank there. You. Thank you, Colin. iRacing dubs. 24 hours. What? How, many, how many people in the team? Nine. Nine drivers? Clown car. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Our guys did it with four last year, but uh, nine is nice. Nine's nice. Pull the clown card. Do you have any idea what's going on right now? I have no <laughs> idea. Um, I mean, I, you're paying. You're paying the advertising fee. I don't know either, but I want money. You guys can't use. <laughs> no, you're getting us. You guys you can't use my logo and my likeness for free in this super Sir, video game. You paid the invoice. You must have not known what it was for. So thank you. I don't you think for that. I did. Thank you for that. <laughs> I, I don't think I did. Just uh, getting that name out there for thousands of iRacers out there mm -hmm. across the. Uh, across later the on, too, we may or may not provide a, uh, an update on Dark's third date. He was in last last. Um, he was in last week, and I think we have some people that are interested, so we may get into that as well later. So stay tuned. Uh, we got a question for Kellen on the phone. Phil Nicoletti's coming up. Phil did not want to come on. Phil's bike broke. He's upset. He he he's got nothing to talk about. Does he want to come on normally, or is this? Yeah, new? yeah. Normally he's fine. Oh, really? Oh, this, okay. Right. This he, he's over it. 
<laughs> I'm genuinely surprised that you can get him every week. Like, I feel like there would be one week where he's just like, no. Yeah, it was this week. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then we ran a poll, and then Weege and Brayton are like, no, you got to do it, and he's doing it. All right. Yeah. Good on Phil. People's champion. Yeah, exactly. And maybe we'll ask him about the question that was on LVK pod. About oh. his popularity. Oh. Yeah, maybe, well. get, maybe get his thoughts on it. But we already got his, yeah, okay, keep going. Yeah, maybe get his thoughts on it. Uh, okay, um, let's get into uh, some phone calls here. We have uh, Yulia on the line. I think it's pronounced Yulia. Is this Yulia? Uh, yes, hi, yeah. Hi, how are you? Thanks for calling. I'm good, thank you. How about you? Good, we're good. What, uh, what's on your mind? So, I just wanted to say thank you for everything you're doing, guys. I've been watching motocross for, I think, about a year now, and I really enjoy it so much. And, yeah. Okay, how'd you get into it? Uh, so my boyfriend, he loves to watch races, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of year he got me into that. Nice. You have a favorite rider? Uh, yeah. So before it was uh, Jet. Okay. <clears throat> uh, but after yesterday, oh no, after Saturday uh, accident, I changed my mind, and my favorite now, I would say Plessinger. Plessinger, yeah. You and a lot of other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big cowboy. Uh, Plessinger or Shimoda. Oh, Shimoda. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's a um, sneaky like, pick. Yeah, that's, a, like, that's a wide range, Yulia, of, of, popu- of, of outgoing personalities, <laughs> you know? So. Yeah, and I feel kind of bad for the Shimoda because uh, this year wasn't a bit um, yeah. kind of uh, bad for him, yeah. Yeah, a little up and down. But, yeah, a little up and down. I mean, yeah. I, do we still think he wins a race? Yeah. I do. I think he yeah. wins a race. Yeah, he right? wins a race. I can't yeah. see him going on a run. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he wins a race, for sure. Right when all the pressure's well, off. I, <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. And I really, really, really don't want uh, Jet uh, to win. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. I was a Jet fan until now. <laughs> wow. Yes, because his character um, isn't good honestly oh he's fine he's a kid he's a kid i think his character's fine to be honest yulia but that's a fine you're a fan you can Mertz is about to drop a bomb on this studio (laughs) (laughs) no i i i I can get it i mean some people like you go through these phases right you become the cocky kid that that is no and then at some point jet in six years will be loved like eli tomac what's the saying if you you, you, if you're the hero you live long enough to see yourself become the the villain villain. yeah 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 yeah, that one Yeah. yeah Uh, all right, Yulia, anything else? Uh, no, I just wanted okay. to share my thoughts and yeah, say yes. thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for watching and all that. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Appreciate it. Thank you. New fan. That's awesome. Like Jet Lawrence. Now doesn't. Now, no. now is deadly. <laughs> like Shimoda, Likes AP. <laughs> it's all over the place, but that's all right. We're fine. Uh, Briar's on four. What's up, Briar? How are you? Good. How are you, man? Good. What's your question? So... I have a small Pulp MX Fantasy uh, rant. Oh. First round, you guys had to uh, pay, right? Apparently, you guys don't like Bank of America because my wife and I play against each other. Yeah. And it's find our card both times. Dude, we went through a new uh, payment processor, and Mark's got a report today. And, yeah, it's not good. I don't know. Mark's, I don't know what was going on. I was telling people prior to try different cards, and it was working that way. But, yeah, I mean, you shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't have to try different cards. Uh, I don't know what happened. I blame Marks. Mark. I blame myself also. Uh, yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. Bri- sorry, yeah, sorry Briar. It sucks. Um, we, we, we had another card. We got it done. Okay, good. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Briar. Um, but yeah. I have another question for you. Yeah. So, 
it's a qu- about qualifying. I raced arena cross for a couple years, and it always seems to work this way with all the promoters. So mm-hmm. they do, you know, CBA and then ABC for 250, 450. For arena cross, yep. it was, you know, whatever it was, one, two, three, four, five. And then so they always let the fastest guys or the premier class go out on the most pristine track. Why is that? Why does it, you know, why do, why do the 450 guys, 450A guys get to go before, you know, the C guys, as if they don't have enough disadvantages? Yes, you have a point, that, but you have to remember there's two two or three 250s before them, before they hit the track. But they do sometimes do track work uh, before the before the seated guys. Um, no, you have a point, um, you know, but I, I guess it's part of the perk of being a factory rider is you get to go in this in this C class, this C, or I should say, sorry, the A, the a practice. So you get to go out when you, instead of the C guys. I don't know. Um, it used to be a massive – so we used to have Friday practice, Briar, at Supercrosses. You might be old enough to remember that. We used to have Friday press day practice. And, yep. and the, at those domes, before they kind of figured out lime and drying out the dirt and all the things they do now, back in the day, the tracks were so ruddy for the privateer practice. They would have a privateer practice on Friday and a factory practice on Friday. That's it. Two practices. And the tracks would be so ruddy for the privateers that they're dying. They're dragging foot pegs. They're endoing. They're eating shit. And then as soon as they're done, all the dozers went out and just smoothed everything for the factory riders. And I remember it being so many times the privateers complaining. You know what? It's the, it's the you know, they're the stars of the sport. They get the best of the best. I mean, yeah. You know? I think that's part of it. Favorite I guess it is what yeah, it is. It is what it is, man. Um, do the do the do the does uh, Chase Sexton sell tickets as opposed to, uh, um, oh boy, Josh Greco? Yes, Sexton sells more tickets than Josh Greco. So in one sense, maybe it's that. Hey, I grew up racing Josh Greco. Oh, He's yeah. a good dude. No, I got no wrong. I, I, I just <laughs> picked a name. This is your um, Chris Blows yeah, Calm Chris Blows yeah, 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 yeah. I just picked a name. Nothing against Greco. Just a privateer. I was thinking of a privateer. So thanks, Briar. All right, thank appreciate Ted, it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh boy, well, the, the one name I come picked, on. I just this is off to a flying start. Yeah, yeah here we name. go. Wow, we can re, re, Lewis, we can fix this right now with an MX Sim question for Kellen. Oh, okay. boy. so we can just go and yeah, <laughs> light up a smoke or something. Uh, what's up, Wesley? What's your question for uh, Kellen? Uh, sorry, I I uh, meant to also tell Marks or whoever answered the phone that I have a question for you too. I okay. have like a little race tech rant, if that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. I give, know it's not the give, give us the rant. Let's, let's All go. right. Well, first off, before I get to Sim, uh, I'm pissed off at the scheduling. I don't know why they did the first what four rounds on the West Coast, and then all of a sudden we're going to East for one round, and then to Arizona. Yeah, it is a like, bit weird. I, you know, yep, I'm, yep. I'm not I'm not a global warming person by any means, but I know how like expensive it is to travel and stuff. So yep. like I feel for the privateers having to go from California yeah. to Michigan. But on the other the on, Yeah, but on but also okay, I'm totally with you, Wesley. It is weird. We normally have four to five weeks of West and then the East starts and all that. I, I it, it is weird. So much of this is building availability. Like Feld doesn't sit there, I promise you, the guys at Feld, who I've been critical of and I'm not scared to be critical of. I promise you, the guys that fell aren't like, you know what would be great if we sent them to Detroit and all the way back? Like, ha, 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 Like, no, they're, they know it sucks. They don't want that. But building availability is what it is, right? Um, so it has to happen sometimes that way. I Again, they're not trying it, and they're not happy about it, I guarantee you, but it, it sort of works that way, so. Yeah, I mean, like, the Cardinals, I mean, I'm from Arizona. I live in Tempe. I'm a ASU student. The Cardinals were shit this year. They could have gone. Well, Anaheim, yeah. Glendale, 
What? But who knows about Detroit though? Know. But what about Detroit? Like maybe Detroit was like, hey man, we only got this date. We got a we got a truck show the next weekend. We got a video game conference the next weekend. The Kellen's coming too. So <laughs> there's lots of th- like you know Detroit might have been like, hey, that this is it. So I don't know for sure, but also to Monster Jams, I would look at the schedule. There probably might be a Monster Jam marks in Detroit right around the Supercross time, where they can leave the dirt in and rent the building for two weeks in a row. Marks, there might be something. Okay, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, is Marks a Monster Jam fan or? No, he, he's supposed to look up the schedule. Oh, okay. I'm, I was confused. I really should ask my brother. My brother's a huge Monster Jam fan. Yeah, yeah. So maybe let's see, Marks. Are you on there right now? Um, I'm looking. Monster Jam. This is what Feld likes to do to save money. They have a Monster Jam right around the Supercross. They, then they leave, they don't have to bring the dirt in twice. They leave a dirt. Yeah, base. I think I think they had one last weekend, Snapdragon. So then, yeah. like this so, week right. is Supercross. So, right. Yeah. Right. So Snapdragon was last weekend. This weekend is Moto Supercross. So Detroit might work out that way too. Not saying that, and just killing time while Mark's uh, looks I can't, right I now. Can't find it. Oh boy, yeah, it's not pulling up very quickly. From what I gathered, going to Vegas, going to Detroit, in Vegas in oh, okay. it looks like you're right. Yes. Oh, what what is it? Michigan, uh, February twenty fourth, twenty fifth is uh, Monster Gym. Oh, what do you know? So That's pretty far though. Like, well, no, because this weekend is February twenty sixth, and then the third. So yeah. that's two, three weeks. But that, yeah, maybe they rent it for the month. Yeah, oh wow, maybe. yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah. Good note. Question. Go ahead. What about this, uh, Sim for Kellen Wesley? All right, Kellen. Big fan. I've been watching you since 2016. I met you. Uh, I think it was Glendale last year. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm I'm I uh, so I went because I don't follow every single weekend. Like, yeah. I I don't. But like I catch like I've caught all three rounds that we've been at. But uh, like I I like miss a lot of drama that happens like. There's no uh, shoot. Who who who's off the top of my head? I know why Jesse Mullins isn't racing anymore because he got caught cheating. But then like there's some racers that were like the 250 champions, and then they go into 450s and fizzle out. And we never hear anything about them. Like that. I know that's probably just people get real lives and don't uh, don't want to play video games for a living. But like I like and even like in the preview shows, like I don't think I would have known that Payson Johnson wasn't going to race unless I watched the unless I watched the race on YouTube. So I know that you could probably hire somebody at SYS to like give a little bit of juice or like a little bit of news on what's going on with the writers or and uh also why did you leave YouTube for Twitch? Yeah, well so like the my, this is riveting. <laughs> I was going to say, the Payson situation, we actually had no idea he wasn't racing either, and we still don't really get what's going on because we had heard he wasn't going to race because he didn't like some of the things that Race Factory had been doing over the last couple of years, and then he showed up at A1 anyway, so that caught us off guard. But that is a good point about trying to get a little bit more of the information about who's going to be racing and what we expect to see from the season and stuff like that, um, probably out on, like, our social platforms. The YouTube thing was simply uh, we were starting to get a lot of, like, kind of copyright strikes and stuff from uploading streams onto our main YouTube channel, and uh, it was just easier to switch to Twitch because we have, like, kind of a little bit of a less following there, so if, if it got, like, taken down or something weird like that, it's not the end of the world, but if I... Uh, you know, we built up the YouTube channel to be kind of big, and I don't really want that to go away. So we have a second YouTube channel that all the broadcasts live on now, but that's why we went away from the main one. <clears throat> okay. All right. Pretty solid. All right. All right. Thanks, boys. I appreciate Thank you. your time. No problem. Thanks for calling. What would you think, Lewis? Um, it's a, that's a show over, isn't it? I felt like a long time. <laughs> Andrew, what's up, man? 
Um, so I have a question, actually two questions for you, Steve. Yeah. Who does the Will Race Rider D when it's time, the original? Who does that? Yeah, we race Rider D. We'll get there. We race him when it's time. That one? Yeah, that one. That's uh, that's Deegan. That is Deegan. Okay, because yeah. I was I'm, I'm trying to find a clip of that, and I cannot oh, find yeah, yeah. anything in the world. Yeah, it's out there somewhere. I don't know. Okay. And then my second question is, it's, it's kind of a two-part question. Um, what is RC's thing with Triumph? Is he, is he like the team manager, or what's up with that? No, they just paid him a shit ton of money to be like the ambassador, right? So he's done with Suzuki. He's looking for something, and... Uh, yeah, just hey, ride our bike. He probably offers some testing of it, right? He probably tests it a little bit. Okay, and do, does because all that. I didn't but, know because yeah. those bikes debut at Detroit, and I didn't know if we're going to have to, you know, in the broadcast hear about those bikes all the time now. Um, no, I don't think so. Ricky's pretty good. Like when Ricky worked for Suzuki, he didn't really, or when he owned RCH. There wasn't he. He plays it pretty good. I would say the only time that it was, uh, you could tell his like kind of real opinion was coming out is when Alessi teed up Tickle in mm. the heat race, and he was on the broadcast, yeah, and right. he was very yeah. much like, very "That is not good. That uh, we that's not a good pass or anything yeah, like yeah. that." So, yeah, I, I think Ricky will play it pretty straight, to be honest, man. So, okay, all right. That's all I wanted to know. Thank Steve. you. Appreciate Have it. Good night, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, Firepower parts. Firepower Honda. We are going to get into Max Anstey later on. Oh, I. This is out of hand. You are being inundated. This is out of hand, the Anstey hype. <laughs> and I need to talk about this later. So Firepower Honda, Dean Wilson, Max Anstey, your 2024 East Coast champ, sweeping every race. Uh, firepowerparts.com, please check them out. Featherweight lithium batteries. And uh, also uh, chains made in Japan. A lot of privateers love the stuff from Firepower Parts. So we want to thank those guys for coming on board. Great prices, great stuff, all of it. Uh, thank you to firepowerparts.com. Uh, TJ is on too. What's up, TJ? Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. What's up? Good. Hey, what's the chance that uh, Lewis Phillips knows any Lou Diamond Phillips movies? Zero. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Come on, man. That's your namesake. You got to look him up. Uh, Some of the best uh, 80s movies that there were. I thought Blue Diamond was a band. Lou Diamond. Lou, okay, I don't, Lou yeah, Diamond I don't. Phillips. Oh. So yes. Lou oh, Phillips. Okay, yeah. I get that more now. Uh, no, never heard of it. No, him. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Him. <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's an actor? Yes. Okay. I thought it was the name of a film series. Oh, boy. Yeah, according to IMDb, he was in 132 movies, but like the late 80s, he was the man. Well, I'm yes. sure he was. All right. And then, and hey, uh, and what else? Yeah, hey, Steve, what's the chance of getting uh, Pulp MX to advertise on the sphere for 20 minutes for 400 grand? Yeah, I think it, I thought it was 600 grand. Um, but anyways, 400 grand, 600 grand, probably not going to happen, TJ. Like, <laughs> you know, we don't make that kind of money. We don't have to start your systems. Well, uh, maybe before the Pulp Fantasy debacle, you guys could have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. So, um, yeah, no, that'd be awesome. But, uh, you know, I'll, for now, by the way, TJ, nine days until Kiefer and I go to the sphere. Yeah, hey, Steve, I had one more question. I, I was a privateer in the early 2000s. I raced Supercross from 98 to 05 very, very unsuccessfully. But yep. do you remember in privateer practice, like group B and C practice, when they would put the tough blocks in the middle of the whoop for the privateers so <laughs> yeah. they didn't ride the main line? Oh, of course, yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the worst thing ever. Yeah, yeah. No, hey, guys, go eat, go, go die on the outside. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So, TJ, do you remember what, what I told these guys earlier about them fixing the track for the factory guys? Like, you could vouch oh, for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it, was, it was absolutely horrible. Like, <laughs> I remember my first Supercross was Atlanta 99, 
And the ruts were so deep that I couldn't get up the finish line. Yeah. <laughs> and then they come out with the dozers for yep. any practice. Hey, Larry Ward's coming out. Let's fix that. You know, like, yeah, Definitely. for sure, man. Yeah, hey, that was not a good – 99 Atlanta, not good for me and Red Dog. That was bad. Bad race. Um, all right, guys, have a good night. All right, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, ORW, Off-Road Warehouse. I will be visiting Off-Road Warehouse here in Vegas for some uh, some work pretty soon here. Pulpamex is the code to save. Offroadwarehouse.com. This is the ORW butt patch you see on the back of Dino and Phil and uh, J-Mart and, and March Banks and everybody. Off-Road Warehouse are proud to be associated with the guys at Club MX. They have stores throughout the West Coast and East Coast as well. Stop in to check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products. Off-Road Warehouse are staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell. And what they sell is suspension kits, tires, and wheels. Use the code PULPAMEX to save. Brought to you by ORW. He's an ORW-backed rider. He's our friend. He didn't want to come on tonight, but the people have spoken. What's up, Philip? Philip. Steven. <laughs> How are you, buddy? I do not want to be on your show tonight, but here we fucking are. Yep, well, the people spoke. Uh, I ran a poll. 96 to 4. Well, listen, in this country, you don't have to do what the people want anymore, really. So you could have just let it go, and we would have been fine. Uh, No, and then you you said if I had you on, you were going to blast some people. Are we going to do that, or are we going to keep it? Ah, no, I'm... No, is that just the emotions coming out in you? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> now he's just defeated. <laughs> Poor Phil. I don't know if I've ever seen no. a rider go DNS for DNF in the first. I mean, that, that is congratulations, Phil. Yeah, thank you. At least I'm winning around here in some way or another. If you, you get know? DQ'd this weekend, that'll be it. That, that'll be a perfect. Just completely yeah, not being well, called. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the way it's going at the moment, I wouldn't be fucking surprised if that happens. So. Yeah. Uh yeah, here we are. Uh, okay. rough, uh, rough, rough Saturday night. Do you think G, your buddy Garrett, wins the race without the uh, uh, Jorgensen incident? I do. Uh, I'd be honest, I didn't even watch the race. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Next. Vibe is high. Vibe <laughs> is high. <laughs> Uh, I was going to ask you about Webb and Sexton and and uh, Anderson and Lawrence, but I guess I can't ask uh, you about that either. I mean, I I saw those highlights, but I didn't actually watch the races, so I can't even. After the weekend, I was so fucking mad, so it didn't really matter. All right, know? moving on. Um, okay, kinda, so I wanted to leave it. Let's 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 talk. Let's go this way. We'll pivot off my all my questions. Are gone. <laughs> uh, we'll pivot off this, uh, Garrett. He had a good Anna. He had an okay Anaheim one. He came from the back to seventh. You know mm-hmm. that that's okay, uh, and then obviously the last two have been bangers. Is he mm-hmm. is he more than a mud guy? Like like is this the confidence and the way he's riding? I know you were pumped on before the year. Is this going to propel him forward in dry conditions? Uh, yeah, because to be honest with you, our main event it was. It was kind of dry. It was, yep. yep. You know, so uh, I was just a really technical, rutted track, and um, it was a lot more dry than it was muddy, to be honest, other than the whoops. You know, the whoops are a bit of a yard sale, but for the most part, you could move around quite a bit in the main events. Uh, there were di- plenty of different lines, and which created a bunch of fuck-ups from a lot of people. So, um, no, G's on point right now. You know, he's he's riding really good, and um, I think that main event, obviously, um, I saw him come around as I was struggling out there with my own 
issues. Yep. Um, when he lapped me, I saw he was leading, and um, he had a little bit of a gap, so I assume this Jorgensen thing is what really kind of fucked him up. It did, um, yep. Because I think he, um, I mean, he said he he thinks he would have won the main event. So, um, but yeah, it's kind of uh, yeah, G's on point. He'll he'll yep. be good when it's dry. It just comes down to starts. But he did say, or the team did say that he did come from like sixth to first. So he did yeah, pass everybody. He did. He, you know? he yeah, so, he, he came up. Um, it was great. He won. Yeah, won the yeah. heat too. You know, kid, mm-hmm, kid was on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, and he he took off from me and Smitty. Um, he got a couple of the rhythms down before we did because. I think Smitty and I were trying to figure out which rut wasn't going to put us uh, into Indonesia and some of the rhythms, and G just kind of fucking sent it and pulled a bit of a gap, and then um, he also yeah, jumped the it. triple, and it was scary at times. Oh boy! Uh, oh man! I, I saw a clip of that as well, and I I meant to actually text him that yesterday. I'm like, dude, what the fuck were you thinking trying to jump that triple? <laughs> you know, like, it didn't even cross my mind to even think about jumping. I had all to do just to double it and single out without dying. So if, um, a couple times he had me go, ah. Oh! Like visibly scream because I'm like he's going yeah. off the track to the right or he's not going to make it and, and he he yeah. did it he did it yeah. yeah he's a he's a little he's a he's a bulldog man he can uh, yeah. he, he's an ox so he can he'll hold the bike for sure all right any, any other questions for Phil well I was going to ask when you saw Garrett go by you in the main event like you kind of latched on behind him was there any kind of like oh I'm not going to make it easy for the next guys to go by we're gonna we're gonna make this happen for G um. And then I get the heat that Sexton's getting right now, you know? <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, there was a piece of me like, you know, obviously been around for a while. I'm not there to wreck anyone's yeah. race. And I know if I was in the same position, I wouldn't want that happen to me. So G did go by and I did notice that there was a pretty big gap, but obviously I was having serious transmission problems at that point in time. So like <laughs> I wasn't jumping the supercross triple. I was just doubling it, um, which they were. And I saw G after he passed me in the whoops, you know, I kind of waved them by yep. and I saw I had a little bit of a gap behind me, but then G jumped the supercross triple. And I'm like, fuck man, I'm going to double single this. I didn't want to intentionally make uh, maybe it was Thrasher behind him, missed the Supercross triple as well, you know. So uh, I tried to hustle as much as I could while I was literally skipping around out there and then just got out of the way in the mechanics area. So. Did you uh, did you have issues in the heat and you knew you may have a problem for the main or did it just start in the main? Just started in the main. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you got, yeah. you got third place start, crashed, and then got up and that was it? Yeah, yeah. I guess, uh, I mean, obviously we – you know, obviously we had all brand new motors. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything was brand new, top to bottom, after San Francisco. And um, you know, we had press day on Friday, and then you know we had a free practice and one time qualifying session in a heat race. You know, so yeah. my motor had z- hardly any time on it, and um, you know, and the whoops weren't even really that big for a way transmission should break and this and that. Like it just doesn't make any sense to me with what had happened, but obviously it's an ongoing problem with Yamaha at the moment. And it's not just our team. It's, it's all the way through the paddock. So, um, you know, we do everything in our power at our team and other teams to run other parts inside an engine that don't fail, you know, but transmissions are really hard to come by and find people that can make transmissions. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's what went and it happens quite a bit, quite often. And like I said, it's not just our team, even teams above us. <laughs> 
have that same sort of issue. So right. it's something that's serious and needs to be taken, you know, it needs to be a change really quick because after Saturday night, I was not a fucking happy camper. You know, no. <clears throat> what happened in the crash for you off the start, and then when you picked the bike up and started it again? Like, did you f- did it feel like anything was different after that? No, no, no. It did no. Everything was good up until that point. Like when it just happens, it happens. Like there's no, you know, it's like you know, how to, you guys probably don't know. You, you know, if you break a cam chain, it just breaks real mm-hmm. quick. You know, and it just boom there. There's no sign or no warning or anything. You know, um, but obviously I went down on the start. Um, I tangled bars and maybe with Oldenburg and kind of sent me off to the side a little bit, um, a bit maybe over exaggerated because it was a little bit slippery and I couldn't really control it. Um, so that kind of killed the vibe a little bit. But regardless, if I didn't go down or did go down. I was going to have that failure anyway, you know? So it was, uh, it it was coming. And, um, maybe if we had the second time qualifying practice, that issue would have happened in the heat race. Everything would have been just a little bit earlier, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, it just happened to show in the main event, which is, uh, really, really unfortunate. So is it, um, is it purely bad luck that this has happened to you twice and not to Garrett in a main event? once like is it just down just down to bad luck yeah just bad luck you know because it's happened to us guys you know in practice you know like stuff like that you know transmissions break in practice and you know we everyone does their best to change them out at a certain hour time whether it's four hours eight hours or ten hours some teams do four because they're able to maintain that at four hours you know us like we're obviously a little short staff so we got to we do eight hours which again we there's really no time limit on a transmission. We don't know when or how long they're going to break. You know, it's just kind of like could be 30 minutes, could be eight hours, you know? So it's just unfortunate, but uh, that's the luck I drew. I mean, two years ago, Enzo broke transmission twice at Salt Lake City, you know? I mean, it, it this, this shit happens, but um, it's, it's a part that is really hard to get from, you know, um, or to outsource or something, but it needs to be fixed. Yeah, I think I think Peyton, Mitch Peyton, gets trannies built, at least he did a few years ago for his bikes, mm-hmm. aftermarket transmissions, and they're so yep. expensive. I mean, just to yeah, I know. all that. I know. So people I, just I go his, stock, you know. Yeah. Yep. And I and I think his come from a company in England. Yeah, you know? I believe so. Um, but then again, that's it's a serious cost, but then again, it's a serious cost when you go off a supercross phase two and you're yes. fucking skipping your way off the takeoff, you yeah. know, like it's kind of, it's, it's kind of fucked up and I don't know. Um, I don't know. It, it's, it's hard. It's, <laughs> I really want to go deep right now, but I can't, you know, there's gotta be some sort of political correctness, but I don't want to because sooner or later it's, um, you know, People got to do their due diligence to make it right at a higher level to where us riders, because dirt bikes ain't meant to do what we're fucking doing on them, you know? Like, but it's the elite of the elite, and we need to make it fixed. Or if I got to voice my opinion to get it fixed, so my little buddies that I ride with at club on my team or at another factory team that parks next to us can stay safe and they don't have to worry about it and certain engine guys don't have to have ptsd on certain things on when things are going to go like there, there's got to be a fix and whether that comes from overseas in japan or we outsource it to make the issue a little bit better so there's always a fix it just the problem is it costs money 
Right. When it when it went though, you like stopped on that tabletop and then you got it started again or something and rolled like another four jumps and then it stopped again. Like what what exactly no, happened? Well, Did it catch again it or actually, what? No, well it actually broke in the mechanics or the corner after the mechanics <clears> area. <throat> I went in and I shifted down from third to second or whatever gear I was in. Um and it kind of like I felt like I got a rock stuck in my sprocket or something mm-hmm. where it like kind of like chugged along and it caused me to like hit a neutral and I tipped over and I'm like the fuck and I just thought maybe it was the dirt something got in there but then I got up and I hit the wall jump and I went into the finish line and then I felt it skipping off the face and I'm like okay something's fucked you know yeah. and then when you're riding it's really hard to be aware of what's going on because the track was fucking gnarly um, but also pay attention to which gear is really doing it in worse than the other so um, yeah it makes it a little bit tricky you know um, so we'll see how it goes all right. No, uh, well, listen. Let's 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 switch topics a little yeah. bit. I mean, stop. stop <laughs> Thank using... you for the love of God. <laughs> Just listen. It's nothing wrong with the bike. It's probably your club foot. Okay, blue crew, blue crew. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. Um, uh, so, what is the etiquette? A couple things, Phil. Your your guy Coop, not happy with Chase, and we're gonna have Chase on here a little bit. But I I do think Chase screwed up a little bit in that, and and could have literally just he went outside and should have been a little more aware, and he did apologize on social media. Uh, what's your take on that? And then what's your take on Tomac, who's being a lap down, but sort of right in front of Coop, kind of roosting him and kind of like not getting out of the way because he's riding well. Um, like if you're a lapper, I, and I, in my group text today, Phil, it's kind of all over the map about this. Like if you're a lapper, like even though you're running the pace, which is very rare, but in this case it kind of was, does Eli need to get out of the way? Yeah, move. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> so, okay, move. that's yeah. where you're at. I don't care. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't care if you're Eli or Chase. Fucking move, dude. Okay. You're you're a lap down for a reason. Listen, mm-hmm. I know they don't get lapped very often. No, They're no, they don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, let me tell you what. If the roles were reversed, they would be fucking irate, you know? That's a good um, point. Yeah, they probably would and, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, all right, do as if what you want to be done for you or whatever that fucking bullshit saying is. So just, just, just move, right. you know, okay. like, guys, it's there. There was no reason for the chasing to happen to coop or if it was vice versa. Like I said, I get along with chase and I get along yeah. with coop obviously. And you know, if, if coop would have done that, I would have been like, dude, what the fuck were you doing then? You sure, know, sure. Just hit the binders, let chase go by and be done with it. Because you know, AP just went by and I know you can tell that there's a Yamaha 450 behind you, mm-hmm. you know, like they're, they might as well have a fighter jet behind you. That's how loud they are. Um, so he was definitely aware of what kind of was going on. So, um, yeah, to me at that level, um, and I heard, I listened to your pulp thing with Coop. Um, mm-hmm. It's just like, dude, you, you, you know what's going on. Yeah. Just just move. Yeah, Coop said, and look, as, as a champion, you know, like there's a respect yeah. there level for everybody at the highest level. Yes. And, and so, yeah, yes. it is funny, though. Like other people on some group texts are like, no, man, Tomek was going the pace. It's fine. Like, you know, I mean, obviously Chase is in the wrong, but. Like talk, yeah, yeah, but even if you're going in the you're, you're going the pace, or you think you're go, you're still in the way of the leader. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Like if you want to go the pace, all right, go the pace behind them. Yeah, you know, um, you're already a lap down anyway. You know, so uh, uh, yeah, I, okay. I just I just disagree with that a little and, bit. And know? Jet, uh, obviously, Jet and Jason, Jet issued the apology, uh, probably because Mertz and everybody over there is like, hey man, there's two guys that we don't want to fuck with. <laughs> One's twenty one and one's fifty one, because they they're degaff. Is that is that what how you saw it? Yeah, I mean, I 
I don't know. I listen. I like I said. I didn't really watch yeah. the race. I saw some highlights of Jason in front of Jed, and there was a little crossing here or there. Um, so I don't really know what led up to that. But again, if you're Jet and you're going to say something and you're going to touch somebody, well, you got to be able to deal with the repercussions that come with that too. You know. Yeah. So they both got um, fined. They both got fined too. Yeah, as well. Yeah. Which I. I think it's bullshit finding somebody for that, but whatever. You know, <laughs> I don't so, think you should be fine for grabbing somebody's helmet. Like, right. come on. Yeah. You know, like I think it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, certainly some some drama this weekend. We do have some phone calls for you, Philip, from from the fans. Uh, Roger has a theory he wants to present to you. Go ahead, Roger. What's your theory to, to Phil? Hi, Steve. Uh, first time uh, caller, long time listener. Thank you. And for Phil. Um, is there any uh, truth to the fact that you're purposely keeping your super motocross points low so that in the final three-run super motocross runoff, you can play or you can um, win that super motocross LCQ trophy? Mm, yeah, any, <laughs> any truth to this, Phil? <laughs> well, if the LCQ championship super motor, whatever it is, actually paid money, there'd be I'd be like, okay, that would make sense. But no, I do not want to run those LCQs ever again in my life. But um, <laughs> at the moment, for my 250 side of things, obviously I'll do 450 outdoors, so I plan on doing 450 and SMX. I have zero points as it is, so um, <laughs> right now I'm not, I won't be doing good in 250 or 450. So I'm I'm double fucked. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Roger. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, you look at you look at uh, uh, Roto put this on. I didn't realize this, but Freeze is qualified for two of the three mains. Has zero points. Yeah, zero points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spencer has another theory. Uh, Spence, go ahead. What's your theory with Phil? Okay, Phil loves to play the villain, the motherfucker, mm-hmm. Alessi, et cetera, et cetera. But Phil is one of the most underrated, friendly professionals that there is out here. From his Instagram with little kids. Who gives that little kid to him? Who? Who? To, do, you, do you? Do you? Do you? Are you okay with him flipping everybody off and making the kids flip people off? To be honest, I'm the same way. I do it with my my niece <laughs> okay. and nephew. All right. <laughs> Moving on. I'm with you on that. <laughs> okay. All right. To him and Jet coming together in Dallas over that over under and that triple crown. Mm-hmm. Phil was the first one back to him. He made a beeline for him on his bike as soon as the practice was over, and it's, most guys don't do that. They yeah. they ride off. They don't even know they hit him. Phil's a he's a mystery wrapped in a riddle, and uh, <laughs> he, he, he you know he is a nice guy. He's a very nice guy, but then he has yes. those times where he flips out and gives you the throat slit gesture. Right, right. We love you, Phil. Uh, thanks. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Thanks, Spencer. Appreciate the call. We got Ken on one. What's up, Kenny? What's your question for Phil? Yeah, so uh, first off, upstate New Yorker, big fucking fan. And, uh, Thank you, buddy. Sorry to bring up San Fran, and I'm sure you heard enough of it, but I wasn't able to call in last week. But I would be willing to bet I was probably more pissed off than you were, and my wife <laughs> even more pissed off than me because I was tweaking out with our two-year-old sleeping in the next room. But then last weekend in Diego, you would have thought it was a heat race the way I was screaming for you in or a main event the way it wasn't that heat race. It's your year, yeah. big dog. Uh, thanks. I don't know. The way we're going, I don't know if it's my year yet, so it needs to change, change 
fucking pretty well, drastically, but um, we got this we weekend. We get some more so. mutters. No, nah, I'm, no. Done with, I'm done. With, I'm done with the fucking mutters. Man. I'm done with the mutters. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with it. no one. No one. No one likes mutters. You know, it's no. a fucking shit yeah. show. But, I was at Matt Life um, last year. And it was a shit show. Yeah. Well, yeah. awesome, Kenny. Yeah. Do you have, did you did you race with Phil or did you go see him at, when he was racing in New York? No, I seen him at uh, E Town a few times, and oh, then uh, just been a big fan of him for. Jesus Christ! Everyone in upstate New York's a filthy Phil fan. Yeah. Do you have any yeah. merch? Do you need? Do you, do you, go on the, the his Instagram and buy some merch. <laughs> I might have to get some merch off you, Phil. Yeah, get some merch. Uh, All right, guys. Hard, Thanks. You know? Appreciate it. Yeah, Thanks, buddy. Selling your merch. Nash, gentlemen, gentlemen. What's up, Nash? <laughs> what up, Nash? Phil. Night, Phil. It's all good. Uh, all good. Nice to see everybody. Kellen, everybody. Uh, Lewis, Phil. I got it. I'm your motivational speaker. I'm your, your uh, not your agent, but I think I got a, a resolution to this situation we got brewing here. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, you're going to be my PR guy because I'm probably going to need Yeah, sure. I can be the hype man. You know me. I'm yeah. passionate about the sport. Here it is. <laughs> GNCC season's coming. You could jump right in. Three hours no. of fun. <laughs> Reset the series. What do you think, baby? No. Let's go. Stop. Absolutely fucking not. I'm not going racing GNCC. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. That didn't work, Nash. No. <laughs> Sorry, I, Nash. I, I mean, I thought, it was a, I thought it was an idea that maybe you could embrace, just allow the mind to enjoy the three hours of fun that you would endure. It's, it's a real pleasure fest, I can tell you. <clears throat> no, I'd uh, rather go be a guidance counselor and corrupt the youth. Oh, listen, buddy, we got openings in our district. We can make that happen. Uh, yeah. Listen, I'm out. Can, you give the, can you give the listeners any guidance to maybe a personal interaction that you had as a young buck? Jet's a nice kid, and like you guys already assessed, maybe made a wrong decision. Is there a time that you can take us as the listenership back to maybe a bad move you did to a veteran and they had to set you straight? Oh, Anything there, there, for I can think of one where Phil was gone the receiving end of some shit. He, uh, he was... He landed on Mo. Oh yeah, yeah, but that was actually bad though. That wasn't like yeah, yeah. I don't know. But the people Mo, were pissed because Mo. Everyone loves Mo, yeah. and yeah, it was a yeah. racing incident. And so. did, yeah. did Bear Dog yeah. ever have to rough you up at E Town? Bear Dog ever? Uh, down on you. Yeah, I have gotten into a Bear at Pagoda MX. I remember T boning the fuck out of him. I put you in a Bear Dog. Yeah, yeah. Barry, Barry ripped me apart one time, and I'm just like, oh my god! I could see the veins of his neck just popping out as he was screaming at me. So, oh shit. Uh, yeah, I try and stay away from the vets like that. You know. Yeah. Well, listen. Bill, things are only looking up, buddy. We're all for it. Everybody, I don't know anybody that doesn't embrace you as a fan. And it does, things happen for a reason. It's hey, all good, buddy. Nash, you know we're coming into this weekend, Triple Crown. You know what happened last year oh, at the yeah. Triple Crown in Anaheim? <laughs> you know? <laughs> no bueno. No bueno. No, no, I'm saying in a good way. He led laps. Mm-hmm. He had the leader lights on. It was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Even though, yes, he, he fucking folded in his own words. And then yeah. RJ, well, you know, Cleaned him out, but <laughs> <laughs> listen. That's uh, where he started to spread his wings like the eagle yeah. and fly. Yep, like right. we all know. Thirty-four years young, baby. You can do it. Every I, I can't imagine more people cheering at their televisions than for you, sir. Uh, well, hopefully it works out here sooner or later because we're trending and, downhill fast. <laughs> <laughs> and and one last thing, you sure Wygant didn't touch the motorcycle? We talked about this last yeah, time. Yeah. Near, nowhere near the motorcycle. Is that true? Yeah. I make sure he doesn't come in the pits. <laughs> uh, thanks, Nash. 
Hey, go get them, boys. Have Thanks, fun. buddy. Cheers. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, uh, Phil, I know you're a big podcast listener, and Lewis and Kellen here started a new podcast. And uh, one of the topics this week was your popularity uh, with, amongst the fans, amongst the media. And, and you know, they, they definitely they both discussed this and the way media talks to you and the way people kind of go to you to get interviews because you are refreshingly honest, maybe mm. to a fault. Mm. Um but yeah. Lewis, I mean, I you know, some lot of his, Phil's uh, exposure has been through pulp. That, that's, that was all agreed on. Yeah, my my question to you, and you've got to be honest here. You won't offend anyone. Not that you're concerned about that. Um, mm-hmm. You, Stephen mm-hmm. Weege, obviously have like a nice little um, thing going. Lots of laughs. Yeah. Do you feel mm-hmm. like other media try and jump on that bandwagon and kind of get in on the party that they're not really invited to? Because I do. Um, yeah, but yes, there are certain people that are like that, but I mean, there are certain media people that I really don't fucking like, and I actually don't do interviews with them and they know I don't want to do interviews with them. Um, but if they're okay with Steve and Weege and they're all right, then I'll, I'll talk to them, you know, and no matter what, I'll give them the same raw or however I am, whether it's, you know, abrasive or whatnot or like this interview will probably get me in trouble for saying what i wanted to say it's just it's the way i am and um yeah it it, it doesn't bother me you know okay um yeah it, it, it's okay but sometimes it's a little bit much with certain people because they do try and pry it out of it and i don't know it's like it I, like it lewis and kellen were talking about it and one of your points lewis was like because, you know, I just go up to Phil and interview him, and I'm like, ah, oh, I was fucking shitty, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Because I yeah. just. And then, Lewis, your point is like, other guys are like, ah, Phil, you suck. Or like, thinking like, yeah. they can talk to him like yeah. that. Right. Yeah, so, and like, yeah. my point is, if you're a media guy, get your own rider who you can do that with. Like, <laughs> Sewer is my guy. And when I've seen other media people try and replicate what I do with him, I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, find your own rider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, I yeah, I get that. And some guys do say, Oh yeah, you you know, you suck or you can't ride supercross or this and that. Like I know Stephen Weeds do it as like a jokingly thing to obviously yes. know I can ride supercross and get decent results and stuff like that, but but I think some media people are like, you know, they actually like don't know that I can get super <laughs> results or something, you know? They're just saying yeah. it because we all kind of fucking joke about it. But, I mean, it, it is what it is. But, I mean, if they don't say anything bad or really piss me off, then I, I yeah, it, it's okay. You Some know? of my Doesn't... favorite moments on the group text is when Rarick is lighting into Phil, and Phil looks at Rarick's career and starts reminding him about, you know, <laughs> never made a main event, never raced Supercross. Yeah. I love that part. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah, Those are great a, conversations. Yeah, it's, always a, it's always good to give Rarick a nice little fucking reality check, you know, <laughs> or giving me shit about not jumping something. It's like, listen here, dude, you ain't even even been in a fucking arena before, so what are you talking about, you know? As I said, um, it's great. It's fantastic for I, Phil to remind Seth that. Yeah, but that's the same as any media guy, you know, especially the three right there in the show. Oh, boy. You know? Here we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that hurts. Yeah. That wow. Hurts. Uh, yeah, Triple Crown this weekend, Philip. So, um, you know, back to uh, – and weather looks good. Knock on Kellen's head. Uh, it looks good, right? Why are you knocking on my head? That's ah, wood. Yep. Not much going on in there. <laughs> Not much going on. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I think it – yeah, I don't. Did you look at the weather, Kellen? I did. Yeah, it looks uh, great. Looks great, right? Yeah. Okay. It's so a perfect California day. We, thank. If it, if it rains, I'm not fucking going. I'm faking, <laughs> faking an injury because I'm over it. There's nothing more stressful than going out for a heat race when it's like that. 
Yeah, Lewis and I were in the press box. I talked about this earlier, and we were like, it looks okay. It looks okay before the night show. And then the gate dropped, and we're like, oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Like, because we're up high, and they're working Uh, on it. Just like every fan that sits out, oh, yeah, it looks okay. It doesn't look that hard from the stands, (laughs) you know? Typical fucking peanut gallery bullshit. But we we both, no, no, no. After the gate dropped, we literally were like, Oh my! This is not good. <laughs> like this is not good. So I wish you guys could have that feeling of when you're sitting down there on the line and it just poured all fucking day. You didn't get to ride your second practice. You still really don't have the track fucking figured out, and you got to fucking literally go to war down that start straight into a right-handed corner where you can't use your fucking rear brake <laughs> as long as you wanted to into a and it's like a hockey rink, you know, and it's just not a fun fucking feeling, you know. <laughs> uh, Kelly. Kellen asked a bunch of riders, how do they feel about right-hand first turns, right, Kellen? Yeah, I asked Phil, too. Okay, and then you yeah. asked Prado, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, no different. No different. We just get the start and win. That's what he said or something like that. Yeah, Prado, not, not, not either didn't understand it or didn't really, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He hasn't been any right-handed pile-ups yet. So, uh, <laughs> just that, wait. wait. Yeah, that might change his views a little bit. Yeah, wait on that, right? We could yeah, yeah. We could go completely sideways on him. He's supposed to do Anaheim, too, so that's good to see him here. Uh, um, oh, that, yeah, that'd be good. He can actually finally get a dry one and see where he's at, you know? Yeah, yeah, we think so. Um, so, also, Phil, coming up later this show, um, Max Anstey. I got two more texts today about Max Anstey. You were on the Max... It, the Max Anstey hype for the East Coast. I mean, it's it's out of hand. Nah, I mean, I told you how long ago was that? Two I, months ago? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, a while I mean, ago. Actually, yep. I told you even World Supercross. Like, I don't know. Honda should be happy that they got Anstey on his side. So, um, I think he, uh, I think he does really good. You know, feels right there. So, yeah, it's all down to me. It's mm-hmm. down yeah, to you. I, yep. I, I think so. So, um, Lewis, how's see we're making out? He's okay. He's okay. Oh. Working through some stuff at the moment, but he'll get there. Mm-hmm. Okay, he'll, he'll get there. He's working hard at the moment. A lot of Listen, work to do. Once you lose, once you leave Blue Crew, it's tough. It's tough to get on anything. Yeah, yep. a lot of work to do, but he's got time. So okay, we give it time. He'll get there. Yeah, uh, I'm just yeah, I'm just wondering how it's going over there. You know, seeing if it's going okay, smooth. You know, <laughs> yeah, he'll, he's it's almost got as if time. Phil might know yep. might know some people that know Sewer also. Yep. Just give um, it time, and it will be fine. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, listen, Fair before enough. we let Phil go, we we got the like the wild world of sports, which you don't know anything about, but the agony of defeat to the thrill of victory. We, uh, we have the agony defeat on the line, but we have the thrill of victory on the other line right here. It's Aaron Plessinger. What's up, AP? Hey, not too much, my man. How you guys doing, Steve? Dude, we're good, but Phil is on the line, and, you know, it's, it, that didn't, this interview with Phil was a real downer, AP. So. <laughs> oh, man. Phil, you got to bring it up, son. Fuck. Not all of us can win a 450 main event and be happy, AP, okay? <laughs> you know? Hey, dude, you got, you got fourth last weekend, so, hey, dude. Yeah. Uh, last weekend, I got dead last. Two weekends ago, I got fourth, so. Okay. Uh, all right. Here Hero to, hero to zero real quick. I uh, I, I text AP Saturday night, so I met, went out, 
So I stayed downtown San Diego, and I went out with a couple of the KTM employees for a beer after the race because I was a bit depressed. And all the KTM guys are out walking around like a bunch of fucking billboards and their KTM Red Bull shit and Husky stuff. I'm like, dude, you guys can't change before you come out and have a beer, (laughs) you know? So, So we're down there in the gas lamp area, and then all of a sudden this chick comes up to the KTM guys, and I'm standing there, and she's, like, got a picture on her phone of Aaron Plessinger. Like saying, oh, Aaron won tonight, and this and that. I'm like, oh, I said, did you go to the race? Did you cheer him on? She's like, no, I didn't go. And she has her boyfriend there, and her boyfriend's standing like three feet behind him, like staring at us like a serial oh. killer. You're like, <laughs> why is my kid talking to six dudes right now? You know? Oh, jeez. And then I'm just like, hey, hold on. I was like, come here. So I, like, I took a picture with her, and I sent it to AP. I was like, I just found a huge fan of you. And AP replied back, and I showed the chick, and dude, oh. she like... Dude. She started fucking crying. No way. You know? <laughs> really? Yep. <laughs> yep. Wow. Yep. She started fucking crying. All the KTM guys are so fucking pumped that that happened. You know? So. Oh, that's like <laughs> you, Philip. Yeah. Yeah. AP made a random chick's um, night in the gas lamp in San Diego. <laughs> but the Let's chick go, didn't even baby. go to the race. She didn't even go to the race. <laughs> no, I didn't even yeah. go to the race. She just came up and just like, oh, Aaron won tonight, you know? Wow. So, look uh, at that. AP, Phil has gone uh, DNS. Four DNF <laughs> through the three races, and for just wanted you know we're waiting for him to get DQ'd this weekend, Aaron. It'll be just great. Hey, maybe his leader lights will go out. That'd be the greatest thing that happened to me. Oh, <laughs> Philip. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for thanks for calling in again for your weekly spot, Phil. Nah, thanks. I appreciate. It. Good job this weekend, AP. Proud of you, buddy. Hey, thanks, Phil. Good talking to you, brother. All right. All right. See you this weekend. See you, Philip. See you then. Yeah, uh, bye. That's Phil Nicolette, everybody. Brought to you uh, by ORW. Next up, Aaron Plessinger, the big winner. Yeah. Dude, we're happy. He got it done, bro. You got it done. <laughs> like I like I was saying, Aaron, like, you know, I, I'm a little older than you, and like Tim Ferry, Steve <laughs> Lampson, Guy Cooper, they led a lot of races. They got a lot of podiums in Supercross. And if you had asked Steve Lampson in 1994 – Hey, man, are you ever going to win a Supercross? He's like, sure, man. I'm always, uh, you know, up front. I'm killing it. I'm crushing it. You just, he never did, though. And you threw away Detroit. We know what happened there. Like, so my point is, you just don't fucking know. And you got it done. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Yeah, you you do never know. So that's why you, uh, you got to keep pushing. That's that's yep. my, and that's my mental on that thing. I, you know, four years ago, I'd have never thought I'd be here freaking winning races or winning a race and, and holding the red plate so you yeah. never know so you just got to keep pushing man uh yeah your anaheim one ride as we were talking off the show it was really underrated i thought you rode really well that nobody really talked about in the heat and the main and now you have the red plate and so it's not a mud thing because anaheim one was good and yeah i mean man listen this has got to have you full of confidence dude yeah i'm i'm over the top with confidence right now um even though you know the last two were mud and i should have had a podium at, at both if i mean if i told you if i could if i learned how to go around the first corner and at a1 i think i'd have been on the podium mm-hmm. but um same with freaking uh san francisco if i if i had got off the gate i think out of um might have been all right there too well, but qualified uh, quickest but did, at, san yeah. Fran- at san francisco did somebody I don't know if someone told me the correct news. It's possible that Kellen or Lewis told me fake news. I don't know. Did your, did your goggles get blown off? Oh, second lap. So, like, like blown off? Like, what does that mean? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, okay. So, like, a, a piece of mud. 
No, a piece of mud uh, hit me like directly on the um, on the roll off film. Oh, okay, all right, okay. And it split it in half, and then yeah, I I helped my goggles blow off. Okay. By taking them off. But the, they okay. didn't, they so didn't get somebody off. told me his goggles got blown off, and I'm like, blown off? Like, <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? The sniper on the grassy knoll? I don't know. <laughs> I, I had so many questions. But okay, yeah, just a bad goggle thing. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just unfortunate. Yeah, man. No, listen, this is great. I felt like early on, Kenny was leading. I felt like early on you got over that tabletop, you figured out the whoops, you jump. I thought you got the jumps down, the triple before the whoops also, I believe. Mm. You got the stuff down before anyone. I really felt like that was a key. And then as it went on, you got more and more comfy. Yeah, yeah. And I got that, that uh, double triple before the whoops. Um, I, it was in the heat race. And I think they, they came over the radio when, when we were on the line. And I think uh, Ray Rick, told jade that he saw freeze do it so okay and i don't think anybody else did it after that and uh and i got that down and it was like i i could have let kenny go around the rest of the whole track and still just did that and i'd have been <laughs> on his rear wheel yeah because yeah. dude it was it was such a fast line like i mean Obviously, it's not a not a hard line, but mm-hmm. in that kind of yeah. condition, dude, there was there was ten or twelve different ruts you could have took, and you got to just place your front tire at the right one. But um, but no, that was a big yeah. line, and then yeah, getting over that tabletop uh, after the whoops was mm-hmm. was huge too. Just kept the momentum rolling um, around the whole track, and I I noticed I watched the race back. I noticed Coop did the same thing, so. Um, but yeah, yeah, getting yeah. those lines down quick and getting them getting them dialed in quick really really helped me. <clears throat> Once you got into the lead and like kind of thinking back to Detroit last year like you were able to kind of pull away in Detroit and kind of I guess set your own pace a little bit. How did it feel once you were in the lead, you had a little bit of a gap. You could kind of see where guys were, and and I guess manage it a little bit. But like, what did it actually feel like once you had that gap? <clears throat> No, it felt good. I mean, I I just kind of took it as you know, it's another moto. Um, I I think um, I, I did think about Detroit, and it it came in my mind and popped out real quick because I was like, <laughs> I don't want to think about this right now. I just want to do my laps and go. Um, so yeah, I just took it as you know, it's another moto. Um, here soon, I'll get five laps to go and. And then um, once that happened, I was just like, I, I had my eyes on Coop, and um, I I thought that Eli was Coop for the longest time, and then I looked behind me and, and I saw Eli, but um, but he was he, he actually raced me harder than anybody <laughs> yeah. did the rest of the race. <laughs> I don't think Coop was stoked. I don't think he was stoked. So no, I, I definitely don't. And uh, yeah, it was uh, he he actually made me go faster throughout the whole race because I was just. I was going to pace myself and, and uh, just try to gauge the lead a little bit. But um, with him, I had to, I had to ride hard because I knew if I was, if I, if yeah. I'd have messed up at all, he, he was not going to hesitate on passing me back. Lewis, it would have been funny to be AP. Okay. Oh, I got Roxon, lapping Roxon, lapping Sexton. Oh, lap Tomac. You're just like, <laughs> what the hell is going it's on? Just, <laughs> it's a mind fuck of a race. Right, right, right. You're just like, am I dreaming? Am I being lapped? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Am I, la- am I lapping? Yeah, it's got to be so weird. Um, oh, yeah, it's weird. You mentioned going over the tabletop after the whoops. Uh, I think Chase was stepping on and stepping off 
and I think he was the only one to do it, he said he felt that was safer than what you guys were doing. So did you consider stepping on, stepping off? Did you try it? Uh, uh, well, how did you like come to the conclusion to go over? Yeah, I, I never really, I never, I, I saw actually, I think Kenny tried it in the heat race, and um, I think me and Justin actually went on roll off and double double, and actually caught him in the corner because he had to he had to roll, and then he didn't really have the traction after that to to triple cleanly. So um, I after that I never really thought about it, and I didn't know how slick it was on top, so I wasn't really in the heat of the moment i wasn't really trying to do that and, and uh send myself down another <laughs> another detroit hole um so yeah i just i just figured out the lines that i wanted to ride and and pretty much just did those the whole race uh, you mentioned that you watched the race back was there anything that you saw that like surprised you that you didn't know was possible or maybe something you saw yourself doing where you were like oh i could have done that better like was there anything that you learned from watching it back uh yeah, I mean, really just maybe going different lines than the lappers. <laughs> um, I know it's it's hard, but like hindsight's twenty twenty, and and um, you know I could have went around some of the lappers uh, in different ways, which wouldn't have slowed me down a little uh, too much. But it, either way, you know, it, it wouldn't have mattered, and um, and like. I, I mean, I did everything I needed to do to win, and and yeah, that was. I guess that was that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if you're aware, Aaron, but you're quite popular. Uh, but how cool is it <laughs> after you win the race that you have so many of your competitors coming up and congratulating you and hugging you and like you're, you're battling these guys, but they're obviously stoked for you too. No, nah, yeah, that was that was one of the coolest parts, and um, you know, I've I've known. Uh, I've known Justin and, and Cooper for for so long now, and we've all been teammates together, and and we trained at one point in time together, and and to to see those two do it is is one thing, but to see all the other guys, you know, like uh, Kenny, AC, and and even Tomax did good job, and and just all the guys, um, it's, it's really, really cool. And that was, that was pretty special. Uh, that was one of the best moments of the night because, you know, you don't yeah. really see all those guys, uh, coming together and, and congratulating, uh, just one dude all the time. So, um, and I've, I've been stoked for almost every one of those guys at, at one point in time. And, and, uh, I think I, I remember, when AC won his championship uh, on the 250s, I remember um, messaging him and, and congratulating him on that. So, um, yeah, to see those guys kind of kind of give back, it's it's really really cool. What I think though, like, and I'm not. I mean, it does sound like I'm kissing your ass because you're on the line right now. But <laughs> but but Kellen, like, this isn't just like oh the dude won a mutter like Ricky Ryan in '87 yeah. or like I'm dating myself but like he, he's got the red plate and he wrote really well in Anaheim one yeah this is not just a hey the old guy got one <laughs> you know what I mean yeah no like, it, yeah like like I'm not saying you're saying that but I'm I'm just saying like this is could be something else this yeah. no this feels bigger like like right. I feel almost a little bit like when Wyndham won a one in 2005 it was like cool. But James, Chad, and Ricky, like they're coming. Like yeah. I still, f I feel like 
despite that, you can say AP is in this group. Yes. Like he is ready to be in this fight and contend further. Yeah, I think AP, this is going to be great for you. And they always out getting that one. And then now, yeah, I mean, you have the red plate for a reason. I mean, despite Jade, you have a red plate. I mean, you know, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, so, like, yeah, this is this is huge for you. I, this is going to be great. No, yeah, I think it's going to be a really, really, really good year. Um, it's it's uh, it's shaping up that way. It's my best start ever mm-hmm. uh, to a season, and um, yeah, I'm confident. My body feels good. Um, my bike feels good, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm ready to be badass again. <laughs> It's funny, like, even though you have the red plate, I feel like people are still underrating you and forgetting how good you were at Anaheim 1 in the dry. So I think that actually this weekend is where you will surprise the most people because it will be like that, oh, shit moment when you come out and ride as well as you did at A1. No, yeah, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be good. I think I'm going to turn some heads and, and um, I, I've, I've kind of gotten used to the... Uh, I told Steve this on at A1 when he said, you know, your ride is uh, the the best ride that's not going to be talked about yeah. tonight. <laughs> um, yeah. And I said, yeah, I'm kind of used to it. They kind of they kind of throw me throw me uh, throw me under the rug sometimes, but um, <laughs> but this time I'm gonna I'm gonna make them know that uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep this red plate as long as I can. Does he come out last opening ceremonies this weekend? No, I think they're uh, they're just doing sticking. chase last. They're just doing chase. It's always so. just a trap. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they do. They do the past champion last, but, I think, it's every every time. Well, um, but, okay, they did it at Anaheim 1 because he's past champion. Then he had the red plate for San Francisco. So he's mm-hmm. coming on. I, no, it's, it's always a past champion. Every week, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Final answer. Always. 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 Okay. Maybe we can Moving change on. that. <laughs> well, listen, if anybody that. could get felled, I mean, you could get felled to do that. I mean, how, how cool was that going around the track on the last laps? And every, like Kellen mentioned, every section you go by. I mean, we're in San Diego. We're in California. You know, you're not a you're not a SoCal guy. Uh, they love you though, man. It's, that had been such a cool feeling. No, it was it was so cool. Like, I mean, it it was. I mean, I get speechless when I think about it because I, honestly, I couldn't even hear my bike at the time. Yeah. And uh, it was it was so cool to to hear that, and it's almost like you could hear them. You could hear them standing up and and cheering and like I, I don't know it was it was such a cool moment and I, I got chills like the whole last lap and and uh, and yeah like you said yeah, I'm I'm not a I'm not a SoCal guy but uh, they they really take a liking to me here and and I appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, obviously you're happy with your bike. You're you're really stoked on everything you've been doing with that thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, dude, I I haven't changed much, um, really, at all this since like I think November or mm-hmm. maybe early December. Uh, a few clicks here, a few clicks there, but uh, nothing crazy. No, no test days. I've just been able to go to the track, get my stuff done, and get out of there. And um, and yeah, it's it's usually it's usually like you love your practice bike or yeah. you love your practice bike, you hate your race bike or vice versa. And this year, it's honestly like I love my practice bike, I love my race bike. It's like they're they're one. Ferry used to tell me all the time, "Can we put my practice bike frame on?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> we can't." 
Like, no, you got to ride this thing. This is your race bike. And if you want to go get the frame, go jump it off a building over there. Like, I'd be like, go, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. We can't change it. drown in a pond. Yeah, yeah, drown in a pond, jump it off a building, whatever you need to do to get that frame stretched out. But he'd always be like, my practice bike feels so good. And I'm like, whatever, dude. Uh, Renthal bringing you Aaron Plessinger on the show. He's using Renthal products right now. Uh, please check out Renthal.com. Chains, grips, uh, bars, sprockets, all of it, Renthal.com. Obviously, um, in the off-season, you expected to make gains with the bike. Uh, looking back now, in hindsight, are you surprised just how much better the whole package has become? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I mean, in one in one aspect, I'm I'm very very surprised. But uh, like looking at at how much hard work went into it and how hard these guys have been working at it. Um, you know, all the guys at uh, Red Bull KTM Factor Racing, they've been, you know, nonstop ever since um, this this new bike came out uh, two years ago, is it now, or a year and a half ago or something like that. Um, so looking at it that way, um, I'm not surprised, but, you know, when I did come out here for that little week I was out here and they threw everything on, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is mm -hmm. this is it. Like this is this is what I've been searching for and um and really we didn't we didn't have to do that much suspension testing um because you know the frame was so good and and everything like the the little stuff was was really good after they changed the the big thing, I guess I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. But um but yeah, the the changes that they made it took all the rigidity out and um and made me kind of be able to think while I'm riding the bike. So I've been able to work on myself and, and not have to really think about the bike that much. So it's been really, really nice. I, I would love to be in your text when you're like, Hey Coop yeah, we had a choice of frames and the 48s, <laughs> and we put the 48s on Coop, and I would just love, I would love to see Coop's reply. Just uh, if I could see any group text. Uh, it'd, yeah. it'd probably be just a middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, listen, like I, I said this before, good on KTM. you got to adapt. you got to listen. Maybe they didn't do enough of that before, uh, and, and everybody makes mistakes and everybody can change. Uh, you know, so good on them for being like, yeah. Let's try the 48s that, that Coop wanted, and let's try a different – you can have your choice of frame, uh, flex, uh, the rigidity, and, and, and we're going to go and race it, and it's paying off. So good good for KTM, you know? Yeah, man, it's it's been awesome. Like, they've uh, – they're, they're working like a sponge right now and absorbing everything that uh, that we say, and, and they're they're really listening, and it's, uh, it's really starting to show right now. Pitt Byer was there, too. Good win in front of Pitt. <laughs> good job. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Robert were there. Oh, Robert was too. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Big time. Uh, all right, Cam's on one. He's got a question for AP. What's up, Cam? Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to congratulate AP on the win. Uh, I live just a few miles from Hamilton, and we ride East Fork all summer long. Nice. So uh, just, just wanted to say congrats and uh, hold on to that red plate, brother. Will do, will do, my man. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call, brother. Thanks, Cam. Appreciate it. We have uh, Steve on, too. What's up, Steve? What's your question for AP? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. AP, yeah. you wore the same uh, gear in uh, Detroit, uh, which is pretty cool. Like, what's the what's the story behind that? Why you decide to wear it? And just, like, the chances of you winning in that same gear is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. No, it's, like, <laughs> it's funny because it wasn't really actually my choice. Um 
I just showed up and, and Thor picks the gear for us every weekend. And, um, and it's funny that that gear came about when this, or at this race, when, when I, when I get my first win and, mm-hmm. and even Jade, Jade pointed it out after, uh, after they were done with the, um, the TV interview. And I was like, really? Like this, this is it. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's good to get redemption in that gear. And, um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's a good set of gear. <laughs> thanks, cool. thanks for the call, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. AP, I'm curious, you talked uh, just now with working on the bike that you feel like you haven't had to change much and you've kind of been able to work on yourself. And thinking back to after Nations, you it kind of alluded to like being a little bit drained, long season and all that. But now you've had kind of this great off season. Like, What was that reset like for you to get back to being able to you know build up towards 2024? Yeah, yeah, man, it was it was great. I mean, I, honestly, there was um, this is the the like the least amount of time that I've gotten to rest in an off season. Usually, I'm taking like you know five or six weeks off the bike completely, not doing anything, and and I'm giving my body time to you know slow down and everything. And and I think I think why. Uh, nations ended it like it did is because you know last year was you know up and down like it always is and and i had crashes this and that and that injuries i was riding through and and at the end of it my body was just like dude stop like you you need a rest and uh i think in that little bit of time after after nations um my body got to kind of recoup and and then I didn't let it um, fully get like out of shape. So once I started training and riding again after those two to three weeks, um, I think it responded well. Just in the fact that it wasn't, you know, sitting around. I wasn't sitting around on the couch or you know drinking beers uh, day day in day out. And uh, I I actually had a schedule to follow. And and um, yeah, I think it just it just didn't or i didn't give my body the time the time to uh get get out of shape and and have to kind of start back over at square one again do you believe that there is still room to improve and get better obviously you are riding ridiculously well uh, right now you're very happy but do you still identify some areas with either the bike or yourself that will help you unlock another level even above this Wait, wait, say that again? Sorry, cut out. Um, how can you still get better? Like, obviously, you're performing really well at the moment, so what What do you know you can do to make yourself even better than this? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's multiple things um, that I can do. Um, like, you know, I'm always working on starts, and I, I believe my starts are actually pretty good. I just need to execute when i'm on the gate and uh i have a tendency to flinch and move and i need to kind of stay in focus of not moving and focus on um what the outcome is or not not what the outcome is going to be but um what i'm doing in that exact moment and then uh two i mean really everything everything could use some fine tuning obviously there's some some really good parts of my riding but um you know later on in the motos when my when my elbows start to drop or my my knees aren't squeezing in the in in the whoops or um just little stuff like that that i can kind of fine tune and and get 
perfected. So when, you know, the season does get a little longer, um, I'm not lacking those kind of abilities and kind of kind of staying up on it. Hmm, interesting. Renthal.com bringing you Aaron Plessinger here on the Pulp and Mech Show. Renthal.com for all your needs. Please check him out. AP, Ron and Renthal, uh, and as a, the factory Honda and Monster Energy Kawasaki and more. Um, yeah, uh, back to the track, AP. Phil was on before you, obviously, and yeah, he, he said the mains weren't bad. Uh, the mains were okay, and I'm wondering, did you feel that way too, or did you feel like you had to stay in that one line? And you know, we talked about you getting the jumps down, but how bad was? Obviously, San Francisco was a shit show, but how bad was this one? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it was that bad. Um, mm-hmm. It was, it was honestly like, it was. Um, I'm trying to think of a, a good race to compare yeah. it to, but it's, it was. It was almost like Salt Lake last year, you know. Okay, uh, sure. When when the rain came after practice and all the all the slop on top was really really slick, but it still had a hard kind of dry underneath base, and um, and to where this one I think it rained a little bit longer and uh, there wasn't that dry dirt under the base, mm-hmm. but it was also it was still hard. Um, I know some of the ruts in the heat race, or not in the heat race. Some of the ruts we we had in um, in second or yeah second practice yep. still had dust in them. So, um, yeah. but the mains they they shaped up really good once the once the dirt got kind of blown to the side and there was ruts um, that underneath had really good traction in some parts. Um, obviously, some parts were like concrete, but. Uh, but once that slop got cleaned off the the surface, it was actually really nice. Uh, what did you make a Jet and Jason deal after the race? And it's kind of funny because <laughs> we had Coop and Sexton get into it a little bit, and Chase is going to call in here right away. And then we had the Jet and Jason thing, and then it's like Aaron won. Like, hey everybody, don't forget Aaron won. <laughs> uh, but I, Jet issued an apology, you know, and they both kind of had their hands on each other. I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I think Jet uh, was like, yeah, the one guy, don't mess with Anderson, just don't do that. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, Jason's not the one to mess with um, yeah. <laughs> on any circumstance. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, yeah, it was it was funny. There was that video. I don't know if you guys saw it. Um, uh, it was Jet and Jason in the back grabbing each other's helmets, and then they panned to me, and I'm just throwing my arms up. <laughs> I didn't see that. No. <laughs> and, uh, and it was funny. My wife said I was in my own little world, and, and I didn't. I really didn't see that yeah. um, up until that video came about. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I I watched the race back, and, and I've seen the videos come come out, and I, I didn't really see anything that was that was crazy. You know, right. um, yeah. the Jet tried to pass on, on Jason, and Jason kind of looked over and, and said, you know, you're not getting by me that easy. And then Jet ultimately got by him. And, uh, yeah, I think, and I think some that veteran was, moves that there. was kind of – racing yeah kind of veteran moves from jason like oh you want to go here oh watch this i'll go out there like (laughs) yeah yeah it wasn't like he right you know it's it's not at all what i have seen yes yes i agree (laughs) i think i'm with you on that uh jt and i differ a little bit on a review show but i think i'm with you on that if you're a veteran and just ride the lines that you kind (laughs) of know where the kid wants to go and well yeah it's late in the race you know so um you can do it um Absolutely, it, it 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 does suck a little bit because I felt like that was what people love that shit, and it's like, hey, AP won, yeah. you know, and my <laughs> yeah. and my social media mentions, I've been saying to these guys, dude, I've seen riders 
get into after race tiffs 600 times in my life. It's not that big of a deal. A lot of guys do it. It's fine. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, yep. just calm down. AP1. That's what we really need to get. <laughs> that's what we really need to focus on here. Yeah. So, any other questions for Aaron? Well, what was the celebration like? What'd you do? Did you... Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You go to Dave and Buster's uh, or anything? Or, yeah, what happened? Dave and Buster's. It's funny because I, I didn't really do too much. I, uh, I I got in the truck and I had an hour, hour and a half drive back home. Um, and it's, it's kind of funny that uh, it, it was like that because, you know, I, I thought – I thought it would be, you know, more extravagant, <laughs> and, you know, like like crazy. But but ultimately, I think honestly, I think that Detroit was more of an emotional roller coaster because mm-hmm. obviously, one, I crashed out, but two, um, it was it was almost like I won that race that night, and I I knew how to do it, and I should be there, but. Yep. I didn't, and and this kind of this kind of felt like you know you did what you should have been doing these past two years, mm-hmm. and uh, and I woke up on Sunday morning and and kind of was just like you know it's time to go back to work on Monday and um, get back to uh, get back to riding. So I think I think my body's telling me you know the job's not finished and um, and we need to keep on the keep on the straight and narrow and and push towards this championship nice well good things happen to good people man and that we're all happy for you i think i think everyone in the pits like like i said a bunch of guys are like well if i can't win at least ap1 so <laughs> you know what i mean people loved it it was great so yeah, congratulations hey yeah. one, one thing too that was really really cool mm-hmm. about uh san diego they had you know how they had those uh the all the all the legend heroes there yeah yeah yeah, so when I was going out for opening ceremonies, um, I walked down and they were all about to walk out, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, just about every single one of those guys came up to me and and got a picture with me. Oh, that's cool! <laughs> yeah, uh, that was. I thought that was probably yeah equal equal as badass as the win. That is cool. <laughs> yeah, that's it was great to see those guys there. I talked to Dogger for a while, Lachine. He's a legend. Um, oh yeah. So um, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome that those guys did that, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I thought it was awesome, man. Cool. Uh, I guess no riding this week, probably, or maybe maybe Wednesday. I don't know. I yeah, was... maybe maybe a little bit Wednesday, but yeah. right now, yeah, we just got the confirmation that we're not riding tomorrow, yeah. and um, yeah, some some cardio work. So uh, there you go. Hopefully, hopefully, ride Wednesday and a little bit on press on Friday. Um, yeah, um, I mean. As much as I like the mud races, I think uh, a dry one here and there is uh, very nice. <laughs> yeah, Ollie, Ollie from TLD told me, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm looking forward to Detroit. <laughs> he actually just said that. He's like, I'm looking forward to Detroit. And I'm like, me too, man. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks, AP. Thank you, man. Yeah, AP. Hey, thank you. Yeah, thanks, boys. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. It's right. always a good time. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys this weekend. Sounds good. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Congratulations to Aaron Plessinger on the win. Uh, brought to you by Renthal. Next up on the show, brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. Uh, he was talking about Decal Works last time he was on here, about how, you know, hometown company, and they've worked hard with him. And promo code PulpMX24 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. And please welcome to the show the man won last week, I guess two weeks ago in San Francisco, and uh, defending 450 Supercross champion Chase Sexton. What's up, man? How are you? What up, boys? How's it going? We're good. I mean, I look, are you in that group too, Chase, where like, ah, you'd like to win, but if you can't, then good for AP? <laughs> 
Uh, definitely. I mean, it kind of goes to show I had uh, not the greatest night, obviously, yep. uh, in San Diego, and I still pulled over and, like, shook AP's hand. Like, I mean, obviously I want to be a good sport, but normally I'm, yep. I was obviously mad, but I was really happy that um, he won. And uh, it's good for, one, KTM, but also seeing Jade um, – he was obviously my old mechanic, and mm-hmm. seeing him win again was really cool. So yeah. it, was, it was a special night for the team, and everyone from Austria was there. So yeah, it was uh, good times. Yeah, that's good. Good, not good for you, but good for AP. Like you not said, good the for team. Me, no, but good for AP. We're, we're happy. For uh, we got it. Let's just get out, get the get the thing out of the way with the web thing right away. Um, you issued the apology. It does kind of suck. He wasn't happy with you, understandably. I think, in my opinion, understandably. Uh, but yeah, I mean. One of those things you're probably not used to really what to do when you get lapped, Sexton, either. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of figured I was going to get asked this, but um, right. I mean, to be honest, I obviously saw AP coming, let him by, mm-hmm. and Cooper wasn't right behind me, so I followed the next corner. My whole plan was, I was every lap I was going outside there doubling single, mm-hmm. and I was going to let him by the next the next uh, right yep. um, right hander. Yep. One thing that. Um, I was kind of, I mean, not a lot of people realize, but Eli and I were pretty much, we weren't battling the whole race, but we also were racing, mm-hmm. um, too. So I didn't want to let him catch me. That's why I didn't let him go by when I let AP go by. And uh, he wasn't that close to me, so I, I went outside and was planning to double and then pull off and let him go by in that right-hander and then just follow him. Mm-hmm. But he kind of he came in there, and I think, in my opinion, it was a little rushed. Like, about a double, he would have lost no time if you just – ran the normal corner like he was going to, but he kind of came into into my line mm-hmm. and almost took me down and him down with, with like, both of us. Yep. So, yep. I don't know. To me, I, I, I really didn't see um, – obviously, I held him up after, after the fact we hit each other, and that was obviously what he's bummed about. But my plan was to double and get out of his way and let the race go on. So, I don't know. I was kind of caught off guard that he came in there really hot and kind of – came together but um like i said i wasn't in the race i was in the wrong because i obviously held him up yeah but in my mind i was trying to get out of his way in the next corner i just wanted to double that and get out of their way but not also lose time to to eli because he was kind of it's it's kind of a it's it's a chess even when we're getting lapped we're still racing for points oh yeah and i know for a fact i'm going to race eli for um hopefully a championship so that's kind of um my mindset and, uh, yeah, Cooper was obviously not stoked after the race and came and said something to me, and I went back after my I saw Red, and I was ready to honestly <laughs> drop my bike and fight. So yeah. uh, I wasn't super happy, and it was kind of just mad because I was trying to explain to him, but then he rode away, he rode away from me. So yeah. um, I was kind of mad about that. But, I mean, yeah, I wasn't I was in his way. Um, and, yeah, I apologize yeah. for it, but – yeah, shit um, happens. And I wanted at least I wanted at least a chance to explain myself, but he really didn't give me one. So I got I got well, mad. Well, and you're right because Tomac was right there, like he was pushing hard, and and yeah. I don't think Webb's happy with him either. Like, kind of a little bit like, no. hey man, you know, like yeah. So uh, I understand. Yeah, it, it, you know. it, it, yeah, it's just tough because that that line that I was in, like, if I would have jumped, I would have took both of us out because I would he would have hit me mm-hmm. so I had to stop and that's what really made me hold him up because if I would have jumped I would have never held him up at all but yeah. he kind of he came into that inside pretty hot so that made it even more exaggerated because I had to come to almost a complete stop yeah. and um, I almost fell obviously but those ruts are so long that I couldn't get out of it once I was committed I was already in front of them 
Otherwise, I'd just let him go by. But, um, yeah, I was just – I don't like being in that position because, obviously, I don't like being laughed. No, no. It is what it is, and I took – I. Like I said, I am in the wrong. I messed up the race, but it wasn't my intention. Uh, of course not. No, absolutely. Chase Sexton here on the show. If you had, if you had gone back to like December twenty seventh and said, "Hey, man, you're going to be one point out of the lead. You're going to go three uh, one in the first three races and be one point out of the lead," you would have took it, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I would have taken maybe worse than that. <laughs> um, this is good. This is a good start. But, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm happy. Obviously, I. Had a rough weekend last weekend, but even my riding um, in the main event, I obviously I went down, but I uh, I rode pretty well after that. I was pretty much it was pretty terrible day for me this even the heat race, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I tried my best. I came back from dead last, and um, yeah, I just rode the best I could. But I feel like I was pretty happy with my riding, and yeah. I was I'm looking forward to a dry race. It's just <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> let's let's put it that way, right? Yeah, Chase, in the heat race, as you alluded to, wasn't uh, a great one either. But did you kind of learn, I guess, in the heat race, like areas to pass? Because it was pretty one line, but you had to make some quick passes in the heat race. So when you go down in the main and your way back, like, did you kind of already know where to try some things? Yeah, the, the track really, yeah, it got a lot better throughout the night. So the heat race was, was it was a lot muddier than the main event, and I wasn't... <laughs> If you watched my uh, if you watched my first couple laps of the heat race, you would have thought that I was in the KGSC class. I was rolling everything, and I was uh, wheels on the ground. And then I started to warm up and realized that I could actually get my wheels off the ground and jump stuff. So I hope no one saw the first couple laps of the heat. But I I learned some stuff where I could obviously jump and but on, there wasn't much there wasn't many places to pass. You really had to kind of force the issue. And then in the main event, the track was quite a bit better. It was. It was more of a racetrack, obviously, than last weekend, and you could jump and um, felt more like a dry race, which was cool. But, yeah, it was – the heat race was – I just didn't want to go to the LCQ. That was the last thing <laughs> I wanted to do. It would have, have been two years in a row at San Diego. I was in the – I would have had to go to the LCQ, which I don't want to do, yeah. especially in the mud. No, no, that is not the place to go to. Uh, before we get started, Lewis, with, with Chase, are you going to bill him for that microphone? Or where, uh, where are we going with that? Maybe. Yeah. My budget's okay. a bit tight, so... Okay. And Chase yeah. Sexton broke hey. Lewis's microphone. I think people know that. Yeah. The ship, the ship budget is tight this week. We didn't get on the podium, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're, we're struggling. Pull, yeah. Pull back the rain. The good thing pull is we're good at Anaheim 2 and Triple Crowns. Yeah? Yeah, there is We that. all remember yeah. last year, so I reckon a new microphone will be coming after this okay. weekend. Okay, all right. Um, obviously, you <laughs> rode really well in the main event. Are you able to, like... Uh, embrace the positives and focus on that or do you just care about the end result and that makes you bummed like how is your mentality after a race like that yeah I, I usually am pretty uh, upset with myself and obviously I'm mad about being eighth I mean if you if I really look at eighth places it's pretty bad but the, under the circumstances that I was in and going down I I clawed back to the best position I get back to and I I, sh- I feel like I I fought pretty well and I I feel like my riding was good, which was what I was happy about. But I would say my mentality this week is, is pretty good. I, I don't feel – I mean, I'm bummed on my result, but I think the riding and everything is, is coming along. And um, honestly, being with the new team, they've been really, really good. Like, as far as, like, mentally, they mm-hmm. I just feel, like, a lot happier um, around around those guys. And it's uh, it's nice because after a race like that, they're all – they critique and then we kind of – trying to figure out a game plan to be better and it's something that i haven't really dealt with in the past and 
it's really uh, enjoy, enjoyable for me at the moment is kind of learning them and um, also just kind of dissecting myself because normally after a race I was kind of just bummed and no one really talked to me and I kind of just go back to work but these guys really kind of try and not pick me up but they we see the things we do bad and then we kind of go back to the drawing board and we work as a team and like I said it's just new for me and I'm really uh, kind of excited about the rest of the season and trying to keep the, the highs and lows not so far apart kind of staying level and that's the biggest thing I learned especially last year is you never really see Eli I mean you, he obviously gets mad but um, one thing I've learned from him and a lot of the riders that have been past champions is you got to stay um, even keel and you can't let the highs get too low and the, the lows get or the highs get too high and the lows get too low so you got to be somewhere in the middle and that's what I'm trying to kind of um, take from last year and apply it to this year going uh, on off that tabletop after the whoops did you ever go over it in the main event did you feel like your line was faster like talk us through um making that decision <laughs> my decision was that i actually went off so i crashed first lap um with malcolm it was my fault i i uh i didn't jump that double my whole shot device is still down and i got kind of cross-threaded mm-hmm. went down and then i went off the track there i went onto the tabletop off cross rut off the track into the tough box and I said, you know what, I'm not doing that again. I'm going to go, I'm going to try and go on-off. And I did, and I, I actually thought it was easier than going over, and I think it was faster. So um, it was kind of just a, <laughs> I just tested it out, and I didn't want to go into those ruts anymore, to be honest. Yeah, stay out of them, right? Exactly, whatever you can do the up. Stay out of the ruts. I didn't want to go on the concrete again. I almost went I almost went down, went on the concrete, got major wheel spin, and I'm like, yep, we're not going back over there. Did any of you guys catch Eli going like 3-2 in the rhythm after the first turn? Yeah, he was going over the over like the over the table, table thing, thing and then double and then the big triple right. from the 5 foot to 5 foot but, and then the corner. single. Like yeah, the, yeah, the sing, sorry, single. Like the only guy doing it in the main event. Yeah. I, I, I just was like I just started busting it out. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. We were, hey, we were in a heated we were in a heated battle for uh last and uh second to last yeah. for did, a while. Did, I saw right before the show I saw Craig's crash with Eli. Did you guys see that on, on the overhead camera? Mm-hmm. It was bad. Yeah. It was really bad. Could have been really, yeah, really bad. Yeah, could have been really bad. I didn't I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Yeah, I mean nothing Christian did. He just crossed and went over and Eli was in the air and just plowed into him and they both went down pretty hard. So wasn't wasn't ideal for sure. Um, Chase Sexton here on the show uh, brought to you by the folks at DecalWorks DecalMX.com I heard heard Chase that you're very happy with your bike haven't touched a clicker uh, since before San Francisco really stoked on whatever the Red Bull KTM guys found you found found for you yeah it's uh, like I said I mean I think we talked on the show um, before the season when when was that Uh, before the season yeah Yeah, if I'm being honest I was going through some uh pretty tough times i was having some really bad days at the track mm-hmm. and just with learning a new bike and i wasn't really comfortable and then um we had a big test week literally the week of a1 found some uh good stuff with like the the shock and the rear end of the bike with the fork i wasn't really comfortable with and i raced a1 was able to get through it and then the week after we tried this whole new um setup in the front mm-hmm. and it ended up working out really well and i haven't really touched my bike I was messing with it uh, this weekend because we had some dry conditions and I wanted it, um, mm-hmm. I wanted some certain things fixed. And for the main event, we actually, I felt the best that I felt all day, which was good. And then, yeah, we've, it's hard. It's all, I shouldn't say it's a lot harder than I thought. It's different because I've been on the same bike for a long time and didn't really 
I wasn't finding any new problems. I was more just dealing with the same problems and trying to find different ways to go about them. And now I'm on a different bike and I have these new problems, not new problems, but yeah, different characteristics different, yeah. of bikes. Yeah. And I, uh, I've just been trying to get better and better because the bike's never going to be perfect and you're never going to have a perfect bike really. Um, but I'm just trying to get as close as possible to where I feel like I can really push it. And we're definitely, we're definitely getting closer. I would say, um, yeah, these last couple of weeks have been the best, days of riding i've had all off season which is nice and um i'm able to do some motos which is is fun but yeah the bike is getting a lot better mm -hmm. the team like i said has been really working with me and um i've been trying to be a little bit more mature and calm which is hard for me sometimes <laughs> i get pretty not not psychotic but um a little bit i don't know what it is just emotional when i test and i'm yeah um very passionate about racing so i've been getting better with that stuff but like i said it's been really fun with the new guys and carlos and frankie and all those they're they're really fun to work with and that's uh been enjoyable what about kier is he trying to be more calm and more <laughs> rational or how, how, is he working on things too or uh, no <laughs> yeah i mean i can say that uh the preseason was not the calmest uh we've ever <laughs> we've ever been as a team um, right right but uh no it's it's been we've been getting better and good it's, good. A, it's a learning thing for him and me sure. so it's been it's been fun but yeah. no it's there was there was some dark times uh i will say yeah. in, in, the, in the off season but i'm glad we're through those at this point awesome yeah exactly one point out of the lead you gotta win you know yeah it's it's fine it's absolutely fun i know in the off season gotta win in the drive gotta win in the drive yeah, yeah. yeah. well I th that's coming uh, i'm guessing so yeah Chase, I know in the offseason you talked a little bit about the bike. You kind of said it, you felt it fit you a little bit better. And I'm imagining that's kind of like your rider triangle and everything like that it feels a little bit yeah. better. But yeah. um, I feel like watching you this year, it doesn't look like you're maybe as forward on the bike in some situations or like over the front when you stand. Uh, do you feel that yeah. yourself or like is that something you've consciously changed a little bit this year or what is it? I think the bike, I, I think. Like I said, I've, I've always said the bike fits me better, which that is meaning, like you said, the rider triangle, how it, I look on the bike, one, and then also how it feels to me. That doesn't always come, like, with chassis and stuff like that, but I'm saying, like, how I ride the bike and how I my form is, I feel like fits me. And, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I've obviously worked on getting farther back because a lot of times when I get too far forward, that's when I've had some of my crashes. And I think with the Honda being a little bit taller in the rear, it kind of wanted me to go to the front. So this bike is a little more flat, doesn't have as much pitch, and it it allows me to kind of stay back and not push me to the front. So it's it's something that I've kind of obviously practiced, but also the bike helped me kind of stay back. Because I like to – I grew up riding ruts most of the time, so you kind of want to weight the front a little bit more. Then I went to Florida and I was started to ride sand and I had a, <laughs> had a tough time riding sand for a while. Cause you want to be farther back and, um, definitely not on the forward part of the bike. So, um, but something I worked on and also the bike just fitting me a little better. With that, do you feel that you've changed a little bit in what you like out of the fork feel like in, in where you like the plushness of it or anything like that? Or is it still, you like a similar feeling of what you've had in the past and it's just the, the rider positioning that's different. Yeah, just liking the similar feel, um, but also just staying farther back. Because before, a lot of my front end little problems was um, just from being too far over the front. To be honest, it wasn't 
always me dealing with the bike. It was sometimes just me getting too far forward, and that's something that I've been kind of conscious of and trying to fix. You got to take that call. You keep getting called. <laughs> I don't know who if that's Dude, like Roger or Ian. I keep getting a, no, okay. no, it's actually my girlfriend calling oh. me. I don't. I haven't been. Home. I was. Uh, I've been gone all day, so that's she's calling me. Uh, okay. Well, t- too bad she's not a listener. <laughs> she could tune in. Uh, what's it like with Ian Harrison? You you worked with a lot of people over the years. Uh, from uh, well, you were there with Larocco. I think you were. We were, you would have had Larocco at some point. Yeah, I yeah, had yeah. Larocco. Right, yeah, Larocco, Dan Bentley, Lars. You've worked with a lot of people. What's Ian Harrison like? Uh, you know, worked long time mechanic. Uh, Roger's right hand man. More of a more taking more of a role the last few years. How's it working with Ian? Ian's Ian's been awesome. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Yeah. We, 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 <laughs> Ian has been, uh, yeah. Ian's been awesome. He's uh, he's been really, I guess, just a big part of like me being comfortable over there. Okay. Yeah. He's uh, just a super nice guy. Honestly, like he's. Yep. Through and through, just a nice guy. And he's really, I mean, him and Roger are the, really the first two people that I kind of, they were the ones that came to me and were really, like, eager about signing me. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. And then also just his his positive attitude has been has been really nice for me because um, I can get down. I can get, I'm pretty, uh, like I said, I'm passionate, but yeah. I also yeah. expect to be up there. And he's kind of more calm and, that's something that I feel like I needed in my corner. So um, having him on my side, and as well as Roger. Roger is um, highly respected, and so is Ian. And it's kind of cool because those two have stayed together for so long. Yeah, they know each other really well. And honestly, all those guys on the team—they know each other really well. And they know how to get the best result out of the bike and out of me. And it's obviously worked in the past. So um, it's just cool, like I said, being a part of them. But they are very familiar with each other, which I think works super well. Yeah, Roger's first year at Suzuki was 1995, and that was Albie and Ian's first year at Suzuki from the GPs. So they've been together since 1995. Those two guys. So yeah, it's been been a while uh, working together. Yeah, they have a lot of they have a lot of good stories actually. Oh uh, yeah, I've, I've heard some of them for sure. Do you feel like uh, when we get east, you'll be in a good spot with a bike for the soft east coaster, or do you anticipate that being uh, a little bit of a learning process again? To be honest, I'm. I'm pretty excited to go East Coast. I think this bike um, it handles the softer dirt and it likes to have a lot of load on it. So that's something that I'm looking forward to. And um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to go back to back to Florida um, and also back to the East Coast. I think I'm staying in California for the next few weeks because we go to we go to Detroit and then we go back to Phoenix. So. Yeah. I'll probably be in California for most of that time, but then when we go back east to get into those soft tracks, I'm I'm excited because I think sometimes I've struggled in the softer tracks and I've lost a lot of points. So, kind of looking to right that wrong and um, make up some points in those softer conditions. But um, yeah, I'm I'm excited and I think the bike's going to gel really good with the East Coaster. So I'm not really too worried about that. Um, uh-huh that problem chase Sexton here on the show before we let you go chase and you can get, take the call from the girlfriend uh i just like no, I, the last the last one wasn't my girlfriend oh, the last two have been my girlfriend so God, I'm different stop calls. it Busy man stop it beaks okay um obviously the ship thing a lot of debate it's it's been ra- raging no debate. Through, been raging through the pits but i i there's no doubt chase you've noticed that i i've backed off of the ship a little bit because honestly yeah like, like I'm a fan. I'm on board, but Lewis—he's just so creepy and so <laughs> wow. like so aggressive with it that I decided. We, hey, you know, go ahead. We like to call it committed, not not uh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's commitment. I, I just was like, you know what? 
let the lad have it. Uh, he, you know, you can have the chase thing. He breaks microphones, anyways. I mean, who, you know, you, yep. yeah. So, yeah, who wants to be a part of that? Yeah, who wants to be a part of that? So, I just st- <laughs> step back, Lewis, and the ship. You know, um, I mean, I have a wow. Cap- Changing of the guard. I have a captain's hat yep. still, but wow, you know, what you mean happened kind of is yeah. Um, what you felt embarrassed because you realized that you got exposed for trying to jump onto what I was doing, follow the lead of myself because you obviously idolize me. I am your hero. Uh-huh. We all know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you realized that everyone noticed uh-huh. how much you admired me. You yeah. got embarrassed and now you're trying to backtrack for that reason. I, I was more like this guy is getting weird and strange and I'm going to just back away and he can have his thing. He can have his little ship. I'll back away and support from the distance. All I have to say, okay. notice that I came to America, uh-huh. I started the ship, Chase won the championship. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay. That's all you so need. the year before when I was saying Sexton's going to go on a run and, and here we go and I'm on, I'm on board and not the 450 Outdoors, Chase, I wasn't on board with that. But, uh, <laughs> but... No, no, we, yeah, we, we talk yeah, about this every yeah, time. He yeah. was not on board. Not on board. <laughs> but I got on board shortly after. You know, I was just like, what a horrific mistake by Honda putting the kid that won one moto on a big bike what a horrific mistake sad <laughs> but but i quickly realized you know so yeah so um you know it's okay yeah, go ahead go ahead no it's it's okay lewis you can you can have this little game that you want and i just don't want to you know upset you um it was never a game it was never a competition i always knew that i had the ship it was just in your little mind okay that this was okay. some sort of debate okay. all right fair enough fair enough if i'm being honest i had no i thought that lewis was always um always captain i didn't know any of this is going on until i don't know who brought it up to me it was either it was either you steve or lewis that brought it up to me at a race, I'm like, what are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> I, I mean, Steve is always. I feel like you've been. I mean, besides for the, yeah. besides for the 450 thing, yeah. I feel like you've fairly been on board. I mean, yeah. I feel like at least you're. On, I like honesty. Like if I suck, I suck. If I do yep. good, I do good. I don't want. I don't like when people are. I don't know. You know how? I yeah, for I mean. sure. Like Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So and Steve's always been honest good or bad and that's why i respect but he's always been kind of i feel like on he's always been on board he mm-hmm. hasn't been a hater yeah. and uh that so that's frankie calling me now so that's oh, not <laughs> come on frankie um no uh yeah no i've you've been there he has then... full control i feel i feel like and i i don't know if he's really happy about uh being in full control now that i'm breaking stuff well but, okay but uh, i just want to tell you chase you should hear him talk about Jorge because that is, uh, I mean, that's his guy. Yeah, that's you can't, you have, yeah, you can't have both. You have to be. Yeah, that's not my guy. Be, you have to have one or the other. Yeah, I have it's a very okay exclusive group. Okay. Prado's yeah. in your group. No, my group is Chase, but Jeffrey, Ben, yeah. Sewer. That's my group. Mm. Jeffrey. Hey, it's kind of it's. It's okay if if. Oh wow, that's that's gonna cause some. Uh, Jeffrey's out. Not with me, but if you and if you and Orhe have a thing, it's going to be tossed. You yeah, no, I have some, yeah. I have some I have stories. I have some stories about that that you'll enjoy. Yeah, it's um, but it's okay if you separate MXGP and Supercross. Like you can have because we don't compete, but Supercross yeah. you got to pick. Like yeah. it's only it's one or it's one or out. Yeah, don't worry, it's an exclusive deal. 
Don't panic or anything. Stay yeah. focused. <laughs> the panic is like, I don't want you to get lost in your head. Yeah. Don't worry. You've got an exclusive deal. You can focus on the races. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm going to keep... A, I'm low keep, budget for this week. Low budget. Uh, I'm going to keep calling it like it is. Good and bad. The way I am. That's what I do. The, sh the, the man on the ship can just sail off into his sunset of positivity. I, I, I don't know. So... Um, we like the positivity. We also we also respect the honesty too. Thank I you, like the thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate that. All right. Anything else for Chase Sexton here, Kellen? No, I'm good. Uh, well, nice work, man. This year, uh, not nice work in San Diego. Nice work this year. Uh, no, San Diego was just yeah, a disaster. You you took away from AP's win. People are yelling at everybody. Yeah. We got we got yelling. Everybody's Thank yelling you. at everybody after the race. It's not good. Everybody love everyone. I know, yep. right? We're Come got, on. We got Jet and Jason and Chase and Coop and, and AP with a cowboy hat on winning. So <laughs> it was something else. Um, and we appreciate the time. So Triple Crown this weekend, uh, and we'll talk to you soon then. Thanks, Chase. Yeah, thanks, boys. I appreciate you having me on. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Uh, that's Chase Sexton, everybody. Brought to you by Decal. Pulpum X24 to get 20% off your graphics. Thank you to Decal Works, official graphics of the Red Bull KTM team. So, um, That is one heck of an L for you, isn't it? <clears throat> no. Didn't even know no. you were in the running. Well, I'm also interested that Lewis just jumped right off the Prado Express as well. Yeah, he well, absolutely. He's not because Prado's on the phone. So, yeah. Prado, <laughs> Prado, he's going to no. be like, Prado, when I love Prado you. When Prado gets on the phone, yeah. we'll see how he is. No. Yep. Prado and I get on. He's not. He's not. I'm not as mm -hmm. tight with him as I am the others. Mm -hmm. um, listen, uh, I I saw what was going on in the ship. I don't like it. I bailed. What didn't you like? I didn't like the the, the stalker mentality. The hour long the, debate the, the, that we had last year <laughs> really seemed like you wanted on. It did, and then I reassessed things. Everyone can change. Martin Luther King said it best, and and I and I've changed. He didn't even know. But he you were in know. the running. He did know. That's how irrelevant you have become. Sad. <laughs> Put on my hat. Oh, Lewis merch. Good yeah. to see. Put on my hat. Put on your Lewis um, merch. Listen, though, if for real, is getting back to it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't going well in late December with Chase mm -hmm. and the KTM. And it's great. To, like I said, he's got a win. He's one point out of the lead. I think he would take that all day long oh, yeah. the way it's been going. You know, So that's good. He's set. He's dialed. Happy with his suspension. Yep. I meant to, I wanted to ask him what was like next on the to-do list with the bike. Mm -hmm. Maybe there isn't something. But, yeah, I mean, it sounds like um, he's pretty happy for sure. So. Yeah, but based on what we've heard and what he's even said yep. about how bad December was, I would like to truthfully know what he thought that like yeah. Anaheim 1 and stuff would look like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Like, was he thinking, I'm not even going to be top 10? Was he thinking, like, this is going to be From horrific? what I heard from somewhat reliable, he said, I'll be happy with a seventh. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, hey, we didn't really talk about the Anderson jet thing off top, right? We didn't really. Nope, we mentioned it. Really. But. So after hearing Phil and hearing uh, AP and Chase, let's start with – we'll talk to the two incidents. Let's start with the jet and Jason thing. Uh, you know, JT and I disagreed, shocking, on the review show about this. I watched the video today, and Jason was going pretty slow and kind of weaving. But my point – stands in that how slow could he have been going because no one was catching him from behind right they were pulling away from hunter i think it was uh or was it was it chase uh anyways like to me and there was really only one line like it wasn't a lot of places to move all around the track and yeah jet this is what guys do this is what a supercross champion could do eventually jet got by him right so i'm sort of like jet is out of line for being mad like the track is what it is. Jason's riding smart. And if you're faster, get around him, which he eventually did. 
Yeah. So I f- I'm chalking this up. And look, I, I'm not a friend with Jason. He's not coming on the show anytime. Like, I, I have no reason to stand up for him. I just think Jet was out of line. And if Jason can be smart enough and good enough to do that, then good on him, Callan. What That's my take. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think it was very tactical by Jason. Yeah. I think he was trying to defend in a, a certain sure. way yeah. that some riders may not agree with, with, like, the brake checking in the corners and things like that. I think that's maybe what Jet took issue with. Um, but uh, Hunter didn't catch him, but Kenny did. Kenny was a lap down, and he was maybe three or four seconds behind them, and then he was on them. And then when Jet passed uh, Anderson, uh, Kenny also passed Anderson. So they definitely slowed each other down. Like it wasn't yeah. like they're really racing forward, which but not is maybe a lot. Th- kind of what I was thinking. Like yeah, I mean, I think of the whole like Chicken Bradshaw thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. All that. And, and I didn't see it. Maybe there was like a cross jump in there yeah, or something yeah, that Jet could have right. been really upset. I didn't about, have but... my eyes on them 100 percent all the time yeah. either. Just like you. So, yeah, I saw yeah. the I saw the thing, the video that we saw. Yeah. Um, I saw that happen live. Like yeah. Jet look or uh, Jason look over and cut the across door, yeah. and then stop in the corner and something. And then they they came right in front of us in the press box with that the corner before the triple mm-hmm. they're kind of revving at each other uh so we knew something was going on yeah but it didn't to me any of the things that i saw look like whoa that's like way over the line or anything yeah. along those lines so and, that, and that's what i mean like jet's got to be like well i mean this is what they yeah. do in this class or this guy's a i mean jason's a vet right uh so i mean jet apologize it's fine but lewis what about you oh uh, yeah much ado about nothing right. um okay yeah, there yeah. was. I, the thing that I go back to is I think we all said uh, preseason that Jet had to learn how to lose, and maybe this gets filed under that category. Yeah, of like, right. yeah, this is going to happen. Yeah, You're, the guys aren't just going to roll over for you because in two fifties there definitely would have been a sense of like, oh, it's the eighteen shit. Yeah, you know, maybe I'm not going to beat him. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not going to happen here, and I think that. Yeah, he, that yeah. it's going to be a process to and, accept. And, that. and I think he was smart. Murder was smart to apologize for him. Yeah, you know, probably talking yep. to Dazzy and everything mm-hmm. because, yeah, man, don't make enemies. Don't yeah. do that because Jason's degaff. Well, I think and that the fifty-one is yeah. even more. But I think that's why it's kind of the the you know got the legs that it does is because it is Jason and like we know Jason yeah. certainly doesn't give an inch once he's got a reason to not give yeah. an inch. Uh, not yeah. that he does anyway. So yeah. I think if you're Jet, like, yeah, this could be a little bit worrisome that you try to pass him again in the future and <laughs> you might not get around him as easy as you think. Yeah. So, And then the, the uh, Chase and Coop thing, Chase just told us his side of things and, like, you know, he apologized as well. Uh, I know what Chase was saying a little bit, like, watching it back from the angle they showed on TV, you can't really tell Coop going out there, you know, but he does, right, a little bit. You make that assumption. Uh, I think Chase was in the wrong. I think he, he goes wide in that turn. And you just have to, like, split weight half a second yeah. in the outside to let the guy go, but didn't. Yeah, Now, I, now we'll let the ship captain talk. I'm go ahead, be, ship captain. Well, yeah, here we go. Like, oh, no. Cooper Webb should no, be banned. I, I agree. Fine, Webb. I agree. <laughs> banned for life. Um, <laughs> I agreed with what Chase said. Like, watching it in person and then again on TV, going into that corner, I didn't feel like Coop was close enough to actually pass Chase. Coop took that inside so fast that I think it startled even Chase. Yeah. Chase said his plan was for next corner. So I think that was what caused it. Like, Coop just ended up alongside Chase way quicker than Chase expected and maybe even quicker than Coop yeah. expected. I think when you're Coop, though, and you, he's riding for the same team and he moves over for AP, like, he yeah. gets out of the yeah. way. So you're, you're like, well, he, you know, and if he doesn't do that, you get a little bent, butthurt. And but I get it. I, so Chase said in oh, that interview, no, <laughs> Chase said in that interview that he saw AP coming. He moved out of the way right after the mechanics area, so I wonder if 
the way that he moved out of the way, which was very exaggerated, uh-huh. was because the KTM mechanics were going berserk, saying, AP's coming, AP's coming, and he was more like, oh, shit. Yeah. I wonder if AP had got to him on the other side of the stadium, maybe Chase yeah. wouldn't have been as aware. I think that was probably the prompt that caused such an maybe. Yeah. over-exaggerated... To make it look so obvious. Yeah. Yes, logical, huh? Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, Chase apologized, too. So we're moving on. Much about nothing, and, and, and we're moving on. But yeah, I did want to get your guys' points on that. Well, I was when he said that he had been going outside and doubling in a bunch, like, that actually kind of changed my opinion of it a little bit, which is I think he didn't know Cooper was as close or whatever to, well, he at some point probably knew those lines came together or at least came close together. And if you go outside, the inside line is going to be faster mm-hmm. to that point. So... I, I just think he read it all wrong. Like, I think he didn't realize Coop was going to be as close as he was. And I think he went outside and maybe Coop seeing Chase go outside was, was like, like, oh, oh I'm going to take this yeah. as quick as I can. And yeah. so it was just a meeting of two lines that didn't really work. But I think, yeah, Chase in this yeah. situation just I mean, has to take his lumps. Yeah, and be like, ultimately, if you're the lapper and you hit the guy on the lead yeah. lap, it's your fault. It's your fault. Yeah. It's kind of that way. Oh, look how mad he is. <laughs> look how mad he is. He's fuming. Um, it's quite insane to read Chase's Instagram comments because there are some in support and oh, then there yeah, are some yeah, that are very... Never read the comments. Yeah, um, yeah. Also insane, he may have just broken the world record for most phone calls received <laughs> in a 20-minute <laughs> <laughs> like span. There's like five different people Dude, too. Yeah. Girlfriend and Frankie and yeah. this guy. Kind of um, really made it hit home how unpopular I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hard. Hard, yeah, hard, yeah. To sp- uh, hard pill to swallow. Well, we but, still yeah. don't know what's going on with your phone. Like, you may be getting that many phone calls right now, but you, your new phone isn't working. Your American way, phone so. is still oh, not. Highly... We're not sure. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I need to put out, like, I'm really concerned because <laughs> what if someone's like, hey, Lewis, I've got a million dollar check for you. And I'm in a Turkish prison, prison and I got a million dollars for you. <laughs> yeah. Public service announcement. If you've got my new American number, if you want, if you text me for the first time, I think you need to start like a new yeah, totally. page. That's what I had to do. Because yeah. in our group chat, um, you and Kellen were trying to contact me for yeah. like four days and yeah. I just wasn't <laughs> yeah. replying. No, and we were just like, oh, it's been fun. <laughs> so. We had like a Lewis Memorial going. Yeah. Like, I, I was, t- this, I was too that. busy um, painting the ship. Yeah, Got to change colors. Apparently. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And when you're yeah. solely responsible for what's going on on there. Well, listen, this, this hat. The Lewis merch. This hat. The Lewis merch. Is not far off. Of being a captain on the Plessinger plane. Wow, oh. that's a Plessinger plane. Here we oh my go. Gosh. Plane greater than a ship. That's really um, can... original. There aren't many people trying to attach themselves to AP. <laughs> Sounds gay. All right, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, um, uh, Kellen brought to you by Weisco. <laughs> HRC guys using Weisco pistons. Uh, that's going pretty well for them with the with the Lawrence brothers and uh, and uh, Chunk is making his debut in, uh, in Detroit and Joe Schmoda as well. Weisco has been manufacturing pistons right in the USA for over eighty years. Two stroke, four stroke pistons. They got a variety of them from reliable forge replacements to the performance focused Racer Elite series. They got the Garage Buddy engine rebuild kits as well. Visit the fa- your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com. If you go to Weisco.com and you want a piston, you want a Garage Buddy rebuild kit, you want some connect rods you want cv4 line any of that pulp 23 is a code to say pulp 23 at the folks at weisco they're bringing you kellen brower here on the show and bringing you um lewis is ethica thanks to the folks at ethica uh, we've got a code for those guys so that's really awesome to have uh pulp mx20 is the code to say for ethica i believe um i can't find it right here yeah pulp mx20 at ethica uh, both you gentlemen are Ethica users, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so please check it out. The Ethica employees, friends, athletes, artists, customers are the core of the brand. 
Ethica.com, Pulpamex20. Get some undies for your kids, for your uh, uh, husband, for your wife, for your girlfriend. Uh, quality products that offer premium brand experience and authentically connect to the broad group of consumers. Big moto, guys. Ethica. AC, AP, Christian. Yeah, a bunch of them. And others. And, and others. others. Uh, Pulp X20 is the code to save with Ethica. Thank you about the, thank you to those guys for coming on board. A couple more phone calls and then Jorge Prado. Yes. Coming in. Where Lewis's demeanor will completely change. Yep. My guy. Uh, what's up, Michael? You want to talk about Eli? Yeah, man. Well, I guess it goes uh, for all the factory guys, but mainly Eli. I was uh, watching the main from home mm-hmm. the other night, and when he was behind Aaron, he looked good. He did. Like, he hung in there for like five minutes. And so the question is, I'm wondering, has anybody actually ever unlapped themselves is it an unwritten rule that you don't unlap yourself, even if it's a, you're making a clean pass? No, I've I feel seen like you it. could have done it. I've you know? seen it. I can't remember off the top of my head. I've seen it a few times. I don't even know if it goes back to RC days. I've definitely seen it. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely happened. I, 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 it, I feel like it may be like from a mutter that I'm remembering, too. Was it? Right. Unlapped himself. You, okay. If he has the speed, does he do it or does he, you know, does he? I think he does it because I think, I think like Chase, he's going for every single damn point he can get. Right. Um, so I think with Eli and his character and everything, you know, about him, he does do it if he can. Yeah. I was, there were a few sections, man, where he looked, he was hitting jumps cleaner than Aaron. Yeah. And I thought, I thought, man, he's hanging in there for a while. I wonder if he's going to go for it. I said this on Twitter, but can we get the nerds to tell us when the last time, like the first and second from the points got lapped in the same race? Like, can we can we figure that out? I think if you call them nerds, then they probably won't do it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. People's skills are important. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that that's bizarre to see those two and then Kenny being yeah. lapped. So, uh, thanks, Michael. Thanks for the call, man. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, next up is Rusty on two. What's up, Rusty? <clears throat> yeah. So, I just want to know, guys. At what point does Feld, the TV broadcast, et cetera, quit shoving Jet down our throat and showing him on the <laughs> TV so fucking much? There's no point, sir. Get Buckle up. Buckle up. I, and, 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 and they even put Hunter on the on the program for, you know, Supercross. Like, you think you'd put, you know, Eli Tomac or even Anderson, a past champion, not just, you know, the rookie that hasn't done shit. Come on. The rookie that doesn't have done so, shit. He just won a 450 Supercross, sir. No, oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about Hunter. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I understand Chase and Jet being on the front. Okay. But you put Hunter on there instead of Tomac or, or you know, another past champion like Anderson? Come on. I, um, I think that the reason that Chase, Jet, and Hunter are the riders on the program is because they are the Supercross champions from last year. Uh, it still feels like I'm getting them shoved down my throat. I mean, I you are. You're, you're getting a load of jet just right at you, right in you. But, oh, yeah. I mean, what do you want? The dude's, you know, he's, he's amazing, right? Um, is it a little much not, at times? Absolutely. I do think it's a little much at times. That's all I'm saying. I think everybody I sit around and watch TV with says it's a little much and, like, Come on, do we gotta have the camera on him twenty four seven? Watch all his starts. Like, come on, show yeah, us something. Yeah, no, and, and then uh, didn't they? Um, was it this week or last week where they cut the JT in the pits? Yeah, at, at Jets pit. Yeah, like, like you're like, uh, yeah. Thank you. I mean, remember the ultimate is Ralph uh, <laughs> Christian Craig, teammate of the Lawrence brothers. <laughs> it, it, you know, yeah. 
Right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not the only one. I'm just saying, come on, at but, what point dude, does this quit? No, listen, I know what you're saying, but hey, I'm I being real. I, you guys can disagree with me. Buckle up. No, it's it's coming. Uh, Jet and D will be our lives. I don't yeah. disagree with you. It doesn't yeah. mean I have to like it. No, though. for sure. Yeah. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Appreciate it. So your guy, Jorge Prado, yeah. said to FaceTime him because he's FaceTime on audio. phone. But he, according to my number, he doesn't have an iPhone. It's not, no, it's not he possible. he has an iPhone. It says here it's not possible to do that um, on, on the thing. Oh, hold boy. on. Let me check if I... Can FaceTime him. Click on his on his contact yeah, and see. Stop doing it, sir. Okay. Please settle down. Maybe he went and got a new phone because he heard Lewis is is off the. Express. Weirdly, it doesn't say FaceTime, but it says Apple Pay. How what, does that? What work? does that mean? What? Well, like he's obviously got an Apple phone because he can do Apple. It phone. says the call button is here. Should I just hit call? Uh, no. What, for, well, he was, what about WhatsApp? Have you, can you WhatsApp yeah. call him? I can't WhatsApp right now. I could have if you would have given me some. Well, no, that's I'm the alternative. Mm. He, I said to him FaceTime audio, and he said, "Sweet." Okay. Um, uh, Talon, see if you can dial international. Should right. I ask him if he has FaceTime? It, it le- it'll let me FaceTime him, weirdly enough. FaceTime audio or FaceTime? Uh, video. Hmm. Okay. You should, if you can do video. I have no FaceTime button here on his thing, on his contact. You know if you have somebody. Yeah. iPhone, it just says yeah. what to do. I got nothing. <laughs> Maybe you need to Apple Pay him first, and then it'll yeah, become available. Is he charging option? us for interviews? <laughs> um, is, this, is this what he's doing? This, this may surprise you, but I'm not tech support. That's not my role. That's that guy. Talent. Yeah, uh, talent. Google it. Um, Google that, and I'll go into liftedtrucksforsale.com. Do you, you want- guys looking for a lifted truck? Lewis is. I will be shortly. Oh, well, liftedtrucksforsale.com, your one-stop shop for... Well, you're in the IE now, so you need to get a lifted truck. What the hell is the IE? Inland Empire, bro. Oh. Inland Empire. Okay. Uh, oh. Your one-stop shop for, for premium brand-new custom trucks as the ultimate vehicle search engine. Liftedtrucksforsale.com offers top brands like Black Widow, Rocky Ridge, Black Ops, Outside Van, Shelby American, and more. Uh, thank you to the folks at the Lifted Trucks for Sale. They uh, Each vehicle on the search engine pre- features premium components, is easily financeable through your local dealership, and best of all, retains the factory warranty. Skip the hassles of DIY customization like waiting for parts, poor ride quality, voiding your warranty. Drive the vehicle you've always dreamed of today. Elevate your own journey at LiftedTrucksForSale.com. They also uh, sponsor the uh, uh, our, our social um, videos. Yes. Uh, Prada has just texted me. Oh. I'm here. <laughs> I don't know if that means like, uh, uh, uh. Oh, no. Should I get him to call us? FaceTime audio there us? No Oh Because how, how does he do What 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 headphone do you got on your phone? Uh, do you have a headphone? No, no. the no. phones don't have that anymore, well, do they? This one does And this oh. is how the audio goes Oh god um, Try to Talon, you're trying to call him international? Yeah Okay This Talon. is riveting Talon's trying to, trying to Fees out the wazoo With international <clears throat> Oh, that's fine We got the budget <laughs> Um, bigger, bigger budget than the ship. That seems. Is there? Okay. This is this is riveting indeed. Well, Kellen, tell us about MX Sim. What's going well, on? Well, I mean, <laughs> you, we could be here all night. So, um, uh, shall I, yeah. Shall Do I you ask? want to bring us with more Bono facts while we're sitting here? Honestly, I hope he's doing well, <laughs> and I hope that we raised awareness last time that I was on here because it was a powerful discussion. I was moved. I'm sure that Steve was as well, and you know that's. It's- that's a um. Uh, FaceTime's not working on the app. Should I get him to FaceTime us? Um, no, because I don't know what he would FaceTime. Uh, what what uh, what's the phone number to my iPad? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't know how to FaceTime my iPad. <laughs> Could he not FaceTime someone else? No, no, this oh. is it. This is the only FaceTime we got. 
Oh boy. Is, uh, your, is your iPad not linked to your uh, iCloud account? Wait, no. shall I FaceTime oh my your, you and see what happens? What? Like, if I FaceTime you, maybe it will come through your iPad and then we know. I don't know. Okay. Go ahead. I don't, okay. This show is off the this rails. Is Kellen, what, what is going on with the international calling over there in the corner? <laughs> I've Googled it 18 times. I've Googled it too, but I think the number you gave me might be wrong. <laughs> now we're on the wrong number. Is that why you didn't text me back what's earlier the, today? What's the number doing? Whoa. What, do you want me to read it out? <laughs> is this the number you have? Hold on. Wait, where's the I, camera? I have, I, I'm pretty sure the number is correct, but... Well, you just said the number wasn't correct. Well, I was just messing with you, Steven. Dude, that's so funny. Kellen, if I was a yeah. man who... What? ...wanted a hobby, would you recommend MX Sim? I'm assuming I the would. exit code is Spain. Uh, yeah. Well, that's 3-9. It, Google says 3-4. What? Well, do what? the 3-9. Well, no, it might be Belgium, because obviously... Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it might be Belgium. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'll say for some reason it says we okay. can't FaceTime you. All right. <laughs> I, I like that you're reading talent. out what you're talent. typing on the show. Zero, zero one one. okay. Zero? Three nine. Yes, sir. Rest. And then the number. Right. Yes, that's that's what I'm doing. And what's happening? Uh, well, I was doing three four, but I'll do three nine now because three four is Spain. Did you not give so, him the? <laughs> what number did you give him? The three nine. You put. <laughs> but then he took an executive decision to make a three four. Did you send him like a a game plus question mark? No, question he probably mark. Googled. He says, probably Googled Can what you Spain Google was. Cox Dialing International? But, yeah, but and, and I just assume Spain because he's from uh, Spain. Okay, tell, we're, we're coming. We're making through. Uh, despite me sending the number to Talon. <laughs> And saying, dial this number. Well, Bel- he decided to dial 3-4. Belgium's country code is 32, so that doesn't even make well, sense what either. country is 39? <laughs> I don't know. Who's on Holland? first? It might be Holland. Who's on first? It would <laughs> be great if we went through to a random Spanish Italy. person. Italy. Italy, that makes sense. He's a, his team's from. Yeah, he lives in Rome. Don't act like you knew this. No, Stop that, it. No, that I'm makes still sense. wondering why Talon decided to after, after seeing three nine, <laughs> decided three four was what he was going to do. I did exactly what you told me to do. What did you tell him to do? Guess. Dial how to international. Google how to dial internationally. But then obviously use this number. Prado will not be impressed. Oh, 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 oh. No, I thought it was from Prado. Not, not yeah. Easy. Well, just flexing like there, Chase. Is there, oh. a, is there a Pulp MX in Europe? Uh, is that something he would go on and he's like, they're way more professional than I am? Um, mm. No, but if you want to talk, I'll go back to Europe and start Pulp MX Europe okay. in Belgium. Right. So we're, we're dialing him right now. It, it's a weird dial tone, by the way. Talon, don't freak out when it goes... Don't don't freak out. That's all normal. I'll see if he's replied. Steve, as a former factory mechanic... All right, how are we looking, Talon? Uh, call could not be completed at this time. He did say you cannot call me, like very- Oh, oh he did? Yeah, but I thought he may just mean the charges. He was very adamant. Oh, he's just given me his email, because you can face- That's the yeah, Apple oh, ID. There, do the email. So, um, I'm just gonna text that to you now. <laughs> what an accommodating rider. That's how we do it in Europe. I will say, when I was trying to set up stuff to interview him in the off-season, he was really, really good. Like uh, that's how we do it. I do a lot of international calls, <clears throat> and I have no problem. But Kellen, I just put his email in our group chat with Steve. That is not permission for you to te- to email him constantly. That is not for you, sir. I, I, I'm good. We know how you are. You're going to email him about MX Sim. Hey, did you know that so and so got repetitive thumb injury? 
repetitive thumb injury? What is he have multiple thumbs or I, I don't know. What? <laughs> Unlike Fuck you, you I'm filling the air. We just had a uh, caller say to just hit the call button from your text thread. I did. It didn't work. Okay. Forget that. Uh, <laughs> this is this is unbelievable. This is great. Oh, it came up. Oh, here wait. we go. Oh. oh, here we go. All right, here we go. The email worked. Thank you, Jorge. Thank you, Jorge. All right. We're in business. Here we go. That's the that's I should have turned that down, but we're, I'm just excited. Imagine if he now doesn't answer. <laughs> Which seems likely. Wait, we wish him well. Yeah. <laughs> we, we wish him well. Yep. Hey Jorge, how are you? All right. I hear you guys. All okay, right. Good. Okay, good. Well, listen, we tr we apologize for the lateness. Lewis didn't give us the right no, no, number. Sir. It's Lewis's fault. It's not Lewis's no, fault. You no, know, no, I think it's actually my fault too because when you have – well, he has my right number. Mm -hmm. But because over here I'm using a different uh, SIM, um, ah. somehow when you okay. try to call my number, it's not working. I don't know. Okay. So, uh, well, we got it. You're good. You're live on the air. Thank you for the time tonight. I'll start right off with the hard questions. In the MXGPs in the past, when you see Lewis coming, do you run back in the truck? <laughs> like what's that like yeah. trying, you know, seeing Lewis? <laughs> well, that that meant that I was top three. I've I think in 2022 he didn't come that often. Oh, he's got, yes, he's, got, he's, got, he's, got oh. This, he's got this crazy idea that I didn't interview him in 2022, but it did happen a lot, and I don't know what. I'm sure I'm sure Jeffrey got a lot of interviews. A lot, <laughs> uh, yeah, not in 2022. I, I he yeah. didn't race I think once. So too. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't yeah. race once in 2022. Just no, just no interviews. But I remember Portugal 2022. I walked. All right, because with him. I won. I won. You did win that race. Yeah. <laughs> but we had a nice walk to the car park. I ended up like 20 minutes away from the pits just to get this just, interview. Just to talk to him. Yep. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, what? Well, let's let's start with that. Like, uh, Jorge, so far through the three rounds, uh, what's been the what's been the USA media? How's it been for you to talk to reporters over here to to deal with all the public relations things you have to do? What's your initial impressions of American media? Well, to be honest, I'm I'm very happy. I'm very happy with um, how you guys, all the media, welcome myself into racing here and all the fans and all the teams. I mean, I feel very, very good. Um, like uh, everybody's treating me very well and everybody's talking good about me. So what mm -hmm. can I say? I'm, I'm just happy about uh, how things are going over here. Yeah, I think people like... Look, do, do the Americans follow MXGP series as closely as other people? No, they don't, right? They love Supercross. But but I feel like the American fans, Kellen, and you, I'll talk to you because Lewis is from Europe. I feel like the American fans really appreciate Jorge coming here, trying Supercross uh, and all the obstacles he's had to do. I think the fans, in my sense of my listeners, people love this. Yeah, well, I yeah. think in general, the fans here are just excited to have more competition. And obviously, Jorge and the talent that he possesses brings another element to this series that we didn't have before. So that in itself is exciting. But then they find out who Jorge is. And obviously, he's done a lot of media through these three rounds. And they get to learn kind of what he's about if they mm -hmm. didn't know him before and i feel like they've already gelled with with what he uh what he's like yeah lots of uh lots of races with adam scene cirillo for you <laughs> a lot of a lot of ac9 around you so far so uh yes yeah i <laughs> to be honest yeah and a uh, few times very close so yeah yeah uh, but it's uh, it's cool i mean uh, first time i raced him was in uh, a1 and 
we battle for I don't know 12th place like well I battle for 12th place or 11th place like if it was for first place <laughs> um, and and then uh, we met again uh, in San Francisco and the other weekend uh, so in San Diego we were battling again for I don't know yeah <laughs> those, those spots there in the well, in the mid pack, so um, it was funny because I think he passed me like for three times, and and I passed him back four. You know, right, right. so uh, it was it was cool. It's cool to battle, and uh, you know, it, it's just cool to race different different riders. Yeah, I think all of us like we've watched the GPS for a number of years, and your starts are incredible. We know this. Uh, we have not seen the starts outside of the heat race in San Francisco here in the U.S. I know it's a different grade. It's also supercross, not motocross. Have you figured out anything? Maybe it's the bike, right? There's different bikes here. Have you figured out anything to, 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 to get your starts where they normally are, which are phenomenal? Yeah, I mean, um, I, in the first two rounds, I I we had little... I, I didn't. I, I don't want to call it issue. It's just that I have some different stuff in Europe, yep. and and then so for San Diego, everything was again the same as my bike in Europe, just like clutch wise and all that. Okay. So then I felt way better. Ah. Um, like in qualifying, I had a good start. I just wanted to pr like see if I, I had again good reaction and mm -hmm. like let's say out of the gate if I was feeling good with the bike and and it was right right there on point and then just for the heat and for the main event i got a lot of wheel spin even though in the heat i was actually second in the corner mm -hmm. my like starting device didn't come off and i lost my momentum in the next rhythm and i lost the front coming into the face of a jump so i i lost everything there but and again in the main i lost um i out of the gate i was all right but i had a lot of wheel spin so sure. i'm struggling a little bit with um, the rut behind the gate and being so hard and slick I think it, if I would have traction, it's okay. But um, in the last two rounds, you know, having that hard, slick base, I'm like, I feel like I'm very light, and mm -hmm. somehow my way of starting, it's um, not perfect for those kind of conditions. So I was struggling a little bit. Yeah, yep. I'm, I'm not super proud about my starts. I need to say, <laughs> especially in the main events. Well, you have quite a legacy of starts to live up to. Like we've seen you start, so you know, uh, you might be the greatest starter in the, the sport today. Uh, and, and and I'm not kidding about that. Um, racing, yeah. <laughs> racing in America. Does it feel like you're more of a superstar than in MXGP? There's a lot more interviews, a lot more attention, a lot more stuff that you have to do away from the track. So does it just feel like you're more of a celebrity, more of a superstar than MXGP, where um, it's mate, it's more all about the racing? Well, you know, it's funny because I almost feel they appreciate more uh, all the things I did back in Europe uh, here in the U.S. than they do back there. So, um, so that makes me also like feel, makes me feel good when I'm riding here or racing here. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the championship itself it's just has a different kind of um, focus. Uh, with this, um, I don't know, they just promote so much more the writers mm -hmm. than I think they do in Europe, and I think in a better way. So I am I was quite impressed too when I went for the media day, um, the felt media day, mm -hmm. when we've got to do all the stuff for the season. And this is actually very cool, and it's something we don't have in MXGP, and all the things we do are super important for, let's say, for the fans, for the TV, and for the media. So mm -hmm. um, I think... Yeah, they do a great job over here. 
Yeah, I always said that about MXGP. Like, okay, the racing on track is good, but they can do so much more to help the series, help the riders away from the track with media and promotion. Yes. Um, you agree that, like, I don't. I feel like they don't really understand that part. And I've tried in meetings. I've tried to explain to them like what's possible, but it's like they just don't get it or understand what's possible when really a lot can be done. Well, and I think something also it's that it's quite important. It's giving credit to when you do something good or you do a good race, giving you like um, compliments or credit just from like the championship itself. Like for example, I won the the heat race and I almost felt like I won a race. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And back in Europe, I maybe I'm leading the championship with hundred points and maybe um, maybe not. I'm every weekend on the podium winning the most motors of anyone and i almost feel i almost like if i'm not in the championship you know so that's that's a bit different here yeah it, it is uh it's more of a show here for sure i mean so many europeans from kenny to marvin to you know you name them tartarly all these guys are you know they love the the lights the stadiums of supercross like they grow up looking at that and dreaming of that was it, were you the same way, Jorge, about Supercross? Yeah, so when I was uh, very little, my, my dream was actually to come over. Mm -hmm. I never really watched MXGP when I was oh, okay. uh, like 65 or 85. I was only watching uh, AMA Supercross, so that was my, my goal, to come over here. But then I go onto the big bike. I, I start riding in the GPs very early, and mm -hmm. I start doing good, so my goals kind of changed and I wanted to uh, get world champion in MX2 and then I go into 450 and then I want to be Jeffrey and be world champion in 450. So I first had some goals and I felt like last year yeah. when I accomplished my biggest goal that was MXGP champion, I, I was like, all right, I think it's the right time to mm -hmm. give it a go and see if I like it or not just for the future, you know, to yeah. make a decision and, and just to see if I see myself racing over here. Lewis, 100% chance he's here in 2025? Yeah, there's no doubt. I've, no doubt. Okay. I've had enough conversations with him on record, off record, okay, in so the pits to know he wants to come to America. Yeah, yeah so we're going to see him here. All right, that's I'm cool. very excited to have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jorge, it, I mean... <laughs> go ahead. It's, uh, it's, hard, it's hard to say because I... I, you know, I, this is my last year contract, mm -hmm. so I'm mm. free for 25. Okay. So it can, you know, yeah. I can come racing here, but I can also stay in Europe. But I mean, I'm quite motivated to, to maybe, you know, change and sure. give it a try. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's one thing that people have been confused about. Like at the end of this season, you have no ties or contracts with anyone. There's no options at Austria. You are f completely open to talk with whatever team you want and you can do uh, whatever it is you want to do. Yes, for 25, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a nice spot to be in, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, Jorge, getting back to uh, you talked about kind of the dream of coming to America and stuff like that. A lot of the guys here say, like, when you get to be in opening ceremonies as a 450 rider, that's when you feel like you kind of made it, and you got to be in opening ceremonies this weekend. What was that experience like? It was very nice because, like you said, once you get into opening ceremonies, they only present, let's say, the best riders. And... Um, I, I remember in 2016 A1, I was here watching the race and it was my first ever Supergross and I remember watching opening ceremonies and it was so cool and <laughs> to be now part of it, it's just 
amazing and um i don't know it's just such a cool atmosphere right when they call your name and mm-hmm. fireworks and just the, that big fire coming out in the middle of the track and everything at the the spectators going crazy it's nice it's nice as a rider you feel you feel good uh how's it been what's it been like having uh barsha on your team i don't know how much you guys interact on race day or, or testing or whatever but how's justin been with you yeah, we, we write sometimes together. Mm-hmm. Uh, depends the writing schedule from him or my. But um, it's good. It's yep. good to have a writer that can be on the podium and even fight for wins uh, on the team and at the test track. It's good for me to have a reference. So, um, yeah, it's it's good to be with fast people around. Sure. I know that you were planning to do a lot of uh, Supercross testing this week to try and make gains for Anaheim 2. With the weather, is that going to be possible? And if you can test, what are your plans? What do you want to fix? Well, like you said, that was my plan to test this week, but looks like the weather doesn't want me to even maybe ride <laughs> so so um no we we first need to try and get a, a track to ride and then we we need to plan on, on testing some little stuff if, if possible um i think more like suspension wise just trying to feel a bit more comfortable as my as i'm getting better and faster i feel like the suspension needs to let's say get also uh let's say ready for my speed let's say mm-hmm. um and as you get faster you know you always go oh, stiffer stiffer but you gotta do it in the right way so a uh, little testing and i think we will be a bit even better and even more comfortable in a2 how different has this uh experience been where like mxgp you maybe have gps on back-to-back weekends a couple times a year but this is obviously four back-to-back weekends of racing and you're trying to test in between like how i guess like hectic has that experience been of racing and testing and going back and forth so quick like that well um to be honest um about back-to-back weekends here you just race on saturday and at least here in Calif- in these rounds here in california or like a uh, like a1 or san diego you can almost you know you can sleep yeah. at home and you after the main event you get back home and you wake up and it's still sunday so you still have i don't know the whole week ahead and it almost feels like i don't know like you have uh, so much more time uh during the week then when at the gps you gotta go to a race and then you gotta get back home with a flight and then i'm always going on thursdays to the races so it's like from thursday to monday in a different place Mm -hmm. and then from like monday evening till thursday morning you're back home but here you're a bit more relaxed even though you have back-to-back races so i i like it i like it um i think we have enough time to rest enough time to um to train and i i would like to do that in europe too like to just do one day format so just go to the race get the training the motos and then get back home i think that's the best way to do to go racing and for the teams i think would be also more easy yeah count me out as a media guy if i gotta go thursday to monday <laughs> to like uh you know afghanistan or whatever <laughs> yeah, that's I'm what out. that's <laughs> what i was doing i'm out yeah i don't want to do that that's a lot um and jorge i know you won a shit ton of those saturday qualifying races and i know they're not 30 minutes but that's bullshit too that you guys got to do those i don't i don't I, I i just can't believe they make you do those but yeah you know well you know i think uh last year when when no sorry two years ago mm-hmm. in 2022 when we decided not to ride in um in the quality race of france mm-hmm. because they wouldn't like fix fix uh, fix right. the track 
um, they didn't listen to us, and we. It's not that we didn't want to write. It was just that we expected to get at least the start fix it because mm-hmm. it was such a big mother just to have a safe start and nobody would do anything we said okay we just don't write and i think since well for sure since then they were thinking like all right we just put points so you gotta write 100 yeah. percent. but yeah. if from my point of view it's not the right way to do things and at the same time um i like the one day format so yeah. uh when we had to go uh, to one day format because of the COVID, I felt like it was so much better. The track conditions were so much better, mm-hmm. and you could get back home earlier, and you can you could start training earlier too. Sure. Uh, what's the so you've been in America for a little bit here, not including the racing, not not talking racing. What do you like about America? Like driving, food, uh, whatever, and what don't you like <laughs> about America? Like what are your favorite things about America and and things you don't like? Well, I think the favorite um, by far it's the weather. Okay. Even though these, yeah. <laughs> these yeah. two weekends were bad, for all the rest, the weather it's it's very good. Um, and then also the supercross tracks because <laughs> we don't have that in Europe. <laughs> and tracks. then uh, yeah, and so then um, out of racing. Uh, things that i don't like yeah. it's the traffic and oh, yeah. probably the food probably the food but um you know i as an athlete you're always mm, very careful with what you eat so yeah we go to the supermarket and we like we cook and i eat what i really want mm-hmm. so i'm i can't say i eat bad because that's the only thing when you go out for a restaurant it's hard to find good food, but at home I'm eating very well over here, so I can't complain. Must be a Spanish <laughs> thing. You know who else said, said that to me? Butron. I said, Butron, what don't, <laughs> what don't you like about America? He's like, the food is no good here. There's, there's no good beans and rice and, like, you know, uh, Spanish stuff. Well, I, I mean, we're like, where Jorge lives is like fairly close to Mexico. Like, have you been able to find anything that, I don't know, feels a little bit more like has that Spanish feel or anything along those lines? Not according to, but- not according to Butron. <laughs> <laughs> but you know mexican food and spanish food it's different i'm not it's saying they're the same you know? i just was asking if he could find like something that felt a little more like you know something that he likes um you know the only thing it's uh i eat at home always okay. i never want to go for lunch or dinner just because I feel like when I'm going out for dinner or lunch, I just feel so heavy on my stomach because all the food here, it's quite with, I don't know. I just feel like everything's mm-hmm. so like um, heavy on the body. And in Europe, I don't have that feeling. So here I'm just eating what we cook at home and it's like yeah. healthy and clean and, and that's it. And I'm good enough. <laughs> yeah, have you ever ordered a medium soda and seen the size of that thing over here? Uh or hey, also, do hey, do we have any Butron stories? Do we like Butron's a legend? He was racing here last year. The guy was so funny to talk to. Uh, did you have much to do with Jose Butron over the years, Jorge? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I know him, you know him for so long. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he was great because here. yeah, I mean, we are both from Spain, and mm-hmm. um, he he was racing also GPS, and when I went, let's say in twenty twelve to leave to Lomo, he. I think around that uh, that that year, more or less, he came to uh, also to Belgium um, because he was fighting for top fives, top tens yeah. in MX2. Yeah. Well, he finished third, I think, one year in MX2. KTM, so, I think, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he was living uh, 
part of the time in in Belgium and we and then we went sometimes together back to Spain for a Spanish championship together so yeah. we would drive together to the airport and we would go and back get back uh, to Belgium in in the same flight so we yeah i have so many so many stories um, i yeah. mean he- Butr- back then i remember Butron being in Belgium um you know it was just Butron but Butron being in Spain was like king Butron you know so it was uh, it was cool <laughs> yeah he he showed up here last summer and it was just Jose Butron's racing our nationals <laughs> it, it was so weird he was such a good guy though he was funny to talk to he was fascinated with like gearing and tire selections and he was oh, just yeah, well yeah, yeah but that's that's typical from him he, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can change uh, the whole bike from one moto to another. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, he's just like that. I mean, it's not good or bad. It's just, he's like that. Yeah, he had all these notes and shim stacks and stuff. It was hilarious. <laughs> I love talking to him. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, I know that Anaheim won, you kind of like... Uh, you have no Boutron stories? I don't have a Boutron okay, story, right, sorry. Okay. Come on. Um, I know at Anaheim won, you had to get used to the format, uh, when to eat, when to rest, when to go race, whatever. Um, this weekend is going to be another format that you haven't experienced yet. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you preparing for that? Have you spoken to the team about the best time to eat, the best time to drink, rest? Because I know that... Um, even the riders that have raced Supercross before, getting all of that dialed in for a Triple Crown is quite difficult. Yeah, good good question, because I maybe need to start thinking about it right now. Well, maybe <laughs> I should, maybe yeah. I should uh, be your trainer. Next year, I'll be your uh, trainer, man friend person. No, but um, okay. yeah, I think it's, well, I think it's uh, shorter motors. And they told me we got to be pretty much in the stadium all the time because there's not so much, you know, time in between the, uh, the, the different main events. So, um, yeah, I maybe got to think about it a little bit and change maybe the, the schedule from uh, like eating times and all that. Yeah. So, um, but it's cool. It's cool to have a different format. And it's also good because I get uh, three possibilities on making good starts and running mm. up front. So I go. think that's cool and interesting because on a main event, you get just one chance. If you are not up front in that time, I mean, then the race is over, right? And I have three times that chance next weekend, so uh, this weekend. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. It's funny. Um, racing so quickly back to back this weekend couldn't be more different than mxgp where you have like four hours between practice sessions on saturday and a lot of downtime so do you have any experience with turning around and racing again so quickly um well i don't know exactly the time between the main events i don't know how much time we got but um it's not much but for me, it was hard to to get like from practice to the heat race so much time off, and then going to a heat race without a side lap. Like I think if I could have like a side lap, <laughs> would be like way different, and the, I could adapt better. Mm-hmm. But it was just so weird to go straight into racing. Yeah, I felt like yeah. I felt like last weekend in San Diego, I felt better in the week. For sure, when I won the heat race, I felt good. So uh, it's just getting used to it, to well, getting used to a different format. What have you thought about um, the like here versus GPs? The way that the guys race you, like if you go to make a pass or they try to set up a pass on you, like I know the the actual Supercross is so much different than MXGP and how you set all that up. But have you been like surprised or or anything on? 
how they actually like set up a pass on you and things like that? Well, you know, I think in the mud it's quite difficult to set up a pass or do stuff like that. So that's why I'm waiting for A2, right? To yeah, leave yeah. <laughs> a more normal standard Supercross race. And I felt like in A1, I was really off everything just because I was so uncomfortable. I couldn't even race to my level. So, uh, in my level, it's not right now to be upfront, um, winning. That's not my level. That's not realistic for me, but I will, I could have done better than what I did. Just, I was so un- everything was so new i yeah i was just not ready to go racing (laughs) but it's part of this that's why i come here and i need to experience that because if i want to ever come here full time i I, yeah it's some experience that i already have for the future so um yeah i gotta um, make an a2 like normal conditions and then see how everybody's racing each other and and see how i fit in the mix I guess you will go back to Europe on a Sunday after A2. Um, and yeah. then what's your plan and when is your first preseason race? So after A2, I need to fly back on uh, yeah on Sunday. So I will get to Italy and uh, we have the photo shooting. Uh, we have some... Uh, yeah, then I need to start running motocross. So pretty much just getting, again, comfortable on my bike back in Europe. I still got all the testing. <laughs> I still need to do all the testing that I didn't do this winter because I was here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think um, the one and only race I will do before the GPs will be my, uh, well, the Spanish championship at my place in Spain, in Lugo, at my track, and and then go straight into uh, the first GP. Yeah, not a lot of time for you, Jorge, but like, yeah, you won the title and you can take that setting you run last year and at least have a great base on the bike, but yeah, not a lot of time for you here a little bit for MXGP, huh? No, um, let's say we, we, we have some changes on the bike, so we got to test that. Mm -hmm. Um, if it was like, if I would raise the same setup as I was last year, then I would have even more time, but we got to test the new stuff and make a setting for the new stuff. So this will take some time for sure. But, um, I think it's not going to be a problem because physically I'm feeling good racing supercross makes you strong too. We are, I'm spending a lot of time on the bike. Every time I go riding, I ride a lot. So it's not going to be a problem. It's just getting comfortable on the motocross bike. And once I have that, I think I will be ready to go. Plus I get the experience already from few gate drops this year. So I will be more than ready, I guess (laughs) before, um, before first round of the MXGP. So that's, I'm always thinking positive, and yeah. I think this is I'm having an advantage, right? So sure. If I remember right, at the Nations last year, you were running um, a new suspension setup. So, will you be using that this year, or is that one of the things that you need to test back to back when you get to Europe? Yeah, I mean, in Nations, I was actually running a setup I never rode all year long, and I was testing during I was during racing. So. Um, that's why I wasn't feeling super like at my top, uh, at that race, but, um, we also got so much information and that's why I wanted to race like that because I knew if I was coming to the U S I would need <laughs> that extra help from that race, you know, to make sure. the guys work while I'm here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it was good that I could race already nations with that setup and let's say, um, the guys back in Europe should be. Um, making some steps uh, forward so when I get back 
uh, we can already have a good base in and just get better from there. Well, nice. Uh, thank you for the time, Jorge. Really cool to see you here. Um, congrats on all the success over in Europe. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you in 2025. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, thank you, though. Thanks for, thanks for coming on tonight. Really appreciate it. Good job so far. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. All right. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Uh, that's uh, Jorge Prado, world champion. Good interview. Yeah. I, I never spoke to the dude before, and I thought, and, and I'm one, I'm like, this guy's awesome. Yeah, like he's open. Yeah, he's um, open. He's honest. He was but I feel like MXGP riders are generally more like, I don't know if it's a language thing or because mm -hmm. there's less spotlight, so you can maybe get away with more. But I feel like MXGP riders are generally more open to talk about the bike and struggles and yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. like talking about the suspension setup of the nations, he kind sure. of was just like, yeah, yeah. I was running something new. I'd never raced, uh, ridden it before. Yeah. Also, oh, great. Yep. I feel vindicated. Oh. Notice how he said his goal was to always win an MXGP title and mm -hmm. beat Jeffrey. Yep. I've gotten so much shit over the years from people saying, oh, no, Tim's great, Roman's great, it's not just Jeffrey. No, Jeffrey is the top of the pile and the one that everyone aspires to beat. The fact that he didn't say it was my goal to win MXGP and beat Tim proves that I was right. So thank you, Jorge, for that. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Uh, that was brought to you by OGO Power Sports, by the way. Great bags, great company. Laptop bags, laptop sleeves. They got uh, backpacks, carry everything. Uh, rig bags, 9800, of course. Also, they got uh, boot bags that come into the gear bags as well. Uh, Pulp 15 is the code to save with OGO Power Sports. Thank you to those guys. Great company and great, great products with the bags. I want to thank the folks at Michelin as well. Michelin Starcross 6s are taken uh, by storm out there. Great GNCC presence as well. Last year, available in six versions. Sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, hard versions. MichelinMan.com forward slash motorcycle. Great mountain bike tires as well. Our guy Randy doing big things for the folks at Michelin. Thank you to Michelin. If you're in the market for something that's a tire-related, black and round, uh, uh, car, truck, Goldwing, sport bike, dirt bike, mountain bike. Michelin's got a tire for you. Okay. Thank you, Michelin. All right, <laughs> we're taking a commercial break here. Lots more to come up. Roto's going to slide in. Uh, Race Tech rant, X-Brand tear-offs, Motorsport tweet at Talon segment. I want to talk about the retro race with these two guys. LCQ Challenge, LVK podcast. Lots more to get into. Stick around. Be right back after this. Lipstick on your dipstick? At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads we're all connected because we ride and that's what motorsport.com is all about we've got your back our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile no gimmicks just high quality parts the best customer service in the industry and free shipping on all orders over 79 dollars our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride this is our invitation to you from riders for riders, visit us at motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. 
It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. It's time to elevate your life. At LiftedTrucksForSale.com, we put you in the driver's seat of your dream truck today. LiftedTrucksForSale.com is your one-stop shop for brand new custom trucks from every major manufacturer. Full factory warranty, available financing, and a hassle-free ownership experience. What are you waiting for? Visit LiftedTrucksForSale.com today. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip traction and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle and then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Established in 1989, Eric Phipps had the idea to manufacture factory-styled products for the everyday rider. Working out of his garage, Eric quickly gained a reputation for producing quality products and having great customer service. In just a few short years, the factory team started calling looking for products as well, and as the saying goes, the rest is history. history. Fast forward to 2024 and they are on their 35th year of producing high quality products while still providing exceptional customer service. While they are no longer working out of a small garage, they are still producing the finest products available. Teams like HRC Honda, Star Racing Yamaha, 
HEP Suzuki, Phoenix Honda, Barrick Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, Solitaire Yamaha, and countless privateers still rely on the same quality products that are available to you too. Products like their Pro Launch Star device, radiator braces, skid plates, clutch perches, and tons more continue to be a staple in the pro pits and amateur scene as well. Check all they have to offer for your ride at worksconnection.com. Use the code PULPMX20 to save 20% off your order. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Cooper Webb, and I choose OGF. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jet Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Talon Hawkins. Stargate Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Cole Nichols, and I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Viala, I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jiren Ferrandis, and I choose OGO. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount. Factory Chassis Parts, established in 2018, is the home of the original high-performance FCP racing engine mount kit, designed to improve traction, handling, cornering, and feel. Used by top-level racers and race teams worldwide, including Phoenix Honda, Justin Starling, the F&H MXGP Kawasaki team, Rock River Yamaha, and many more. CNC machined parts out of high-quality aluminum and titanium. They are easy to install and bring drastic improvements right away. Stop by fcpracing.com to learn more and order today. 
With over 80 years' experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or WiseCo.com to find products for your machine. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2024 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. 
Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. It's time to elevate your life. At LiftedTrucksForSale.com, we put you in the driver's seat of your dream truck today. LiftedTrucksForSale.com is your one-stop shop for brand new custom trucks from every major manufacturer. Full factory warranty, available financing, and a hassle-free ownership experience. What are you waiting for? Visit LiftedTrucksForSale.com today. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip traction and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle and then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook.
Established in 1989, Eric Phipps had the idea to manufacture factory-styled products for the everyday rider. Working out of his garage, Eric quickly gained a reputation for producing quality products and having great customer service. In just a few short years, the factory team started calling looking for products as well. And as the saying goes, the rest is history. history. Fast forward to 2024 and they are on their 35th year of producing high quality products while still providing exceptional customer service. While they are no longer working out of a small garage, they are still producing the finest products available. Teams like HRC Honda, Star Racing Yamaha, HEP Suzuki, Phoenix Honda, Barrex Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, Solitaire Yamaha, and countless privateers still rely on the same quality products that are available to you too. Products like their Pro Launch Star device, radiator braces, skid plates, clutch perches, and tons more continue to be a staple in the pro pits and amateur scene as well. Check all they have to offer for your ride at worksconnection.com. Use the code PULPMX20 to save 20% off your order. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Cooper Webb, and I choose OGF. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jet Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Talon Hawkins. Stargate Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Colt Nichols, and I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Dial, I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jiren Ferrangis, and I choose OGO. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount. Factory Chassis Parts, established in 2018, is the home of the original high-performance FCP Racing Engine Mount Kit. 
designed to improve traction, handling, cornering, and feel. Used by top-level racers and race teams worldwide, including Phoenix Honda, Justin Starling, the FNH MXGP Kawasaki team, Rock River Yamaha, and many more. CNC machine parts out of high-quality aluminum and titanium. They are easy to install and bring drastic improvements right away. Stop by fcpracing.com to learn more and order today. With over 80 years' experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or WiseCo.com to find products for your machine. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2024 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, type, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. 
At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Mech Show presented by Fly Racing, Motorsport.com, and Decal Works. Good show so far. Jorge Prado, Chase Sexton, Aaron Plessinger, and a guy named Phil. Uh, if you count Phil's LCQ championship, we... Um, four, five, six... Uh, we got about nine championships calling in tonight. So, good job for our show to get all those people. And thanks for the time for those guys. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Job of the week this week, Midwest Regional Sales Specialist at Western Power Sports. Full-time job uh, based out of Minneapolis, but you can be based anywhere. You're looking after Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois, or Michigan. Uh, the position is directly responsible for developing regional brand sales and strategies, training, and enabling inside and outside sales team members to further advance product, brand, sales, and campaign knowledge. WPS, Western Power Sports, great job. Midwest Regional Sales Specialist. So this is a uh, rep job, and uh, yeah, you can make really good money doing that. So check it out at MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. If you're looking for a job, uh, upload your resume for free today. And if you're a company looking to hire some of the best people, then you know that people are going to go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com for all of that. Thank you to, uh, for those guys for coming on. Also, I want to talk about Maxima and ProFilter. Pulp 20 is the code to save. Saw Ron Lachine this weekend. Did you see him, Kellen? I did. Oh, legend. <clears throat> yeah. I thought there'd be justice for Dogger one year later after the Quantanaro fiasco. I think they've moved on. Unfortunately, I mean, they, they interviewed other old-timers, so that's yeah. fine, but no no Ron Lachine. Mm. So. It's a shame, really. Uh, Pulp 20 is the code to save with Maxima and Pro Filter. Great pre-oiled, ready-to-use air, air filters or oil filters. Pulp 20 is the code to save. And, of course, the oil, whether it's transmission fluid, which Phil probably could have used a little more of, SC1, uh, MPPL, uh, FFT, uh, chain lube, all of it. Uh, use code Pulp20 to save at MaximaUSA.com. Great oil company. Been around for a long time, and they simply know the sport better than, than everybody out there. So thanks to those guys for uh, coming on board. Uh, welcome, Roto. How are you? Thanks for coming in. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Um, Hold that mic a little closer. Thank you. Yeah. I think you know that. But, there you go. Uh, <laughs> thanks for coming in, though. Yeah, appreciate yep. it. Yep. Uh, are you a little nervous about the upcoming X-Brown Goggle segment? You know... I would be I would be nervous because I know my reputation depends on it, except for I didn't ask for this. So, no. You know what? Whatever. I don't care. I don't oh, care wow. anymore. Just yeah. YOLO. Yeah, just whatever. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I wrote really good questions this week, though, I think. Yep. yep. Well, so our guy Moser, who yep. we love and we respect and we admire. He's been very nice to me in person. And we value. Uh, he heard you were doing them again tonight after the fiasco that was last week. And he submitted his own, right? Right, Marks? He, he just took it on his own? Yes, to, that's correct. So maybe we can, hmm. us three, maybe maybe Marks too, us four can sort of determine who has better questions tonight. We'll, we'll be the judge. Yeah. The vet or the rookie. Right. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, thanks to our guest so far. Best interview of the night? Well, Prado for you. No, that's tough. They were all really good. Yeah. I'll say Chase or Prado. I realize that's probably not breaking news. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Kellen. Uh, Chaser Prado. Mm, AP. Okay. I'll go Phil. I, I feel, I'm no um, psychiatrist. I feel as though the mood of Phil's interview wasn't very high. Phil texted me after said, I'm probably getting in trouble. <laughs> yes. He, I like how he like well, he went on a rant about everything that was going wrong and went, I'd love to say what I really want to say. And I was like, uh, I think you just did that. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Roto? Best interview? Yeah, Phil, easily. Okay. 
stamp it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a big Phil fan, so I'm I'm a little biased, but yeah. Yeah. Does Phil know who you are? Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you're good. And all yeah, that? okay. Yeah. yeah, after uh, after the race, I literally went up and was like, "Hey, where's Phil at?" And he was like, oh, "I'll come out for Roto." So, okay, all yeah. right, okay, yeah. yeah. You never quite. Know, I don't never know. Do Phil's. you know? I'm he said that there you, was Phil. some uh, media members who he doesn't talk to or doesn't mm -hmm. like talking to. Yeah. Do you know who they are? Yeah, I know a couple of them. Yeah. Am I on the list? No. Oh, he no. talks to you. He would just tell you off if he didn't oh, want to. You never know. And that, that would have been a really awkward conversation <laughs> if secretly he was like, yeah, no. you're on the list, guy. No, you're not. Uh, by the way, I want to get, talk about the LCQ challenge again. Uh, it's on pulpmx.com. All the money goes to privateers. The Feld guys are letting us have another race uh, this year in Denver, Friday. Same kind of deal. Thank you to those guys for letting me do the race. And then thank you to Yamaha. We're giving away a 2024 YZ450F uh, as well. And um, we're going to keep track of the points of the LCQ all year long. Tickets are going well. All the money goes to the privateers. And we got a, a dirt bike. And then we also have like 20 other great prizes. Go to pulpamex.com to buy that. Go to my link in Instagram. You could buy it on there as well. And uh, right now, I think uh, um, just uh, so anyway, Kellen, about SL, about start your systems. Um, <laughs> here we go. Uh, Cartwright's leading, forty-seven points. <laughs> Slosher, thirty-four. Uh, Kalatian, Kalatian, is that how you say that? Yes, Kalatian. Yeah. Kalatian is thirty-three, and Claremont is thirty-two. So that's the points right now, but. We're keeping track all year long. A lot can happen. But uh, Benny Bloss and Hunter Lawrence, uh, they did really great things. They're, they got off of the list uh, for making main events. So thank you to everybody who bought a ticket so far. And that race is going to be fantastic. Can't wait to do it uh, Friday before Denver. Uh, before we get to the X-Brand goggles, let's do let's do the Racetech rant. Let's, let's, let's start with that. Racetech.com. Thank you to those guys. Pulp24 is a code to save with Racetech. And uh, supporters of Privateers, supporters of Factory Riders. They got the gold valve. They started way back in the mid-'80s. The thing's amazing. It's a revalve in a box. They're also supporting the LVK more than Motopod. It's a fan question, right? That's what they're doing? Yeah, they're doing a for fan now, question yeah. each week with Racetech. Uh, so thanks to the folks at Racetech for all that they do. Get your suspension service. Even if you have, like, a KLR like Roto does, uh, you've got to get the <laughs> suspension done, man. It, it works. So. KLX. Okay, yeah. It's way better. Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I didn't know. It's for cross. Uh, uh, and uh, also, so thanks to the folks at Racetech. Lewis, what's your rant? Oh, boy. Oh, you said you had one. Yeah, I did, but I've forgotten it. Oh. oh you go first, go. and then I'll pick it up. <clears throat> okay, my rant's easy. And Roto, you guys heard this in the press box this weekend, so it's not, not breaking news. Uh, and Roto and I discussed it as well. So, this is just a general public service for people out there. Like, Roto knows he's small. He knows that. He wears small clothes. Okay? I know that I'm overweight. Okay? And I'm trying. And I don't want to be overweight, working hard at it, need to eat better, trying like we know. Roto knows he's small. I know I'm, 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 I'm overweight, okay? I'm a bigger gentleman, all right? So what Race Tech rant is, it's like, and this has happened, I don't know, 20 times to me in my life, maybe, maybe more. A complete stranger or even someone you know. But a lot of complete strangers are like, coming through, big man. You know, and they're just like coming through a crowd. Hey, watch out, big guy. Hey, how you doing, big guy? I got it, guy. I got it. Like, I, you can just say, hey, my man. Hey, guy. It's like, just don't, we don't need to go there. We just, just use the simple term. Hey, man. Hey, guy. You don't need the big guy or big man or anything else. Like, I, I got it, guy. I got it. I'm working on it, okay? I'm working on it. And, Roto, I'm sure you've gotten, hey, tiny guy. Hey, little guy. 
Yeah, well, I showed you earlier. Yeah. I literally had a memory in my Facebook of a person writing my wall and saying, what's up, small fry? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, cool. You're, you nailed and, me. And, and you're like, listen, man, I can't grow. This is it. <laughs> this no. is it. Yeah. And But, like, what's funny, though, is, like, small or big gets it. But, like, if you have a big nose, no one says, hey, big nose. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Hey, what's up, big guy? Big nose guy. Like, no one says that. So, like, it's a fat small thing yeah that's it it's not skinny no one yeah. says hey skinny guy no no one says that no one says uh hey average build guy like no one says that it's fat or small i and i got big ears a lot growing up they did say what's up big ears yeah were, were these adults or were these other children i can't really remember i kind of blocked <laughs> it out <clears throat> what i'm saying is like it just, it just bugs me. Like, you don't know me. You don't know the struggle I'm having. You don't know how hard I'm working. You know what I mean? It's, hey, big guy. Like, nah, just just, just move on. And now I realize by saying this on the show, I'm going to get a lot of big guys yeah. and, and, and from now on. I just It just bugs me. Like, and it would bug me if I was Roto and I was tiny. Like, just, just say whatever when you want to greet a guy. You don't got to bring his size into it. It's like, would you bring his nose into it? What if the guy had, what if it was an amputee? You'd be like, hey, one arm. Like, you're not going to do that. You're the, not going to say, what's up, one arm? <laughs> On the flip side of it, what if someone came up to you and was like, what's up, Smalls, or something like that? I would never get that. I'd never, I, I, but I'm yeah, saying, just, like, would, as a, in oh. jest, they say that. I feel like they're mocking you at that That's point. what I'm saying. Like, is that worse, or is being no, called big guy worse? What's Smalls? Just like small, small guy. guy? Yeah, whatever. Oh. Biggie Smalls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware of that, but I thought, okay, so no, like no one's going to do that. I'm just asking yeah. a question about the rant. What if they mean big man as in big man in the industry? No, they don't. They do okay. not mean that, sir. <laughs> that Sorry? Is, that maybe, is, maybe the Alpine Stars jacket just confused them this weekend. And they're listen, like, I got you know. a lot of compliments on that jacket. <laughs> it didn't happen to me this weekend. I'm not saying that this weekend. That, that was not a thing, but it happens from time to time. And yeah. I'm always like, hey, man. I know. You don't got to do that. And same thing with you, Donnie. Little guy. Little guy. I don't know what they want from me. I've, I'm legit. This might shock everybody, but I weigh 40 pounds more now than in high school. So, like, what do you want me to do? Another 40? Another 40? And then pretty soon they would call me, oh, what happened? Oh, you're, you're stocky. Big Chunky. guy. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> where does it stop? I just, I, I don't, I, I just, I don't know. It just, it, it's something that's happened to me. Yeah, a bunch here and there, and I don't get where people, like, think that that's... Like, if you're the guy saying that, do you think the overweight guy is, like, super stoked on himself? Probably not. No. We all don't want to be that big, right? We all just want to be Lewis or you, right? You, you they want to be, be me? Like, wow. you guys are in shape. You guys aren't, aren't heavy at all. You're, you're just average I, builds. Yeah. Right? I can, um... I can back you up on this because I distinctly remember 2015 MXGP of Spain. A friend of mine mm -hmm. was coming in the press tent, uh, kind of bumped into someone else coming out. And yeah. the guy coming out went, watch out, big man. And the guy immediately came over and went, he just, he just called me that. And I really like yeah. shook. Yeah. And it stuck with me ever since because I saw the impact it had on yeah. someone yeah. and I've never and, forgotten. And, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not shook necessarily, but <laughs> I just was like, I don't get where people are like, it's oh, like... Yeah, like that's like a term of endearment, or like you can just say like, "Hey man, coming through." Hey man, watch out. Hey guy, coming, watch out behind you. It's big man, big guy. We don't need that. We just just drop that. 
and now I'm going to get it everywhere this weekend. Yep. So congratulations to me. Yeah. I would just like to say that was very big of you to say. Always. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. Okay. That's my race tech rant for the night. That's it. Can I make an observation real quick? That's my thing. Observations. <laughs> Sorry, I'm th- I don't mean to take away. I know this is your show, but you're really kind of holding court with us over here. Like we're all gathered around the Steve. Uh, this, is, this is like oh, the we go. This is like the <laughs> Phil situation. He's jumping into a party he's not invited to. Yeah, yeah, joining yeah, yeah. a joke that wasn't. I'm his. not even making a joke about it. I'm just but saying you set it up this way. Is incorrect. <laughs> On that, is this where it started? You hold court here, so then when we go to the no, when we're in no. the this when is, we're in the press is, box, this is friends having a conversation. At this point, you should just lean into and get a, a gavel yeah. and wear a judge suit to the press box. I don't understand. We're just talking to your friends in a circle. <laughs> it somehow becomes holding court. I don't, that's part where I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like whoever's the first in the press box kind of sets the area, and then we yeah, all out group. Everybody like, goes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this weekend uh, you guys were there before I just walked in, and there was a chair for me. Yeah, you were very yeah. late. Yeah, this it was. week. Yeah. yeah. Getting how, scoops. How is that some weird insult that you are so cool and so popular, everybody circles you, and then people try to make it seem like you're the bad guy in that situation? No, I don't think anybody's people gravi- circle me. If they gravitate towards you, I don't think people are gravitating. People, if people I don't think, think you hold court, then I don't you think do. people are gravitating. I don't think anybody's gravitating. I don't. I don't yeah, I just we're all at the races together, and so we just all sit by each other, and then one of us happens to talk, and then the rest of the friends look at the one that's talking. If that's holding court, then I guess I'm guilty. <laughs> I, I just hope that talking about people gravitating isn't a, another big man reference. No, it's not. In no, reference yeah, to Orbit. Settle and, down. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, want to make yeah, sure yeah, that yeah. there's settle no more hate down. crimes going Listen, on. Listen, I just, that's my race tech round of the night. Just, just if, you're, if you're a big man guy, just say, man, drop the big. What's up, guy? What's up, guy? <laughs> Coming through, guy. <laughs> Behind you, guy. <laughs> You know, buddy, pal, pal, buddy, yeah, yeah. pal, it's pal, chief. A good one, yeah, chief. Ooh. I only use chief when I'm really angry. No, I use chief. I use chief. If if I'm using chief, I'm being the most sarcastic possible. Okay. How do we, how do we feel about <coughs> big dog? No, same thing. Yeah, big dog, big same dog, thing. Big dog, no, no. Okay. big dog, same thing. Little dog, big yeah. dog. Like big dog in the yard, I feel like is not necessarily a size thing. That's more of a status thing. No. Okay. Okay. No. Absolutely not. I want to point out we are three and a half hours into the show, and Lewis has two notes. One of them says no laughter, mm-hmm. and the other one says beat Jay. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? I know. Okay. Um, okay. My rant? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Oh, boy. And Race tech rant. I have tried my best to be lane assist Lou, literal Lou, mm-hmm. this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but allow me to turn lane assist off for a second oh, okay. and start my rant by saying fuck me oh the way that people take things literally is unbelievable i honestly don't understand how these people go through life taking every single thing that's said literally how is that possible how can you exist when you take every single word that comes your way literally i don't understand i'd love to get these people put them in a box like a rat like if you if you say like ah fuck me and the guy starts taking his pants off like okay i mean i'm not really into it but on, on the first episode of lvk uh-huh i said some sort of i made some sort of reference to me making the saying life is like a box of chocolates i had two people Message me to point out that I did not make that saying <laughs> and it was disrespectful and cocky of me to think that I did. <laughs> Fuck me sideways. How the hell? I mean, are you people... don't even know movies. So, well, yeah, well, I know that movie. Actually, no, but there's actually a chance that you 
really did make that up because you would have never seen that movie. Well, in that case, that's a different (laughs) kettle of fish. But it's so obvious when someone's being tongue-in-cheek or sarcastic, I think. I I agree. Sometimes you can't read the situation. That's even funnier. I I love a joke, but I don't really know if it's serious. Like, trying to read the other person. But I just cannot believe how hard it is for some people and I feel sorry for them because obviously it's some sort of disability and they should receive the care required Mm -hmm. so pity is there I pity them massively but also question how the fuck they get through life Uh, I don't know my twitter feed is full of sarcasm that people take seriously all the time yep and And it's like oh boy I always I my first um First of all, British humour is very unique. I feel like British and Dutch have this similar humour, and that's it. Maybe Australian a little Mm -hmm. bit, but I don't... Never been there. Definitely British and Dutch. Uh, A lot of people have said that. So British humour is unique, so I I get that. Um, But my first, like, eye-opening experience to this was last year when I said to someone that I was going to throw myself off a semi, and they asked me what was wrong. And I was like, no, no, I'm not going to... I'm not getting on the ladder. It was kind of just a, like, you know, uh, expression of... um, speech yeah um yeah so it's just unbelievable okay and i just hope that the world could imagine how well the world will operate if everyone understands sarcasm we'd have flying cars we'd have aliens popping by for a visit mm-hmm. we'd have everything we could yeah. possibly wish fair enough sad is all <laughs> i can say um race tech right sad really saddens me to the core but uh i'm trying to be literal lou no more sarcasm yeah okay um moving on uh, lane assist is back on so we're middle of the road okay and we'll stay there for the remainder of the show all right roto uh any any race tech rants well see unfortunately lewis took mine in thankfully because he got to say more than i did about it but yeah same thing yeah yeah you know fuck me for having, sideways? for having a sense yeah sideways for having a mm-hmm. sense of humor and any any amount of sarcasm is not allowed in the Kill world him? so uh, i'm chilling okay no, nothing to be anything, about. anything happening in the video game world <clears throat> no so LVK Pod, big controversy episode one. Oh boy! You charged your brother coming I, over from England. He refused to pay though. I right? attempted to charge yeah. and did not receive funds, which and means I'm the victim. He. This has caused a problem in the family. This was a long-standing debate. Okay. Uh, for a month or two in the lead-up. Um, I didn't receive money, and therefore I'm the victim. And it was an insane take, and I think every. Oh, he like, never paid you. No, he said because he felt like public was on his side. He felt he felt as though he had the support of the industry. He was very happy. Mm-hmm. His tweet replying to Steve had like twenty thousand views, and that was made his life. I'm glad we have a win today. Um, yep. <clears throat> so there's no need to pass a hat around for me. I'll be okay. Yeah. Just so, and then we had another instance. So coming off of that, LVK one, where you charged your brother mm-hmm. who's trying to stay on a vacation at, with your place. And I'd just so, like to clarify. He was going to Rodeo Drive and spending like 200 bucks on a t-shirt. That's fine. He's on vacation. So he, yeah, could, af- he could afford it, is my point. Okay. The next thing is Mr. Size shows up at your house. Oh, no. <laughs> to stay with you. And I don't... There's some, some miscommunication. He... Are you guys going to address this on LVK? Or no? No, I don't think no. so. Oh, okay. Is, is he going to get mad? I don't know. This is fucked, though. There, he shows wait, up at your house to stay. What's, who's fucked? You. Oh. Yeah. oh. He oh. shows up at your house to stay before San Diego, and you say, I have nothing for you, couch, mm-hmm. uh, pillow, blanket, so go away. <laughs> and, and, and he had to leave. No. But, like, the, the proper thing to do is like, hey, man, I don't have a spare bed. I don't have spare covers, but you're welcome to scratch on this couch and... and there, Go ahead. There was a miscommunication, which resulted in him showing up 
at my place at 9am with a bag of clothes. Yeah. Colour like me shocked. Hobo, like a hobo. <laughs> Colour me shocked when that happened, first of all. Um, and I thought he was joking, because obviously the miscommunication, I wasn't on the same page. So as the night draw in, mm-hmm. um, it became more of a reality, <laughs> like a horror movie. <laughs> um, and then it became apparent that we, the page he was on was that he was staying. Yeah. And I said, I don't have the stuff for you. And... Looking but to maintain my five-star TripAdvisor review, <laughs> I can't put him on the floor with nothing. You can put him on a couch? With what? I, I mean, I, I mean, I've slept on plenty of couches and just a hoodie. I just felt... Okay, see, uh, like, I mean, I'm, I'm more of a um, fine dining version of hotel. Okay. <laughs> fine life. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't know. What was uh, his alternative in this situation? He had a bed at Michael Lindsay's house five minutes away. So in my mind, I was like, friend... Surely, I'd, I would rather see you in this bed comfortable than on my floor with nothing around you. That was kind of my thinking. Fine, but you still say you can stay here. Yes, and maybe that was a mistake on my part. <laughs> but You just say, hey man, I wouldn't stay here if I were you. I got nothing, but you're welcome to crash, friend. And I look back, I look back, and it makes me sad to think of him trudging away from my place <laughs> with his bag of clothes and a sad face. And it makes me feel bad. It makes me feel dead inside. And it makes me question my behavior. And I'll be addressing that okay. in the not-too-distant future. Upcoming life? Yeah. Okay. In, in, my, in my next um, Kellen, status meeting. Kellen, keep track of his improvements uh, yeah, in his yeah. life. Yeah. Um, I've also, I'm, I'm working on a long-term project at the moment as well, which will track that over the next year. But, um, okay. Yeah, it was just a big miscommunication. I'll just grab my pen back. <laughs> it was a massive miscommunication. Yeah. Neither of us were on the same page. I genuinely felt as though he was joking. It's very humorous when he turned up with a bag of I clothes mean, and then left with a bag of clothes. You just gotta be like, hey man, I'm sorry. I don't have anything for you, but you can sleep on that couch. I mean... And then that's the whole thing. And then he decides. And then Dark decides what he has to do. Okay, and I should have maybe left right. that up to him. Okay. And I, I, look, I have to look myself in the mirror now. Uh, also, on, a, on, a, on the topic of dark, everybody tone in, turn in, tune into the Pony Pod this week. He will discuss his third date on the Pony Pod. Did he tell you he won't be doing it on here? Uh, no, he told me that I was to not give all the details. Oh. So he's trying to still listen. He's trying to get some listeners. I just hope he's not called in. It's the lines are silent. Yeah. Eerie. Yeah. And I hope that it's not because... I think you have some work to do. Our bridge has burned. I think you have some work to do. <laughs> it's almost like... friend, Mr. Sad. My friendship with Jamie has reached the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just... You, I, okay, between I, your brother and this... It's like, not a good it's, look. It's starting I, to... Yeah. I hold my hands up. Kellen, right? Like, it's not... No. It's not great. <laughs> no, it's, it's not, not great. good. If it's I, not a good introduction <laughs> to living as an American human out here. If so. I'm in a court of law, I fully admit that the evidence is stacking up against me and my brief is sweating. Who's the guy that said, give me your weak, give me your poor, the American guy? You know, when people came over to Ellis Island? Martin Luther King? No. Forrest Gump? <laughs> no. But... There was some American at Ellis Island welcoming all the people from Europe, saying, "Give me, give us your wheat, give us your poor, you know, all of this stuff." Not Lewis. That would not nope, be Lewis. Nope. Who's to be like, get the fuck back home? <laughs> welcome to the shores. Get the fuck back home, everybody. You're not welcome here. So, yeah. Does it disgust you that Kellen housed me for free, and no. that his wife cooked me so many delicious home cooked meals? She no, because fresh bread. Because fresh bread. Fresh mm-hmm. bread. Mm-hmm. Fresh English muffins. Okay, that's Kellen's a video game guy, so he he lives oh, differently. Okay, okay, he lives in this alternative. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> because you live in a um, 
a fictional universe with your sim and like that's how you live um <laughs> he even has um, dog do you have dogs here you need to get dogs he's got an apartment do people want to i have an apartment oh. people want dogs when they stay at your house <laughs> this is what worries me. And people I, is me. I want dogs, okay? This is what worries me. If I had housed Mr. Side, he would have then got... What worried me is he would turn up at the race and go, I had to sleep on Lewis's floor with nothing, and then I would look bad. So I was trying to you protect... You look worse I was with this. I was trying to protect myself, but inadvertently punched myself in the nuts well, look, whilst doing that. Look, for, you can make it up because little man here can, can sleep in a, in a small dresser drawer. Yeah. In a, yeah, just in, in a dresser in drawer. In a shoebox. Yeah, there you go, little man. <laughs> Um, no, little man. And no, back to what you said about Kellen not charging you. Maybe this is worse, but I would only charge my brother because I know his situation and I'm comfortable enough with him. Where I'm like, you can, you're good, you'll help me. But I, I, apparently not. I'm the victim. And by his situation, do you mean he makes more money than you? No, I just know that he's fine for money. Okay. And I know that it, it's, un it's inexcusable. I'm Team Kellen on yeah. that. On what side, the rent or the Jamie? Uh, both things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, both things. Um, if you're listening, Jamie, if you're out there. I'm sorry, and please come home. I don't think they get a blowjob before the main event. <laughs> You're going to get home at 3 a.m. after you drive home, and he's well, going to be on your doorstep sleeping I'm, with his I'm, sack yeah. in yeah. the rain. Yeah. I'm worried that he's now going to try and take liberties, and like I'll it, get it, home and he'll it, be in the bath. You, you have some work to do with Mr. Side. He's been there for you. I'd like you, to think that I've been there for him. Well, not, not really. <laughs> Literally, As you not. Shove him out the yeah, door. Yeah. I've See been, you there, later, been loser. there for you all along. Yeah. Don't let the car hit you on the parking lot, loser. I I drove him to press day. If that helps. <laughs> no, wow. that doesn't help. It doesn't help. Um, all right, everybody. Let's move on. X brand goggle tear offs. Let's do this. It's the X brand tear off segment. 15 second rapid fire Q and A. Rapid fire. Okay, so how do we do this, Mark? What are we doing? Like, Roto Moser, all Roto, all Moser. What, what's what's the what do you think? What's the best way? I think you do all of one, and then do all of the other. Okay. I don't know which one we do first. We'll, we'll, we'll do. Uh, we'll do. Wait. We'll do should Roto. we just say? Should we just do them and not say who's or who's, and then have oh, people vote? like a blind taste test? Have people vote first or second? I like that. Uh, well, then Roto has to read them both, because then we don't know which ones are his and which ones are Moser. Or Roto gives his phone to Marks. I already sent him to Marks. I'll, I'll just read oh. them all. Oh, yeah, oh he's got them. Yeah, just oh, so we have okay. them, in case I had to leave. Uh, all right, well, we can do that then. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. X-Brown goggle tear-offs, choice of champions everywhere. The Lucid goggle right here, sitting here. Looks a lot like that Alpine Star goggle and a lot like that Factory Rod goggle, doesn't it? <laughs> How long are you going to say that before somebody says something new? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Pulp Show 24 is the code to save with X-Brand. Great goggles, great company. That Lucid goggle is amazing. And, uh, man, uh, Mr. Side also endorses X, well, and I do a too. A great so. gentleman who deserves better. Yes, he does. These questions are submitted by a Roto and a Moser. Do you guys know either one of them? Mm. No. One stirs up shit on Twitter. Yeah. I oh, think. boy. Yep. And then the uh, 30 seconds on the clock to answer them. All right, Marks, let's do this. So these are this first set is just one. This yep. first set is one person, and the other set will be the All other, right. and I'll tell you when we're switched. Okay. All right, Steve, we'll start with you. As a former factory mechanic, <laughs> great. Which <laughs> which one of your riders was the best in the mud? Uh, Nick Way, I mean Michigan guy, right? Yeah. Kellen, when Steve misses a race in his absence, who holds court in the press box? I, 
don't know. I've been to a race. Well, I don't know. I've been to a race that you haven't been. There's no court holding. Honestly, nobody, because I don't think it happens. Lewis, with your extensive background in traveling through Europe, can you please explain the half shower door design? <laughs> I, I can't explain it other than it's a massive pain in the ass, and Just I do water agree. everywhere, dude. Yep. Water everywhere. Um, your business idea would go far. Yep. SSD. Steve shower doors. Oh, I thought you said STD. No. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, with Moser on the chopping block, who would be the next Pulpamex employee that could get clippy clippy? Mmm, that's a great question. Yeah. Please be me. I got my eye on tits lately. Just not seeing the same enthusiasm. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Kellen, is beef between riders good or bad for the sport? Uh, I think good because I think it can <clears throat> add an extra dimension to the race uh, that makes it more enjoyable for the users to get behind, especially. Like, I feel like my wife gets excited when there's actual drama and it's not just like, hey, it's another race. So. Uh, no chance that Feld promotes all that stuff. No chance <laughs> of that, right? Nah. That's not the Feld I know. No, no, exactly. Can we talk about Kellen's beverages on the on his desk in front of him? He has a canteen, a Twisted Tea, a Starbucks, a Bud Light, and a water bottle. This, is, this isn't mine. Oh, oh that's mine. Oh, yeah, okay. No. All right, okay. Not so bad. And I just want beer, and you just, that's what you happen to have, so. Yeah, I'm not, I'm just, you have a lot to choose from there. Uh, I apologize that I like no, beverages. No, don't apologize. It's fine. Lewis, AP is considered the most universally liked rider in the paddock, but who would come in second place? Oh. I don't know. Um. Good I've, question. I mean, I think Dean? Yeah, that's a good one. Mookie? Yeah, people like Mookie. Good dude. Yeah. I feel like there's not... AC? AC. Mookie was the... Uh, I don't AC, think so. AC's really? got some people that are... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mookie yeah. was the pulp favorite rider. He won the bracket. Oh, he won the, he he won the, won the bracket. bracket so. yeah. I think... But this is among other riders, I think the yeah. question was. Well, we know Dean and Vince don't get along, so... Yeah. Yeah. Steven, mm -hmm. what is included in the, in the Pulpamex severance package after 14 years of coming hard every Monday with hard-hitting questions? <laughs> he did come hard. I mean, he really did. I don't know whose questions yeah, these are. I don't know either. It's odd. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to HR. His name is Augie, and we'll figure out a, a package that suits everybody. I better get that he comes hard as a clip. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Noted. Kellen, more surprising, JT owning a street bike and not telling anyone, or that Steve did media work for Feld? Uh, I think the Steve media work for Feld, probably. And also didn't surprising. tell anyone. And the way that he blatantly lied about it, Told telling everybody. everyone. Told everybody. Everybody yeah. knew, and it's not that big of a deal, and there was nothing, and I was the best media guy ever. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, that's it. Humble, too. Lewis. Charging your brother rent while he's here on vacation has been heavily debated. Percentage pie of those that support this practice and those that think you are a cheap asshole. You, know, it's just, you are cheap asshole. Um, <laughs> I think we're, prob asshole. we're probably at 90-10. Which one? Uh, 90 in favor of asshole. Yes, I, I would say. Yes, sad. Sad. Victim. <laughs> 
Okay, that is it for that one. All right. Okay, X brand goggle tariffs. That's that's that one. Let's let's do this. Yeah, that's number one. Uh, Steve. Yep. Thrasher is now third in two fifty main wins among current riders behind Forkner and J Mart. Which of these three is the first to win a title? Uh, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of Anstey hype we talked about too, but there's also low key Forkner hype, and I'm, I'm in the same boat as I am with RJ. Like, you got to show me this, man. It's been a long time. He won one two years ago, and that was his first one in three, I think. Yeah, so I'm going to go – I'll go Thrasher. He's the youngest, and he's the most up-and-coming. So, I've seen Forkner ride at the test track a few times now, and he's hauling Flying at the test track? Yeah. Okay. Lewis, did you ever think you would see Caroli donning a monster claw, and how do you think you will cope with this change? I actually am surprised. I haven't seen a single person mention that today. The Ducati thing mm-hmm. obviously came out this morning. Yep. Not one person has mentioned how shocking that is. But I feel like that's a massive move. Almost bigger than KTM to Ducati. I, not, I see a lot of guys switch energy drinks. Okay. So, yeah, I don't but corody has been Red Bull sure. forever. Sure, That'd be like but... Kenny going to Monster yeah. at this point. Yeah, no different. Yeah. And Kenny going to Monster would be quite a shock. Okay. Whoever's got the check, they, yeah. they put the hat on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whoever's got the check, oh yeah, put this hat on. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Kellen, Steve and Lewis are in a burning building, and you can only save one. Do you think Steve would suck it up and eat Jack in the Box with you after you save his life? <laughs> um, no, he wouldn't. No. So, I got, I got another Jack in the Box story to tell. <laughs> La- this was a fucking true story, as God is my witness. Two years ago, I told you this story. Okay. Lismore and I were... No, just me. Lismore wasn't with me. Driving back from Anaheim, starving. I pull off on this exit off the 210 that I know has a bunch of restaurants. Turn right, Del Taco, massive line. Left, look on the left side, McDonald's, massive line. Uh, turn around, make a UE, go back underneath the freeway. Uh, Del Taco, uh, not Del Taco, um, uh, another one, um, Burger King or something. Massive line. Across the street from that, Jack in the Box. No line. Nobody wanted it. I pulled in and had it. I don't want to wait. I had to go home. So I'm not waiting on a massive line. I had Jack. I will eat Jack. But again, it was like literally the fourth option of emptiness. What fed you that so, night? So I had Jack. What kind of box. nourishment did you so, have? So smash cut to Anaheim 1, Lissamore and I now driving back. And we're like, we pull off and we're, there's one Jack there and nobody's in it. And we're like, fuck our lives. We got to have Jack. So I had the two tacos. And they were delicious. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But this goes to, sh- like, there's never anybody there because it sucks. No, it's so good. Okay. That is that is not how that works. <laughs> Steve. Yep. Is this still RJ's title to lose, or is Jordan now in control? No, Jordan's in control. RJ's, what, 13 back? Is something like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, it's, it's Jordan. He's experienced. He's, you know, RJ did what RJ did, man. And, like, you're two turns away from third. Calm down. He overjumps that double, weeds it. Like, this is the stuff that we all talked about. And I like RJ. Lewis, you have a reputation for taking a long time with your interviews. Mm-hmm. Are your topics so riveting the writers give incredibly detailed answers? Or are your questions just long and convoluted? Uh,. <laughs> Hmm. That's definitely Moser. That's Moser. I mean, if anybody knows convoluted, <laughs> it's Moser. Um, first of all, I don't have this this reputation. I don't think. No, you do. Who who with? 
What do you mean? With long interviews? Yeah, yeah you do long interviews. No, I don't. But it comes from... Yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> what? It comes from... Did you listen to the review show? Yeah, that was... Obviously, I wasn't talking to Prado for 90 minutes, Kellen. <laughs> you are the person who I was talking about taking everything literally. Um... Uh, it comes from MXGP when I was the only guy doing interviews and so I just had all the time in the world like I was doing in MXGP I was doing post-race podcasts with like the top 10 15 minutes each just no problem okay. so yeah. Kellen if you had the task of getting someone into Supercross as a fan what what race would you show them first oh like an old race like here Supercross is that what it means? Or like, uh, which race, which round is cooler, like, out of this year? Like, recent? Well, I don't know. I, um, I need to know the context. I just. I, I just guess of all time? God damn it, Marks. Sorry. <laughs> of all time. I mean, Atlanta 90. Yeah, Atlanta 90, but I feel like it's not relevant to current, so I'd want to go, like, a little more recent so they could Any see. Any race at Timmy Podium. San Diego 2005. <laughs> That's a good one. The best did, race did ever. Did you hear our yep. principles? I yep. would did almost... I, would, I, I jumped on that podcast quicker than ever. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would almost maybe lean towards uh, Chad winning 2014 Anaheim because of the crowd reaction alone. Like, yeah, how, yeah, how hyped yeah. that race was, was, like... You'd get chills probably watching it again, kind of thing. I remember that was early Twitter, and I just said, "Fucking Chad Reed, fucking does it again," and it got blocked for for, <laughs> for, for swearing or something. Like it got monitored, or I don't know, something popped up on the screen. You know, I remember like, "Oh, Twitter, fuck, sorry, Twitter." Sad. Yeah. E Elon would never. Yeah. <laughs> Steve. Yep. Did you get enough to eat at the race from Honda or whoever, or were you really craving a snack in the box during the night show? Yeah, I was craving a snack in the box, and there was no snacks to be had. Uh, I screwed up. I I went to the pits early. My colleagues were scared of getting wet. They stayed back. Give me a I break. I went down there right away. Uh, HEP, Club, Honda, no food. Uh, I was deep in discussions with March Banks, deep, deep, deep undercover in the pits with different teams and getting the scoops that you people need to hear and that I'm going to deliver to you. And that's why, you know, Papa Mech Show is the number one uh, show on every Monday night. And these guys were scared of getting wet. But in the, in the space of doing this for you people, the big guy here was hungry. And I missed out. But luckily there was food in the press box. Or so I thought. <laughs> <laughs> there was not. The narrator said. <laughs> Lewis, given what you've seen in three rounds, does Prado legitimately contend for a 450 Supercross title in the future? In the future, yeah, 2026 earliest, probably 2027, 28. But I think he'll get there. He's good enough. World-class talent. Nine seconds, good job. <laughs> All right, last one. Oh, uh, boy. Kellen, as a former professional gamer... <laughs> That's it? What was the first uh, motocross video game that you played, and what is the most underrated moto game of all time? The first game I ever played was Jeremy McGrath Supercross 98. Underrated of all time. I don't remember that one. I don't... I, what series... What's... What's... Um, what place that... What's, it was 64 in PS1. <coughs> 64 in PS1. Okay. And That's, thank you. For, you know what I meant. Yeah. Um, what console? There you go. <coughs> underrated? Uh, I would probably say, like... MX vs. ATV Untamed probably doesn't get enough love. Wrong. 
because it was between Unleashed, which is God tier, and it was between Reflex, which is God tier, and it just kind of falls in like this weird middle zone. But it was a good game. I think it was a really good game. So probably that one. You said wrong. What was your answer? Supercross Circuit that's, that's, is that's, underrated. That's, that's oh, uh, in my world, no. That's like God tier number one game of all time. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like nobody talks about Supercross oh, Circuit. I posted a, a reel of it, and it was just like comment after comment of like, this is my... I love... Blah, 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 blah. Okay. MTX yeah, so. Moto Tracks. That, that was yeah, one. but that's also a God tier game. Like I feel like that's underrated. But the whole contract system, very good. Yeah, very good. Very good. Very good. Okay. That is all. X-Brand Goggle Tariffs. <laughs> session one, session two. Should we let the public decide? We'll, we'll put a poll up on the, on the account tomorrow. <laughs> we'll put a poll up. Yep, do that. Do you have any do initial you, thoughts of the, of the two? Do we guess? Or no? No, I you think just, we know who's what who's, You Kevin. just say one or two. Yeah, I think okay. we know. Well, I was getting... All right, all right. Do you, though? Mm. Honestly, if it's the other way around to what we're thinking, I would be. It would probably be the most shocking uh, yeah. news of my life. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, thanks to the folks at X Brand Goggles, EKSBrand.com. Thank you to those guys for coming on. Uh, vote. Uh, Talent, you can put up a poll. Oh, we retweet it. Put up a poll. No oh boy. <laughs> I'll put up. I'll put up a poll. Okay. No area code on that poll, by yeah. the way. Um, <laughs> got some phone calls. We're gonna get to in a second. Retro weekend. Who did it best? Who did it worst? Any thoughts on this? There's a lot this of good ones. This could have been your race tech rant, actually. A rant? Well, because why? Because there was guys that didn't do it. No. Christian Craig could have been your rant. Oh. You are a San Diego resident. I, and I, yeah. and I back you on this. Yeah. Maybe Craig doesn't need any more piling on right now. But yeah. Fox... But, okay, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I don't know if this is necessarily like a... Uh, 100% Craig decision versus Fox decision. So no, I don't know it, who's it would be a Fox to. decision. I would. Be, yeah, I would be pretty sure. But Christian Craig wore Chargers gear at. They're not. It's not the San Diego Chargers anymore. And as a San Diego resident at the time when the Chargers left, we're burned by it. A lot of us are yeah. like as San Diego yeah. residents. The Spanos family owned the Chargers are not popular. No, no, not at all. So if you're trying to win the crowd over yes. a little bit, not going to no. do it. In that stadium. Sorry, not sorry. Like, I grew up a Chargers fan, and I know Christian probably did too, so that's probably why I wanted to do it. Not, they're, they're not San yeah. Diego Chargers No, anymore, nobody so. was stoked on that, I bet you there. Nobody was. Everybody was like, ah, uh, yeah, Chargers <clears throat> suck. Yeah. Go to L.A. Beat it. Pretty much. Right. Give, so, me, give me Talon Hawkins specifically does, for oh, AOKTM because yeah. the gear for was the, good. And the bike. The and bike everything. was good. And then Talon, of all the people, the kid, the youngest, probably the youngest guy out there, was like Jinko Jeans, DC Court Graphics. Uh, Anchorman T-shirt, the the stupid hat, the sunglasses. He had a cigarette in his ear, like he went. Full. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see any off the bike photos of him. Yeah, so. yeah. He uh, went full committed to the bit. I think MCR maybe yeah. had the best look. Ninety yeah. uh, solitaire guys did good. The Bradshaw helmet was yeah sick. Uh, solitaire guys are like ninety five Honda, mm-hmm. right? MCR get my vote. One eight hundred MCR get yeah. my vote. And then I can't believe that Cowie didn't do anything. I just can't. And Mitch Payton was the same way. I talked to Mitch about it. Mitch is like, yeah, I don't know, man. I I, w- I wanted to do it. And Mitch, think about the looks that Mitch could have yeah. gone back and looked. Oh, they man. sell a retro bike. Yeah. yeah, they literally do, yeah. Yeah, and Fox at AC could have done a great job. They did, they did nothing. That was really weird. And KTM did nothing. Have uh, we ever gotten to the bottom why KTM Group like never leans into this? Like Never does like really good donations, graphics, anything like that. They just are like, I we're th- sticking to our thing did forever. They not, did they not do white KTMs a few years back for AP? I think they did. I feel like they did. I feel like what they round like, was that? I don't know. I don't I remember. Might have been that. outdoor or something weird. I don't remember. I think they did white white bikes for those for their guys. 
I just know like Red yeah. Bud when everyone like puts yeah. an American flag on, they're like, here's the stars and stripes yeah, on the bottom of the really shroud. Small, and, right, like, is, right. is it something we can blame on the energy drinks? And I know that Star Racing did it, but those that livery was from last year. They yeah. just reused. But the four team, well, five teams that did it are all the big Red Bull KTM, Monster Cowie, you know, uh, Red Bull Gas Gas, Rockstar Husky. They were the ones that did nothing. And I don't know if it was like... Mm. an issue of it took too long to like they wanted to clear it the the energy yeah. i know they're real yeah. particular about their branding right. being yep just right maybe so maybe um and i thought i thought Varese's gear looked really good mm. the yeah. old answer stuff oh, right yeah. that was uh that looked really good i like that that was my kudowski stuff but i think honda did it the good best in 450s and mcr or solitaire i don't know why but i don't appreciate the yamaha retro stuff as much and i don't know if it's because I feel like the Yamaha teams always lean into it, so I feel like I've seen That's it fair. a lot. Yeah. Like, whereas Honda feels a bit more rare, so I appreciate it more. That's fair. I mean, coming from a man who has the retro bike in his garage, uh, <laughs> those, those, those words hurt me. What about the like privateers that did? I know Moran's went all out, yeah. and I saw a couple of the guys, like even like Austin Kozad had like a yeah. 90s KX yeah. kind of thing. Were there any other privateers you saw that really went hard? Uh, I saw Kozad's bike. Uh, Harmon did the yellow the yellow yamaha yeah which looked pretty good yeah uh i thought the chevy trucks uh, oh there mad you go mad parts guys <laughs> yeah did a good job number 22 yeah yeah number 22 <laughs> um did you watch the full broadcast yeah did you see the segment where they asked the riders yes, about their favorite riders and did you see the tim ferry oh yeah yep. okay yeah meshy Yep, there oh, you really? I couldn't remember yeah, who yeah, said yeah. it yeah <laughs> love that guy and did you also notice when they did a montage of like um I can't remember what it was for. It was a montage of MC crossing the finish, Ricky crossing the finish, like celebrating the winners. They had a random CD clip. No. It was just Seeley crossing the finish in Houston, <laughs> and it was really out of place. No, I didn't notice. Uh, but no, it's cool to see the retro thing, for sure. Uh, we got some questions on the phone. Matt, what's up, man? Hey, uh, oh, man, I would have loved to see you know, the red and white Yamahas with the red um, plate in the background. That would have been sick. Yeah. Uh, hey, who had a... Did, uh, oh, um, um, who had uh, oh Jerry's bike looked good. Jerry, Man, yeah, the, the best Aston part of Jerry's bike though was the monocross on the swing arm, the yeah. old school Yamaha monocross. Did that you see really his awesome. with the yellow number plates? No, he did it for just the photo shoot oh, and okay. switched it back, but it yeah. looked really good. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, was Dogger there? I heard him announce his yeah, name. Yeah, Dogger was there. But then he, he didn't show. Yeah, he was there. They never showed him. Yeah, I saw him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Hey, so did Star have Dirtworks building him a Detroit track? Not that I know of. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, they've got, they've got okay. an A1 track and a Detroit track. Okay, so but All right. that that's that's an overplayed in my opinion. That the, the dirts are different. The the yeah. the yeah. angle of the jumps are different. The way they form are different. I've always thought that that was just so overrated. You know. Yeah, I, I figured they did when they did the A1, but yeah, I just want to okay. ask you about that. Interesting. Thank All you. right, thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear that. So they have. I know they have two tracks. So one of yeah. them is Detroit. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, all right, uh, expert goggle Terrace, We did that. Did the race tech rant? Um, Ducati yes. saw the bike. It's trick. It looks cool. Cool. Right? It's really cool. <clears throat> yeah. It's I haven't got neat. that like excited seeing a new bike in a long time. Yeah. I mean, it didn't. I had Aprilia vibes about it yeah. when I heard about it, and I don't have those now. It looks quote unquote normal. Yeah. The front fender's a little funky. Motard. Like yeah. it had just a, the angle's just a little not yeah. motocross, but it doesn't look bad. So what's the deal with the valve train? I didn't really dig into it. What well, is that the Demas, yeah. Demas traffic right. system? What, what is that? Something from MotoGP. 
Okay. That's way above my oh, pay grade. Yeah. <laughs> I need to read more about it. I don't I don't know I don't follow street bike racing, obviously, but yeah, this is some sort of new valve train, right? Something yeah. that Ducati do in MotoGP and okay. somehow it's transferable to Moto, but I don't know how or how successfully. Is it like VTEC? Is it like timing things? I'm out. Okay. All, I'm out. Is, all I know is it's mechanical and it doesn't use springs. It doesn't use like valve springs. That's kind of all I know okay. about it. It's pneumatic then. Okay. I would guess. Because I know that like Honda car engines, VTEC, they have a, it's oil based and it'll actually switch the camshaft. It can move it. Mm -hmm. Like with, when it hits a certain RPM, it does that. And that way you could have, you know, normally you could either have low horsepower or high and that switching the cam profile in the middle. I don't know if it would be something like that, but yeah. I'm surprised we don't have that in any dirt bikes yet. Interesting. Yeah. They look good. Um, they're coming to America 26? Yeah. Allegedly, yeah. yeah. Allegedly. But does, does that kind of spoil the Roxon rumor? I don't think so. Yeah. 26 is a long way away. It's only one extra year. How old's Kenny? 28? 28? No, he's 29. 30, he's 30. Yeah, he'll be 30, 30? this year. Okay, maybe that's okay then. Yeah. Yeah. Right at the end, he'll grab some money and do some development, race around the world. Do they build their own team or do they... They're talking to teams over existing. here. They've met, they've met with almost everybody over here. Really? Yeah. They've met with almost everybody to try to get a program going. I know a couple of teams are telling people that they think they have it, to, uh, which they don't. I don't think it's official. <laughs> which they don't. And I think there's only one that's getting it, right? But right. But a couple teams are telling people, like, we think we got it. Do you think out of Beta, Triumph, Ducati, which bike in three, four years is the best machine do you think it's a good question i don't know i mean i feel like the and, and this could this is an uneducated opinion like most of mine uh i feel like ducati and triumph ducati's got more money sells more bikes but triumph looks more like a racing company does that make sense more into sure. moto like moto yeah. racing i i don't know is it a question of which which company is putting more money into it in terms of research and development well how would we know that but yes but that like be, that's yeah i think that's kind yeah. of the answer sure Oh, you're saying, that, yeah, tell me that and we'll tell you the answer, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, if, as you say, Triumph looks like they have kind of more of it all put together. They, that, to me, seems like the clear answer in terms of who's doing the most yeah. research and development for it, but... Well, especially when Triumph, or when Ducati comes in, they're going to the they're going to have a three years head start, two years head start <clears> on them, right? True. So. Does this feel a little fast with Ducati? Like, I know that they had already said, like, we're going to do 2024 Italian Championship and all this stuff like that, but... I feel like it was like rumored there's going to be a bike, and now there's just a bike. Like it's just it no, felt. No, like just had it for a while. Yeah, I've yeah. heard. I heard they were riding it two years ago, or riding well, the like, base engine or whatever. Yes, I know that, but I'm saying like I feel like with Beta and Triumph both, it was this long like, well, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, yeah. and Ducati just here it is. No, Beta just kind of jumped into it, MXGP wise. I, I love guess, that dichotomy yeah. of the Triumph. We didn't even see it until like two months before races in Ducati. We got two years, and they've already got them. They've <laughs> yeah. already got people over there walking around them, looking at them, yeah. photographing them up close. Yeah, yeah. I think I wouldn't even be surprised if Ducati have done more uh, research and like due diligence than Triumph. But you just think the Triumph took a longer time because of their marketing plan. It's true. Whereas it's Ducati big. kind of. Like the second when Ducati first announced that they were doing Moto, they already had the finished product. So sure. let me ask you this, Lewis, and maybe you don't know, but like Triumph, we've known kind of the guys who've been testing it for a while now, like Dasal, obviously Ricky a little bit, um, but Lupino and Cairoli are kind of feels recent signings a little bit. So did do you know anybody yeah. who was riding it before? Um, top five Italian Championship rider, I think it was Stefano Pizzuto. Oh, okay. Um, he's been rising it for like two years. Got it. Um, yeah, I think I'm. Re I don't see 
I am very, very, very excited for every single aspect of Ducati coming into the sport. I think they will think differently. I think they will present themselves differently. I think they will drag the other manufacturers along because they will do some things that maybe we have been lagging on mm -hmm. because it's not the norm for us, like promotion and blah, blah, blah. Um, like I saw a MotoGP man on Twitter today say that Ducati's press launch like raised the bar for MotoGP press launches. So think of what it's done for the motocross press launches. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so for our sport to be involved in stuff like that can only be a good thing, I think. Mm -hmm. And like, I saw Ducati's main men, Paolo Ciabatto, Ciabatti, Pinocchio, I, oh, no, <laughs> no. Um, him, the man uh, from Ducati, I saw him getting a tour of Anaheim 1 with Mike Mui. Mm -hmm. And just seeing that, I was like, they are in. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, Paolo Ciabatti, Ciabatto, Pinocchio, he also was i'm gonna butcher this he was the head man of moto gp mm -hmm. and he left moto gp for motocross so if he if he has left his very successful um, established position in moto gp to head up this program that tells me that they are serious. super serious yeah they're serious yeah. there's money they're yeah. ready right yeah oh, i think it'd be interesting i'm excited yeah yeah um beta triumph ducati bring it on mm -hmm. we're not gonna have enough spots on the gate hashtag yeah. who's next yeah, <laughs> yeah, really, right? Who would be next? Who like who would you think after these uh, manufacturers? Who would you put money on as being the next one? I, I wouldn't put. Yeah, I have no I idea. I can't even think yeah. of who's left. I can't, I can't, yeah, I mean, can't well, like BMW was thinking about producing a motocross bike or like a off-road bike at some point, right? So yeah. maybe yeah, they make a dual. They make a yeah, they did yeah, enduro right? for so, like two years, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like like Hero Motorsports, which is a I think an Indian motorcycle brand that does Dakar. And they they just finished second this year in Dakar, so mm -hmm. something like that maybe. Shout out to Ricky Brayback, by the way. Yeah, yeah. winning that winning stuff. again, yeah, that was awesome. awesome. Rick's awesome. He'll yeah. be on the Pony Pod this week. Oh, he is. Nice. Yes, hosted by my dear friend and okay. currently not homeless, <laughs> Jamie. Uh, a Cherby's Plastics bummer for Max Voland. Uh, pelvis hip injury, gonna be out a while. That sucks, man. Maximus was riding so good. That, that's. Yeah. Don't want to see that. But thanks to the Cherbies guys for coming on board the show. Uh, they've got the highest level of performance and protection in the industry. Bring your bike back to life with a full line of replacement replica, replica plastic kits, hand guards, discards, frame guards, and more. Add a Cherbies USA on social. And uh, thank you to those guys for coming on board. And factory chassis parts. These are engine mounts. They make a big difference on your motorcycle. Uh, I've tested these with a lot of, uh, of t companies in the 9 o'clock hour. Brought to you by... FCP, Factory Chassis Parts, established in 2018, home of the original high-performance FCP racing engine mount kit designed to improve traction, handling, cornering, and feel. Used by Phoenix Honda, Starling, F&H, MXGP Team, Rock River, and many more. CNC machine parts out of the highest quality aluminum and titanium, easy to install, and drastic improvements right away. Thank you to uh, FCP. Pulpamex-chassis is the code to save. Pulpamex-chassis, code to save. And if you haven't tried engine mounts on your motorcycle, give them a try because they do make a difference and the FCP guys know what they're doing. So thank you to those guys for coming on board. And again, uh, LCQ Challenge, pulpamex.com. Check that out if you can. Appreciate that. Uh, Triple Crown this weekend. God willing, the weather's going to be good. Uh, I like Triple Crowns. I'm, I'm all about them. I don't want <coughs> flooded with Triple Crowns. They could maybe add one more, Kellen, but I love triple crowns. No, it, I, yep. I'm. This is like I feel like the real kind of okay. Now we're in the season kind of round every year. We get to the triple crown, and then this chaos kind of ends the early season. I don't know what's going on. Once we get past this, then we get really racing. So, 
uh, for me, this is kind of like a fun little like, all right, let's see what's yeah. really going on. Do we have a fourth winner? Yes. If we do, it's Tomac, Roxon, Webb. Yeah. Most likely. That's a good group. That's not a bad guess. But then also <laughs> on the other on the other dock, you have Chase and Jet, which yep. is also a yep. group you don't really want to bet against. Yep. I wonder... Now, I think Jet's thumb is okay because he just went from way back to fourth in the main and a shitty, rut-up, choppy mud track. But it's interesting to see about his thumb. See if that's all right. But he will... He gets on the box this weekend, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It'd yeah. be hard not to. Right. I uh, feel like he's going to be back. And I think he has to. I think another yeah. week with no podium, and uh, especially if it's a dry race, which, by the way, it will be a lovely 26 degrees Celsius. So you will know what that means. Yeah, I do. I'm um, Canadian, so I'm... Oh, you use that in Canada? Oh, absolutely. Oh, who knew? Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. Kellen here. Um, it's supposed to be 26? Yeah. Oh, jeez, that's hot. Why are you coming at me? I asked Prado a question in Celsius this weekend. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like he has to podium just to kind of reestablish himself because every week that goes by that he doesn't do that, yeah. he loses some of his shine, not in our eyes, yeah. but in the eyes of his competitors. Maybe. They're looking at him as, oh, he is beatable. Oh, maybe this isn't as much of a, a threat or something to be scared of mm -hmm. as we originally thought. I said it last week. I thought Roxon was going to win, so I'm going to go Roxon for the Triple Crown. He's good at these. Yeah, good starter, right? too. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see Jet, because in one of the three, he's probably not going to get three hole shots, because he's gotten bad starts in the mud, but it's, yeah. you know, him not being May able to... one start was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, him not being able to get around uh, guys last weekend, is that because of the conditions, or is that, again, like, that awakening of Anderson doesn't just let you by, Barsha just doesn't let you by. Like, I want to see yeah. if he gets a 15th place start. In a 15-minute main, can he rock it up to the top three? I definitely think there's going to be guys that are like that would normally let a go. Sorry, normally let a top guy go that aren't going to let Jet go. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right, a little bit yeah. like ah, you're not that good, kid, or whatever. Like a little bit of that. So there's there's a lot of a little a little believe the hype kind of mentality yeah. in the yeah. in the field. And RJ's got to have three races that hold it together. Yeah, you know that's the question for RJ, right? Because he three has times. to win this round. Like he can't. I don't know if he has he to. He can't lose it's, points it's, to yeah, Smith it's, again. It's getting, it's getting there for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jordan's not exactly a rock solid guy either. True. So you know he's good. He's been great, but I could see Levi winning this championship with like one main event win, but super consistency. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe. But right now, I would just put it. I would uh, split it evenly. Yeah. Between Jordan, RJ, and Levi. Like I have no way. Like yeah. give them all even odds. Sure. Uh, what do you think about Marchbanks? I asked Phil this question. Obviously, Phil's going to side with with G. Is he a mud guy, or is this the thing? I can't see it happening super consistently, uh -huh. but I could see it happening on occasion in the dry. Right. But I don't think that he's now suddenly a uh, he's in the podium conversation every single week. Right. Helen. Yeah, I definitely need to see it in dry. Yeah. Like he yeah. he is a mud guy. He's had really really good races in the in the mud in the yeah. past. So I think that was kind of a given to have those results not a given but yeah, like yeah. we expected him to be better than anaheim one in the mud yep so i need to see it in the dry to really yeah. make a determination yeah be interesting to see it. I, oh. I will say though at a1 he said he changed a lot of things in his program and he seemed really really happy about it and not in the oh yeah everything's great like he legitimately seemed just a happier person so 
Hopefully Spe- it leads well. Speaking of March Madness program, Troll Training, trolltraining.com. Whether you're a, a veteran, experienced rider, whether you're a kid starting out, a woods guy, a vet trying to stay in shape, check out trolltraining.com. I mean, look, look at Grant Harlan. He was not troll training. Then he joined troll training last year, and he ended up with national number 23. Crushed it all year long. Trolltraining.com. Jason Anderson, troll training athlete. Uh, Dark Side, Mr. Side, mm-hmm. your friend. My friend. Troll training as well. He would have rocked that couch. He would have. Uh, please check out trolltraining.com and uh, it's personal hands-on experience from Alex Martin and John Westling. We're going to get Troll on, on the show here real shortly to talk about a little bit about it. So trolltraining.com. Uh, Kellen, we got a video game question for you. Oh, let's you, hear it. You ready? Yeah. Are you tired of being the video game guy? No, that's fine. Okay, uh, here we go. All right, Max, uh, go ahead and ask Kellen your question. Lewis and I will be greatly listening. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> Kellen, I'm, so, I'm just turning in. Sorry if you've talked about it, but... Uh, the same way that, like, uh, they they started making the Monster Supercross games, do you see, like, with this partner and, like, the SMX thing, do you think they're going to do a game like that where it's, you know, replica tracks from the season for Supercross and then they do the outdoor tracks as well and then even maybe the SMX tracks for that year? Is that is that anything that's been talked about or do you know anything? <clears throat> well, I would last year I would have said no, um, but I heard that the relationship between Feld and Milestone and trying to get the Supercross license renewed was a little dodgy this year. It sounds like there's going to be a new Supercross game this year anyway, uh, but it does seem that there could be a shift where uh, MX versus ATV has an opportunity to get in on Supercross some way, because that's the only way I see it happening. MX versus ATV and MX Sports slash Pro Motocross they have a great relationship. They do the Nationals every year. So I don't think that's going anywhere. But I could see them getting involved in Supercross if Milestone goes away. And then that unlocks it's, them having the whole and Milestone series. is going away or we don't know? Well, Milestone is not making an MXGP game anymore. Okay. That contract yeah. went away and they're not doing it. And I heard everything I'd heard was that the Supercross one wasn't renewed. Yeah. And then Feld Media Days roll around, and all the photographers are doing yeah. shooting. But for they haven't the talked game. about it at all. But yeah, there's, there's, been there's no no, no press, launch. Right. And, and like my reconnaissance with them has gone completely cold. No one's ta- contacting me from there. And I ran like their ESX program for the last couple mm-hmm. years. That didn't happen again this year. So I just thought it was all dried up and done. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe a new game's coming. All right. Yeah, and then I also don't know if you talked about it, but Roto, what the fuck is up with Truman on Twitter, man? That was that was. Uh... Dan, uh, Dan's a hard worker. It's the end of the night. Yeah, he probably was a little frustrated with everything, with the weather, and then he lashed out at Roto. Yeah, yeah, Dan and I texted, so we're good. We're all good? Yeah. Okay, good. good. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, All right, Lou's on one. Lou, what's up? You want to talk about Marx's camera work? Marx's camera work, yeah. So I've listened to a lot of these shows, 10-plus years. I've seen you take these these guys under your wing. Mm Mm-hmm. Bring them into what they they are today. Yeah, build them up. Yeah. And Mark's might Mark's might be the next guy. I mean, this camera work is phenomenal. This this could be something Peacock gets a hold of and and takes off for him. What do you think? Is this your cousin, Marks, or your brother? <laughs> or is this... Love this guy right here. I mean, on, on, call of the night, Lou. I will be completely honest here. I just looked at him as on his own laptop watching nights games or looking at the stock market. And maybe once in a while, reaching over and pushing a button. So you're saying he's doing more than that? I think he's doing more than that. I, I'm on Mark's side with okay. this. You know what? I I, ne- I never. I love you, Lou. Never go back and watch this show <laughs> on YouTube. You have no idea. <laughs> I I don't think I've watched more than. When did we go on YouTube? Three years ago? I don't yeah, know. Something. I don't think I've watched more than five minutes. 
You're, I'm not, like, you, you're missing out the graphics, the yeah. transitions, right. the, the camera yeah. transitions. I mean, but then Lou, it's a phenomenal. Production. Lou, how do you how do you say that about Travis? And that, that's awesome. That's really nice of you. And then reconcile the fact that we had Jagger Craig in here, who was seven, <laughs> pushing the buttons. <laughs> like, how do you? God. And Jagger, by all accounts, did not a bad job. God damn it. <laughs> I can't answer that one now. Right, right. I'm just, I'm just saying, like. Not, nothing against Marks, but a seven-year-old apparently did an all right job. Jagger killed the transition. He's flapping his wings. For sure. Yeah, he looked at flapping transition. flapping his wings. Yeah. Marks is, is taking off. I'm just that good of a teacher yeah. is what it is, I, I think. We're, That's what I'm going to run with. We're lucky to have Marks uh, in the Pulp Mex Empire. It's, it's, it's been great. He's done a really good job for us since he joined us. And just like Tis Legendary, I'm sure he uh, wishes he had never, ever heard of Pulp Mex. <laughs> So, <laughs> you know. Uh, thanks, right, have a good night. Thanks, Lou. Thanks, Appreciate Lou. It. Thank you. Wow, look at Lou. I love nice that guy. guy. I got a jet. Oh, you got to go. go. I got to oh, yeah, catch, okay. catch a flight. Yeah, that's you right. Know. You're flying out. Uh, Roto, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Thanks Appreciate for coming you. in. Appreciate you. Of course. Good seeing you in um, uh, San Diego. You'll be back in Detroit. I'll be there in Detroit. D-Town. D-Town, yeah. D-Town, dog. Yeah, I can drive there. All right, little man. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Thanks, thanks, big, thanks, big dog. Thanks, little yeah. man. Thanks, yeah. little guy. Kellen, thank you for the hospitality. Absolutely, Appreciate Roto. You. Great having oh, you this oh, weekend. Did you hear what the, you hear how that went? One yeah. friend to another. As soon as he leaves, Kellen will text him with a Venmo. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think so. I'll leave it on red. All right. Just for you. <laughs> Thanks, Roto. Take care, Louis. See ya. I'm coming just for you, Phil. Uh, that's uh, that's Roto, everybody, uh, leaving us uh, here. And um, Damon's on four. What's up, Damon? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Thanks for calling us. Hey, I just want to give you guys a, a big shout out. Thank you for what you've done for me. I've been in uh, Europe for the past four years uh, in the military. So this is my first live show. So I thought I would go ahead and call in. I just want to throw in a cool thing. My dad actually used to sponsor the show, oh. uh, the Moto Company, way back in the day. Okay. Uh, damn it. I, honestly, that doesn't ring a bell, but what what does he do? What was it? Uh, it was like clothing, like Moto MX clothing. Yeah, thing. yeah, that does ring a bell now. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. I was thinking of something else. Um, yeah, just really cool. I want to, yeah, thank, thank you guys. Uh, my dad, up until the day he passed away, had a picture of you, Steve. With uh, like Villa Poto and Wygan, I think, like sitting next to the couch. Oh, really cool. wow, that's cool, awesome. No, thank you, man. I appreciate it, uh, and thanks for your service overseas. That's 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 cool. I'm glad that we could provide you with a little taste of home. You know, so yeah, yeah, uh, I awesome, man. It, guys. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Great. Ah, look at that. That was maybe like the nicest you've ever been to a caller. <laughs> Only thing I was nicer to Lou. Uh, I don't know. I just really felt like that was a heartfelt message from you. Mm, I think Lou was the call of the night. <laughs> shocking shocking and really. i'm not biased at all that was just you know pure yeah. objectivity uh renegade the power of your renegade the best part of the renegade race fuel guys coming back on the show for this year is they have a code pulpamex24 they were uh, not able to ship to you direct last time uh last year but they are back uh you work your tail off every week you put your heart and soul into the bike and you deserve the best products they engineer the best products for racers because they are racers too they provide you with a variety of world-class products at a fair price Use the code PulpMX24, select the products you want, and within a few days, you'll have the world's best race fuel at your door. Racers who win, pour Renegade in. Thank you to Renegade Fuels. Kiefer tested this stuff, really likes it, so thank you to Renegade for coming on. Um, and then also to the Arena Cross Series is coming out. Uh, Daytona, I'll be there Friday night in Daytona. So will you too, probably? Are you going to Daytona? Mm, on the fence Okay, right now, well, yeah. if you're there, you'll be at the Arena Cross. I don't know you'll be there. Okay. Yes. Uh, check out the arenacrossusa.com for tickets and more info. They got a two-stroke brawl coming up, and uh, yeah, the thing's uh, got twenty thousand dollar total purse. You know who's uh, who was who who won the first one of these is uh, Rod Bell, 
Before Anaheim won, Rod Bell won the two-stroke thing at, at the Arena Cross Series. Really? Yeah. Well, okay, got them. Have you talked to Rod Bell? No. Do you know what he looks like or anything? No. He doesn't like privateers. We've been over this. We, this is false information. Can you go talk to Rod Bell? I need someone to like... No. Introduce me. You walk walk around a, with his picture like he's this. A, he's Have a listener of the man? show. He listens to the show every week. Okay. So he's familiar with you. Okay. I, he's watched you. He's seen you. Maybe hates me. <laughs> Probably not. Okay. He's a great guy, and he's two for two in main events. Rod Bell. Yeah, I would, I would interview him. I just don't know what he looks like. I'm new here. Go over and find his bike and say, where is Rod Okay, Bell? that's a good start. Yeah. I didn't think about the bike. Right. Providing I, a clue. Although, I don't know what Guillaume Ferris looked like. And I walked over there by his bike a few <laughs> times and still never said, hey, where's Ferris? Because I wasn't sure if the guy in front of me was Ferris or not. The best would be if he walks over there and he, he sees Rod Bell's bike. And the first guy he sees, is, he's like, where's Rod Bell? And it's literally just it's Rod, Rod Bell, Bell yeah, standing yeah, right there. Yeah. The idea of something like that happening keeps me up at night. <laughs> I Did had to... with Rod Bell? I had to... Uh, I was talking to somebody at Home 1, I think. And I'm like, I thought it was another rider. A different rider. So I was like, oh, man. No night show for you. And he's like, I didn't race. Oh, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. I forget. And now I can't remember who it was. If the guy's listening, he'll probably remember. And I was like, totally. Oh, Del Nicky. I thought Del Nicky was someone else. <laughs> Who'd you think it was? I don't remember. Oh, okay. But I'm like, ah, shit. I know Del Nicky. You want to bike on fantasy? I mean, mm -hmm. but I just blacked out yeah, in I am the a moment. shitty media guy. No doubt about it. <laughs> That's what we do. I anyway. make sure to protect myself from those situations. Yeah. Yeah, you probably. Like, if I'm slightly unsure. I won't go in because I'm like I can't put yeah. myself in that. But then, but then if you're slightly unsure and you don't go in, maybe it's a bit of a dick move. Well, this is what I struggle with yeah. because, as <clears throat> as was proven with the Jamie Couch incident, I yeah. think I'm doing the right thing, but actually I'm not. And then I realized too late after the fact. So uh, here's a couple of emails we got. Uh, first up from Darren. Uh, I'm not sure this has been already been hashed out, but for years we have been complaining about Supercross and Motocross payouts. We all know they are a joke. My question is, after all these years, where did the SMX money come from? I realize you sort of work for the promoters, so you may not want to say, but it looks like they have just been screwing the riders for all these years and only now pay up because of the threat of World Supercross. To understand his business, but really makes the promoters look like crooks and shows how much they don't value the riders. It shouldn't have been taken another series to come in for them to pay the guys. It's great they're finally paying, but shame on Felden MX Sports. Uh, would love to hear your thoughts on this as well as thoughts from Pro Rider. Well, Darren, uh, it's a good question. It's a good question. It's an honest question for sure. But they, from what my understanding is, is they got a bunch of money from NBC, mm -hmm. new contract, new TV deal that United uh, Outdoors and Motocross together created this SMX thing. Is it a five-year deal? Yeah, five-year deal for the NBC, and they took that money from the TV deal and put it into the purse. Did they take all of it? No. They probably didn't. They're probably making good money. But that's where the money comes from. Yeah, they, MX Sports and Feld used to go to different companies at different years. They were off on intervals and would go to them and pitch, here's our series, you should you know, yep. show it, and this is how we should show it, and all this stuff like that. And they would sign a contract for Supercross and sign a contract for Motocross, and they would that would be it. And so when they came together and at the same time were open with a contract available for both of them, and then they said, oh, and by the way, we have playoffs – dollar signs went way up in terms of what they could accomplish in terms of a whole package for the year. So, yes. But, now, I said this before, uh, there's no chance they pay out that type of money if there wasn't for the World Supercross. Yeah, that definitely yeah, pushed sure. it but along fine, quite a bit. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, great. I said a few times, the riders should send Adam Bailey a thank you card because uh, the money is pretty pretty damn good. Uh, second email from Berto. Alberto? Nope, just Berto. Okay. 
What if Alberto comes out on the new bike? Funhouse? And just... The big man. He used the big man. It was in a headline. It was. We <laughs> He's like your that. poster child. We weren't happy about that. Uh, all right. Subject, the EVS LVK show from Berto. Okay, guys. What's up with Kellen Brower? How is he relevant? I listened to the LVK show, and at first I felt like Lewis was being a dickhead. But then I realized Fair. Kellen, not that intelligent. Lewis seemed annoyed with a lot of Kellen's statements. Yes. Example. Lewis was trying to explain a solid point about how other media members want to piggyback on the relationship Pulp MX has with some riders like Phil. I don't think Kellen Bauer understood. Ultimately, Lewis had a valid point and was 100% right, yet, but Bauer, Brower seemed to take it way too personal while Lewis was trying to explain with different examples. He even went on to say, here, let me give you another example. And oh well, give us a name. Why do you have this guy on? Lewis Phillips is a G. From Berto. Well, I don't think this guy understood the point I was trying to make, which I get what Lewis is talking about, and I get that people try to, as you say, get in on the joke that they're not a part and of. And Phil backs me up. Uh, yes. Me and Phil very close. He backs that. me up on Rent and Elvis. <clears throat> but your point was also, go get your own guy. And my point was, I think other media outlets do go get their own guy. No. Yeah. Like, swap... An A-Ray, for example, but that was kind of maybe taken from Steve. As but, I said on the show, <coughs> the sketch, That might be a bad one. Yes. <laughs> but I, I, again, I think other media outlets have their guys, and they go... Yeah, Michael Mosman and Josh Mosman. They seem, they seem <laughs> there tight. You go, right. yeah. They seem great. Right there. Um, and then, yeah, you and Seaworth, for example, like you have your guy. And Racer X, we have our guys that we are more friendly with. So, I don't know. Like, it's not a case of being friendly. It's a case of using the... Using the, the not the game the hook, mm-hmm. you've got a hook with certain people. Like yeah. I'm friendly with a lot of riders, but with Sewer, I have a particular hook that, as a media I person, know. I can use. Um, yeah, to each their own. Um, at the end of the day, I'm a G, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, on the on the LVK show, we originally talked about it like a uh, 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 PT. Um, uh, uh, P- pardon the interruption. Yeah, PTI. Yeah. Uh, do, should we lose the time limits or no? Do we like the time limits? I feel it keeps the show more Somewhat? concise because okay. we would probably go off on a tangent a little bit. Like, I think we've only had one topic so far that we cut a little short. Yeah. Everything else has been like, oh, okay. but I have another point. I have another point. I have another point. And we're like, no, move That's on. It. So okay. I would maybe shorten the time limit. Well, people are, we've had people that are annoyed that it's timed because we're in the middle of a discussion and right. then it stops. Yeah. But. I don't know. Should we do one less topic and have a longer time limit for... Can't make everybody happy. That's People are always annoyed, except yeah. for this guy. I'm a jeek. Yeah, except for Berto. I mean, we're, we're yeah, we're in the early phases of it. We're still trying to figure some stuff yeah, out. Yeah, we're going to move the more the more than moto comments maybe to the topics to the end, which I think is works yeah. a little yeah. better. But, um, yeah. Because your guys' Chase Sexton discussion was really good last week. I don't remember that at all. Oh, it was really good. Okay. And then... But it was the last thing you guys talked about before yeah. you, before you yeah. went. Um. That that I thought was a like, that was an A block. Should what did we, we talk about? We, we talked about whether this win for Chase's confidence this early oh. in the season is like a you know a massive step with the new program. How things bad went bad in the winter and everything like that. That sounds great. <laughs> I tend to just black out and shout <laughs> things and then forget yeah, what we happens. know. We know. Yeah, we 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 got that. Um, but yeah, we'll move the moto st- or the non-moto stuff kind of to the back of the show, and yeah, it was really like the way we kind of laid it out. I feel like early on was so that people understood it wasn't just another review yeah. show, and yeah, I yeah. think it's good to have the moto stuff kind of early. So yeah, LVK, it's on the Steve Mathis Show pod uh, on YouTube as well, so please check it out. 
Uh, Moto Money Shootout, a Wednesday before Daytona. Moto at Mo- More info at MotoMoneyShootout.com. Uh, One-day Supercross format, Heath Races, LCQs, 100 entries per class. No bullshit, huge payouts. Please check it out. I saw the payouts for this race. It's really good. It's at Pax Track. You guys ever been to Pax Track? Well, you haven't, but no. No. Pax Track's in Florida. It's by Daytona. It's a really great track. So thanks to the folks at Moto Money Shootout for that. If you're a privateer listening to this, get your ass to Moto Money Shootout Wednesday before Daytona and make some money. So you've got that the Wednesday before Daytona, mm-hmm. then the Arena, Arena Cross, Cross Friday. Friday, the Supercross Super Saturday. Saturday, RC Amateur Sunday, oh, yeah. Vintage Tuesday. They've pulled out all the stops possible to get you back to Daytona. I'm going. I'm in. I know. They, they heard you weren't going. Yep. <laughs> They're like, nope. let's get everything ready for Steve. Honestly, I've never been to Daytona. I kind of don't want to go because I've listened to you. Oh, no. shit. No, but, don't do that. Make your own mind. I, I've genuinely considered skipping that one nope. because I've heard so much bad, uh, but I'm like, I don't know if I, I want I will be that. interested to hear what you have to say. Yes. I, I think it'll be great to see if you are like, yeah. I, <laughs> if I don't have a press box, I will be... Oh, you don't have a press box. Well, where? What do I do? You just sit in the stands like losers. Or That's not going to work for me. Or you try to fight the security guards to sit on bleachers do, that you get kicked out of. So, do you know why they don't use the press box up, no. up top? I don't. I have sat up there. Yeah, with be, special privileges, like at Chicago Land, we yeah, did. Right. So, and that, I don't know. I mean, Maybe they don't have the, the staff, track, or I don't know. But uh, two years in a row, I, Brayton's win. I was in the press box, and another year I was in. There was no lights on. <laughs> nothing was working. We were su- sitting in the dark. Because we were just like shuffled well, in you there. You could see everything. Yeah, it was fine that way. Yeah. But I mean, the it wasn't a press box that was turned on. We were the only ones in there. Lights off just because I bitched and moaned so much. You know what I mean? They, they were like, let's put this idiot. Let's put the big guy in the press box, you know? <laughs> so you just so. stand and watch? Yeah. Like, how do you work? You don't. You, you stand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you, yeah. Well, there's the infield center press box that you can work out of. No. Yeah, but then you can't watch the race. Well, no, I'm saying, yeah. but that's where you there would go to There is a building work. that you can yeah. sit down on a desk and watch the race on TV. So basically being at home. Yes. Yeah. You stay at home. Same thing. Sad. Okay. Uh, all right. Motorsport.com. Tweet at Talon. No, that's my mom. It's the Motorsport.com tweets at Talon segment. No. Motorsport.com. Go through the banner on Publix to help us out. Great prices. Great shipping. Street bike stuff, UTV, e-bikes, and, of course, dirt bikes, OEM, and aftermarket parts. Love the guys at motorsport.com. And they do great work, and they got a dedicated team of gearheads there. Well, except for one. Anyways, the other gearheads are great. And, uh, yeah, please check out motorsport.com. All right. Let's do this, Talon. I had a uh, Pulp customer call in today. He said he called in and talked to McGrath on the show. Oh, really? So we get a lot of Pulp. I had two today, actually. And I'll do, go, like, weeks without do you, getting Do you say this is Talon, and then they, that's how they... Like that's what they know, or yeah. One guy said he recognized my voice, but oh. you start balls early, don't you? Six, yeah. What? Six. Today I work six to three, and then at like four I left my house to come here. Dedication. And then you give me shit for not having energy. <laughs> There's no chance I'm doing that. There's no chance you're doing that. I'm not a morning person. I'm a night owl. Okay. Hence the debate that we had about yeah. driving back, not driving right, back. Right. Okay. All right. These questions are submitted at Papa Mech Show. And uh, the guy in the corner there asked the best ones. Let's do this, Talon. Uh, the voice of the drunken people. Bigger panic button after three rounds. Phil, Hunter Lawrence, Malcolm Stewart, or Christian Craig? Craig. I love, yeah. I love Craig. But Malcolm's ridden. Yeah, he's ridden forward yeah. every single time he's picked yeah. it up. Craig's yeah. pulled off the track twice. Uh, he didn't finish San Diego, right? No, he, no, he, got, he, he went back out there. No, yeah, he but went, he, was in but the he went in the pits, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I'll go Malcolm. 
because of expectations. Higher expectations, and really, there's nothing there. Yeah. So far, there's not been a, a practice time yeah. that's blown our doors off, or even been good enough for top eight. I think yeah. he's been below that every time. Um, if he goes this weekend and doesn't have a single main event that has some sort of flash, then it's really panic time. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, I, I feel like Craig and Malcolm are real close, but I'll go with Craig. I'd, I guess you'd go Christian solely on the fact that yep. he's at the end of his contract and Malcolm's starting yep. a new one. Right. That adds a I, degree of panic. You know, on the Racer X preview shows, I was comparing Hunter to Zach Osborne and Aaron Plessinger and Ivan Tedesco, other, you know, two-time champions that won the 250 class when they were a bit older, like when it was their time yeah. almost, and then they moved into 450s and never really won. And I said, I, I, you know, you don't really know. Hunter fits that category. And then Hunter made a remark to me at Anaheim 1 about it. Not too happy with me saying that. And it's early. Oh, dear. It's early, but I would just like to be like, hey, man. How's it going? Like, that's all. Well, when you said on the uh, preview shows that you don't think he gets one podium all year, yeah. I think that also probably ruffled some feathers. Yeah, maybe. I mean, look, and I don't care. Like, I could be wrong. Hunter's yeah. awesome. He's a good dude. He's a great rider. But his mo strikes me as those other guys it really does am i do you agree like yeah i mean it's it, a fair assessment it's, it's a fair assessment and I, maybe he overcomes that but i think the general public is blinded a little bit by how paris went and yeah. they see like that yeah. and they're like oh well he could run almost jet space so surely he'll figure it out yeah. and he might yeah, but he yeah might. paris means something but it doesn't mean everything yeah. yeah yeah so i don't know i just feel like hunter's been okay he missed the main a1 I need to see him get a start and see yeah. how he does up there. Yep. And then we'll figure it out. I think it will come. I don't know what the it that comes will be. Yeah. But I feel like something will come. Yeah. I think he can get podiums for sure down the road. He may win a race, you know. But to me, I just see another good 250 guy that's going to... Do you think if he gets through all of Supercross healthy that outdoors goes better? No. Like you look at no. him as like, oh, he could be easy top five every week kind no, of thing. No, I think he's around the same. Right? Yeah, I look yeah. at. I don't look at yeah. him as okay. especially good at one or the other. Yeah. All right, from lacrosse defense coach, uh, potentially more impactful for Lewis a trip to the Sphere with Steve, or a trip to Disneyland with Kellen. What a random question. Um, to be honest, similar to how Steve has maybe stop me from ever going to Daytona he has made me intrigued by the sphere yes I am intrigued by it I'm seeing stuff about it and I'm paying attention mm -hmm. um well, yeah listen buddy if Kiefer has a piano fall on him or something before the third <laughs> you're in for the sphere you're fucked well who's there you too I'll see you two there too yeah, yeah. so I mean listen Kiefer's in but Shit happens. I feel like I would be a lot of fun at a concert. I don't feel like you would be at all. <laughs> I was at a concert what with you. What song is this? Which one's this one? Yeah, I was at a concert with you at, at the first UK round last year. Yeah, how Supergrass. special do you feel that you, you were You were me. sitting there going, what is going on? I don't understand. Are <laughs> we I, at a race? Am I friends? I've, <laughs> I've never seen a concert before. This is my first concert. What's happening? <laughs> is this any good? This is shit. This is rubbish. Where's the dirt bikes? That was the all of He sounds a load of fun yeah, at a concert. Yeah, yeah. I just was confused. I don't really know what you're meant to do at a concert. I don't understand the concept. Like, what's with the Disneyland though? Have you expressed interest? No, that came out. Oh, I, that I, came out. I, of I mean, I don't know if this. Uh, I don't. Who asked the question? It's gone. Oh, what? 
I don't know if this person like knows <laughs> like forever. I don't know if this person knows more about like m- okay. me personally, but my wife worked at Disney for a while. So. Oh, okay, that's right. I knew that. Um, oh, by the way, um, let's ask those questions from our celebrity lacrosse defense coach. Ask the question. Okay. I don't think that's a celebrity. Can we ask the can from we ask? Josh Coppins? Josh we already, Coppins, love him. We already cool. talked about the first one a little bit. When do we hit the panic button for Craig? Okay, yeah. What What do you think Christian's ceiling is this year? I I mean, okay, call me crazy, but a top five. Yeah. What you think crazy is in that's low or crazy is in it's high? A uh, high. Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, you know. No, I think that's quite. Why reasonable. do you guys think that this could be a topic for LVK? So maybe I, maybe I won't even bring this up. No, I will. <laughs> Great show. Why do you think, and maybe I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. Why do you think fans seem to love to shit on Craig? Am I just too close to him as a friend? Uh, I, I, or do am I reading this wrong? But it seems to me that I get a lot of DMs and, and tweets and whatever. Uh, he sucks. He sucks. Uh, take his biker away. He like, what is it? Do, do you know how like popular he and his family is? Right? Yeah. So it's kind of like... The Jet Lawrence thing. Yeah, you a little a, bit. You have, you're just such a big name, and especially if you don't do well and you're a big name. Yeah. It does seem like whatever factory rider is struggling gets the take his bike away and give it to a yeah, privateer. absolutely. Like whatever the last yeah. factory bike guy. But, but are you guys with me that Craig seems to get a lot? Yeah, but yeah. again, it's okay. like yeah, Paige yeah. is super popular, he's yeah. popular, Jagger's yeah. popular. Okay. It's just like a whole family thing. I would be interested to know when that... Uh, perception switched because when he first came back from his retirement, mm-hmm. he was a people's champion. Yeah, yeah. His no. win in Glendale was yeah. up there with as popular as APs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I feel like even his 250 title was very yeah. popular, uh, celebrated. Yeah. So why is it now changed that well, he's in 450s? I, I felt like it kind of the year before when he kind of blew it at Salt Lake, the 250 title. Yeah. When he, what did he, he do? Did he crash? Yeah, he crashed. He injured himself, didn't injured he? Injured himself? In practice? What did he do? Yeah, in practice. Is that what well, he Colt was Nichols down year. though? Wasn't he? He's was down. Yeah, he wasn't. Points. He wasn't leading. Yeah. Okay, but, but he was in it. He was in it, and I feel like people were like, "Yeah, he's never going to win one. He's never going to win one." And then he won it, and then it was happy again, and now it's like, "Yeah, shit on Craig." I know what it is. Okay, the preseason of last year, coming into Anaheim one, yeah. he was so hyped. He was. There was so much talk of flying at the test track, blah blah blah. Yeah. That I think expectations went through the roof, especially considering that already. Yeah. His move to 450s was quite um, anticipated. Mm-hmm. So I think that when those expectations weren't me, a lot of people lost interest. Maybe mm. he just needs to get on a Honda 450. Maybe he's good on Honda 450s. I don't uh, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that as much because I think going into his 450 rookie season or whatever you want to call it, we kind of already knew we were going to get a little bit. No, the, the the hype was high. If you remember, too, the very first practice session of Anaheim 1 last year, he was fastest. Yeah. But again, like, I think we just... Yeah, yeah. He was going to be good. Yeah. But we saw him on a 450 before that so, in Supercross. So, so you guys don't think I'm high on a top five? I'm, I'm, no, I, I think, think he really could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I would that? debate yeah. uh, podium. Okay. But I would debate that. I don't know yeah, how right. I feel about right, it. But right. top five, I feel, is very... Um, I think last year he was, like, literally just about to get top five speed and consistency and stuff like that before he got hurt. So. Uh, okay, so Josh Coppins, hero, by the way, the lizard, um, asking us a question. It's Honestly, just and then so his next day. His next question, look, his talent's on the phone. <laughs> Is JT still fully on the RJ championship train? What's the percentage pie after round three? Coppins also using percentage pie, something that I love to do. 
So we asked JT this because he's not on tonight. We asked JT. He had to get some sleep. JT said, I'm still on the train, but I'm hanging on for dear life like Indiana Jones fighting Nazis and dodging tunnels. Wild ride and not for the faint of heart. So that's JT's status with RJ right now. So, What's a more wild ride? Trying to latch on to a McAdoo title chase or RJ title chase? Oh, a McAdoo. <laughs> right? I think. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we got some phone calls. Adam wants to talk about Mike Craig. Or Mike Craig. Christian Craig. <laughs> What's up, Adam? What's up, dude? I just wanted to say that calling Christian Craig for third place is wild and top five is less wild yep. but maybe if everyone crashes like last year oh boy um dude this guy's i don't want to be like a dick but dude this, this guy's is the all this is the all with real. all due respect thing and then you say something like um well yeah man like watch the the press conference from before a1 he you could like watch him being insecure and he got asked one question and it was like well you guys can ask me questions you know i'm sitting up here it was just like nah, you're reading too much into a press conference man uh, yeah I, dude all right uh, maybe maybe okay. i am yeah i don't know so i think top adam, three is so adam uh, can you can you make top 10 yeah okay top 10. <laughs> all right okay all I right. could say I could see top ten. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, I think crash. I'm a little. Bu- I like Christian. He's a personal friend of mine. I think I, you know I've known him for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's come in studio a bunch. I like Paige. Jagger worked the Jagger worked. Dude, the, yeah, you he know, seems like so, a really good dude. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just I trying to see if he I'm, regrets I'm, moving to 450 and not no, defending the no, 250 I, I title. No, I don't think he does. He really wanted to even get if out of he there. loses. All right, man. I just I wonder know. if I wonder if I'm blinded by that a little bit because of, I like the dude. I, I think maybe a little bit. Okay. All right, Adam. Thanks, buddy. But that's all right. Yeah. See you later, man. All right, thanks. Hey, listen, Adam. Do you listen to LVK? Uh, no, I haven't yet. Oh well, listen. If you expect, I've seen it if, though. Yeah, if you see, if you think the top three take is wild from Lewis, just listen to that show. <laughs> I don't feel like there's anything wild on there. Okay. Nothing. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. He's got wild takes. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Sorry. Thank you, Adam. I yeah. do. I do think uh, with the Christian hate, like, dude, the amount of people that hated on him for being picked to the Motocross of Nations team is crazy. Yeah. Because it's like, he was just like the last guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. there wasn't anybody no. else that wanted to go. So no. he raised his hand and they're like, yeah. you suck. And it's like, <laughs> he just raised his hand. I don't know. Like, calm down. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Janky Mike. Steven, how are you? Good. How are you, buddy? I'm really, really well. Do we, uh, uh, so I have, to... a hot, I have a hot cake. Uh, have oh, we, what have, was that? Well, have we... Have we have we licked any toads lately or anything? How's that going? Nope, nope, no toad licking. I'm, I'm good now. Okay, I'm, awesome. No, good to hear, man. But it's, yeah. but it's worth it. I actually have had a really good outreach from people from Keepers Podcast, and then even from coming on late that night, I had two or three people nice. uh, reach out to me that uh, seek help for them or for somebody else. Good. So. Unbelievable. It's a great story. It's fantastic. I'm glad you're doing well. Yeah. Oh, that was my life for the last few years. It was awesome. <laughs> um, so here's a hot take. Yeah. Uh, Dino mm-hmm. rode for Mitch, was pretty phenomenal, won a championship, made his debut on 450s with Reed at Daytona, and it was like, everyone was like, holy shit, he's coming. And AC, you know, rode for Mitch, won the title made his 450 debut and everybody was like holy shit you remember a1 
Oh yeah. With yeah. And and everyone loves both of them. Mm-hmm. I'm just is AC unfortunately following in Dino's footsteps. Uh, it's not a crazy take. And I mean, yeah, and everyone loves them. They have a good yeah, following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, Dino was on you know Husky injuries. For a while. Injuries hold them back. You know, they never reached yeah. what people thought. Yeah, Kellen. Totally. I just didn't know yeah. if anybody else had thought of that take. I have. Yeah, I've heard this bantered about in my group text before. Oh, really? Yep. Kellen, or, I mean, Lewis, no, your take? you're Lewis. Um, uh, what, what <laughs> two you? points. Yep. One. Uh, I was looking at Dean's career stats recently, and you forget how good he was. Um, in his initial KTM years mm-hmm. before the injuries, yep. kind of made me go, oh, maybe we don't give Dean enough credit for how much those injuries derailed his career. Okay. So, that. Um, and my second point was if AC wins a Supercross, is it more popular than APs? It's got to be similar. Uh, same level, I think. Yeah. Same level. Yeah. It's got to be. But hey, I'll let you guys okay. go. Have a great Thanks, night. Thanks, Yankee. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Yep. See you. Bye. All right, that's Janky Mike, everybody. The guy who uh, jerks off while his wife sleeps <laughs> over top of her. What a reasonable hey, human. Hey, man, you beaten off? Yep. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, from Snowboard, A. Davis 13. Will Steve start giving LCQ privateer race points to privateers that get 22nd in the main? No, we're just we're sticking with the normal 25, 22, 20 format. I don't want to go all over the place like what Feld's doing and MX Sports is doing. Giving one point to 21st in an outdoor moto is insanity. <laughs> it's just insanity. Like, what are we doing? What, why are we breaking tradition? for, for That's something that made perfect sense, that, that worked out perfectly. What are we doing? Yeah, I hate that. I hate that more than I hate not giving a point to 22nd in the yeah, 450 main I, I think I might be right around there, yeah. Because... Yeah, it's just tradition, yeah. and why? Like no one's ever wanted that to change. No one has asked no, for yeah, that. No so. one was like, "Hey, man!" <laughs> if you had like a like to make a choice of this format or the old old point system where it stopped at twenty, like twentieth place was the last point, uh-huh. and you cut the mains back to only twenty riders, what would you pick? Cut the mains back. You? I think so. All right. From TMAC TV, did Darkseid dip the dog? Stay tuned to the Pony Pod on Wednesday? Tuesday, Tuesday this week. Oh, tomorrow. Yes. And he will give you all the scoops on the third date. I hope for my good friend Jamie that... What do I hope? <laughs> First of all, that he has somewhere to sleep. Yes. Second of all, I hope that some of the attention starts to go on his work rather than his mm-hmm. extracurricular activities. Yeah. Like, I feel like he deserves more um, respect. Yeah, some of us, some people in the media like to harp on the other stuff, you <laughs> some, know? Some people. Yeah, and that, that's sad. It's sad to see that. You know? Do you think that I I'm... don't give a fuck. They need, to, <laughs> they need to work on his, you know, his work, his body of work. Do you feel like I'm winning favor? And get him some back in the good books. I don't know. Oh. You got a lot of work to okay, do. Okay, well, try. I, can... I did like this weekend. So as we all know, uh, if you listen to the review show, and Grouchy JT wasn't having it, but uh, I wore a jacket this weekend, no hoodie, and I was telling Sean Brendan, hey, no hoodie, wearing a jacket. You know, got a lot of compliments on it. Race Day Live is coming for me real soon. Uh, and then I said, you know, Sean, I was telling Sean, and then I also, you know, I quit wearing a hat. I was wearing a hat to the races for a long time. Just hat and a hoodie. And I'm like, you know, nobody wants to be the hat and a hoodie guy. And we looked down at Mr. Side with a hat and a hoodie on. 
It couldn't have came in. Look, we we got the pony off. We're we're taking steps yeah. towards success with the dark. greasy bandana is gone. Yeah. The pony is gone. I stand by that he uh, needs to build a small barn and buy himself a pony at the uh, house. I've I've never heard that take before. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, it's very odd. Why? He's the pony I, guy. I know. I guess. Yeah. That and Mexican food question for Prado are neck and yeah, neck. Yeah, you guys for... are leaning way too hard into that. Well, listen, you go listen to my Butron pod. Not happy when I mentioned that to him. So. Yeah, you should have done your research yeah, beforehand. Yeah, you should have done your research on a Butron pod. Okay. <laughs> you should have been like, I'm talking to Prado tonight. You know what I'm going to do? Go back and listen to a Butron private <laughs> yeah. pod. <laughs> See how that's going. Uh, all right, next question. Uh, from Sugar Shane, future headline star edition. Tomac trounces troubled teammate or Webb waxes winless workmate. <laughs> wow. I See, I like this guy's effort, though. I'll go yeah. Webb waxes. I, I yeah, like what I'm seeing. I like that more, but I don't like the winless because Tomac's going to get one win. Uh, maybe it means yeah, this but, weekend. Yeah, right oh, now. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, in that yeah, case, yeah, Webb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm Webb too, I think. Maybe I took it too literally. I am the man mm, I ranted about. Yep. Yes. Yep. Uh, from V Hexcellent. Steve, are you charging Lewis rent for five hours of chair, mic, and head- headphone time? I'm thinking about it. If you yep. want to, that's more than justified, and I would it. be happy to cooperate. <laughs> Our LVK business plan uh, prevents me from doing that, but, yeah. I would be more than happy to cooperate. Okay. You're only human. You need to survive as well as I do. Thank and you. our friend Jamie. Okay. All right. Another future headline from Ranham84. Jorge whole shots the hell out of A2 or Lewis loses to brother in civil case. <laughs> What's a civil case? It's a court case. Oh, I'd like to take that to court. I really feel like I could drive that Lewis point home. loses to brother. I'm going to go. Well, I've already lost. I am the victim. Yeah. This is all victim blaming. I think Jorge gets a whole shot this weekend. You think it, three chances, right? Yeah, he's going to get yeah. one. Okay. I liked his answer to that uh, in the interview. Felt like it was like stuff that I'd never thought about. So mm-hmm. nice. He, he's, he's, you can tell he's, the starts are really bugging him. Mm-hmm. You can tell. It's really mm-hmm. bugging him. It'd be interesting. What will be interesting? What if Jorge and Tony Alessi got together? Oh, man. To talk starts. <laughs> we could probably arrange that. Right? Laser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what will be interesting is if Prado Laser. leaves America win, uh, not winless, whole shotless, mm-hmm. if that then affects his starts in MXGP because starts are very mental, maybe he sits, starts to want whole shots too much, mm-hmm. and then it counterproductive. I could see that happening. You're out of your mind, dude. Are you worried about your guy, Jeffrey, and being ready? Is he going to be ready? He'll be ready. Okay. He'll be good. Okay. I think for... um, I mean, coming in a little bit prepared, unprepared, not totally 100%. I mean, that works fine for him. I think he's playing... He will play the veteran card and play the long game. Yep. And... It's too bad we couldn't get him on the night. Honestly, it's very sad. Mm -hmm. He would be great. Since we're on topic, from Rogers MX93, Lewis... As the expert on all things hurlings, where do you think he would place an SX mutter like San Fran? <laughs> well, you know who was once yeah, bad in the past and is now good. Unbelievable. I don't understand how it's that a- got... Someone messaged me and said, that makes you sound like a madman. It does. And I don't understand it how. Does, yeah. It does. I was sat in the San Francisco press box <laughs> looking out the window. Was this before or after Subway? <laughs> I think this was before. Was it? Okay. I saw rain. 
So my mind went rain, mud, Brazil 2012, Tommy versus Jeffrey, mm-hmm. Jeffrey losing points, Jeffrey now being quite good in the mud. Perfectly logical train of thought. Yeah, perfectly. With tweet at the end. Yeah, San Francisco, Brazil, same same locale. <laughs> well, for some reason when I see mud, for some reason when I see mud, I immediately think of uh, Brazil's 2012 GP. Okay. Shoot me. Um, honestly, I think at high point 2000, Kelly Smith took the win. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah, you're one to talk about um, what? bringing up random topics. Uh, sir, this I is mean, not about me. He was literally there. I mean, what do you mean? What does, what, no, Were like, you in Brazil? No, but like inserting stuff into conversations. Oh, well. Huh? No? Uh, um, I would say quite well because he's a very good mud rider, but Jorge brought up a good point after San Francisco, and that is that. He'd never ridden mud like that because in Supercross the speeds are so low mm-hmm. that there's not there's no race line there's no yeah. dry line it's you're constantly battling for forward momentum so I guess there would be a learning curve with that but like it's all overplayed who's a good mud rider who's not it's all down to the start run San Francisco again the start will be different and the results will be different because of that isn't it Kiefer that thinks uh, Cody Webb yeah. would podium I want to see that that'd be really cool. All right. Uh, from Jay, sorry, sorry, Shane Borden for all of you. Three rounds in now with three winners. How many total 450 winners will we have this season? Roxon four, Tomac five. I'll say six. Web six. Web, Web six. Anderson. God, can Anderson or Barsha pull one off somewhere? I'll go seven. Mm. That would be somebody. Somebody gets a weird one. That'd be the most since like something in yeah, the nineties. Yeah, maybe Marv comes out of it. <laughs> oh God, I would love that. <laughs> I spoke to Marv at the weekend. Yeah, he was there. He told me he was done, and I was like, Oh, yeah. I was like, Oh, we're, do, we're doing this. He's working with Ryder McNabb right now too. <sighs> Canadian Hope. He showed me a. Vi- he's working with Tom Vial as well. Yep. Showed me a video of Vial this week in the Whoops, and Marv has transformed Tom Vial into himself. It's oh, yeah? honestly scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's on you. You would not. Is it one of those like pre-jump yep. the first whoop yep. hop and yep. then tire tap? Yeah, yep. okay. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's scary to watch. <laughs> uh, Joe Dirt has a general question. I always listen to the show on an archive basis. Is it better for the channel if I listen on YouTube or stream it as a podcast? Marks. Uh, I mean, one person probably doesn't matter, but yeah, we like YouTube numbers. I like YouTube numbers at least. Yeah, I got my YouTube money the other day. Oh, where's my YouTube? <laughs> oh, well, here we go. <laughs> no, I, I mean, really, whatever's more convenient for you. That that should be yeah. the answer. Whatever's more convenient, damn it. I just got a text from Sean Brennan. Mm. I don't know if I should read it on air, but oh. all I can say is, hell hath no fury like this text. Oh, wow. I don't yeah. know if that's the right saying, yeah, but yeah, all I can yeah. say is that you will be crushed. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Well, I mean... I don't know what Sean could possibly say. He saw the jacket <laughs> this weekend. He saw I, it. I agree with Weijin JT. It was. It, it's not that shocking because you were wearing a jacket on a cold and rainy day. <laughs> but that would normally be a hoodie. But it was weather appropriate. No, it, it wasn't weather appropriate. It was just that it was. It's not a rain jacket. And I'm concerned for you because is that just going to be worn every single weekend? No, I have another thing oh. coming. Yeah, I got another thing coming out that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring out. Do you just think that after many years of going to races in hoodies and hats, the weekend that I wear a nice jacket, I'm invited on race day live? I mean, do you, do you think that's a that's just that's just a crazy coincidence? It's like you walked over to race day live. They made small talk. 
said small talk included, ah, you should come on a show. It's like saying you walked onto a freeway, you got hit by a car. No, that is not like that at all. <laughs> I would say it's very similar. I wear a collared shirt every weekend, and they don't say anything to me. So I think it's I think it's because it's you. It's not necessarily the dress attire. No, it's a new look. Mm. You should try a hoodie. <laughs> if you've been wearing a, a collar all the time, you should try a hoodie. Yeah, to be appreciated, you first have to take a step back change. to yeah, take a step yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? It's what I'm going to be doing on, on Race Day Live. Too. I'm going to be like Everybody. Rockstar. I'm just going to show up in a suit. Okay. That would be quite cool. But then I feel like some people... I don't know. I, feel, I, I often think about that. Like, I worry about how we as media, or maybe just more, maybe more me because I'm new, is, like, perceived. Like, because my whole thing is, like, I don't want to be looked at as one of the whack job YouTube people. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late, my friend. You are there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing else to say. Yep. <laughs> Conversation over. <laughs> There's the whack job YouTube guy coming at me with a weird accent. Yeah, that's what I'm scared of. Yeah, but I have gone to hockey games as a professional media guy, and I've gone to, uh, I, well, I've gone to lunch with professional media guys, and they wear just collared shirts, and you know, yeah, like they don't, they're not dressed in suits. Well, in baseball, I think the attire usually is like a a Sport dress coat. shirt, yeah, like more of a dress shirt, and then like actually dress pants or slacks type of thing. And then loafers or shoes like that. So I um, what I really want to do, like really, really want to do, passion project. I want to do like a podcast, uh, like a media roundtable. Mm-hmm. Say you, Kellen, me, Mr. Uh, Side. Sean Brennan, Mister Side, so he gets the respect that he deserves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where we talk about like state of play of the media and what we think we can do better, what we think we need to be better. Well, you know, we did that at the roundtable a little bit. Failed mount roundtable. No, last but you know, podcast like a yeah, like, yeah, yeah, debate yeah, like. Like, because I think I've, I could talk about that topic for hours. Well, listen, I mean, Myrtle gets on me for that, right? The media, and, and he always like journalist, you know, and he always says these things. He kind of, and I'm Mertz is my friend. I like him. He talks down to, to us uh, in a sense. And he, in some cases, he's right. Like, you look at some of the people yeah. and what they do and what they say, and he's, he's got a point. But then I would also flip it around and be like, have you seen the team PR people? Like, they're toothless. They don't do their job. Most of them don't don't actually try to make your life better. Like for a while, we were getting texts after the race. Hey, the, this athlete is here. Come see. Those are gone. Mm-hmm. Like you asked for uh, a Lawrence interview last year from Honda, and it was like no chance of that. Mm-hmm. Like that would never happen in real sports. So as much as Mertz has a point, I would flip it and be like, well, they're not really any better either as far as PR guys. Like we can be better, and guess what? So can they. You know, I agree with every single part of that. I understand. What, I fully back where Mertz was coming from last year. Um, us interviewing Jet after every single race isn't any good for us, and it's no good for them. Because let's be honest, we get to the point where we're just interviewing him for the sake of interviewing him, which isn't healthy for anyone. So I fully back that. And yeah, Team PR media people, we still haven't had any confirmation on what happened to Maximus Voland. We're almost a week on. Really? There was nothing? There was a Instagram oh, saying he's out of San it. Diego. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. What yeah. the fuck? Right, right. And like, if you go and ask for an interview after the race, it's not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, eh, you can try. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Feel free yeah. to have a go. Go ahead, try. Uh, yep. When's the last time that a Supercross winning rider from last year at Barsha was brought to a scrum? Can anybody tell me? What I would, Try oh. to find Justin Barsha to interview him if he doesn't make the podium. 
not easy. Well, that not <clears throat> tough. Yeah, but that that's really true with the top guys. The second chase or Eli or those guys don't land on the podium. Good luck. Yeah, but, but they're the story. If no, they're not on the podium, Ch Chase was good last year. You've said that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Chase, I felt Chase was. Good. And Eli's personality is just a bit like he, he, he's not he's on the podium get... though. Yeah, Chase was crashing and finishing tenth and then talking to the media. So, anyways, yeah. Um, I so I, yeah, I would throw a lot of things back at Feld and PR guys and be like. You guys can do better also and take us more seriously. Uh, you know, give us give us notes about where how to get into stadiums. Give us the right passes. This weekend, our pass worked all day long uh, in the bottom of the concourse from the pits, and all of a sudden it didn't. Just, nope, didn't work. Which was confusing because we're, like, down kind of where we're not supposed to be, and we're trying to leave that area, yeah. and they're telling us, and, no, you cannot leave this area. On, that's not on <laughs> Feld's fault, but no. just things like that that happen. Like, just... You're just like, oh well, I'll just figure it out, I guess. It, you yeah. know, like, well, so I would, I would say that we could be better, but I would say the other people can also. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm self-critical of us as media, I don't necessarily think that our post-race interviews are the best because we're just reacting to what we saw. We're running over. We're missing some. Like, we're kind of just rushing interviews a little bit. Like, yeah. we don't. Like, if we had an hour to prepare. <clears throat> we would have much more in-depth questions because we'd be able to look at lap times, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that's not great for yeah. anyone. But then we kind of have to do it. Yeah. Like, for instance, um, hold my hands up. I'm also terrible. I completely brain farted and forgot to ask Chase about the web thing at the weekend mm. because it's such a hectic environment yeah. where you're kind of like, you're not really focused on doing the best job. You're just focused on ah, running around and hoping for the best. Yeah. Um, the only solution that I can see to that is if we have a media pen like F1 yeah. Yeah. and the top 10 riders have to turn up. Yep. Um, I've said that. I've, I've suggested that many times. Yeah. Uh, you find the riders, well, like, but then that shouldn't be on failed. The manufacturers should want the riders to talk to yeah, us. Exactly. And that's where yeah. the perception of media is so shit that they don't see, they don't see the value of no. them talking to no, us. They don't. No. And, but and, how do we change that? Yeah. Well, well, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's our fault. I think it's the whack jobs. And we get lumped into the same category. Yeah, but there's I whack mean, jobs yeah. in NFL or whatever, and those guys still get interviewed. Like, the, I, I would presume that the media, I would, I would presume that I could get a media pass for F1, but I wouldn't have access to the media pen. I reckon that you would need another pass to yeah. do interviews there. So that's what we need. We need to. We need like um. What what Sean did it a few years ago? Press corps? Press corps? 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 Press corps? Like, we need some sort of tiered system where the riders and the teams aren't being bombarded by every single person, including the first person who got the, the person who's got a media pass for the first time, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then it's kind of a happy medium. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, two things I'll say we're bad at for sure is we have at the moment early in the season, a lot of different people going to the race from our outlets like it's me and Weege and obviously Mitch and then kind of Donnie's also racer X and then you guys have Michael yourself and Dark yeah and like I know that Weege interviewed uh, or tried to interview Prado and I interviewed Prado and then you interviewed Prado and I think Michael yep. did too or something like yeah, that yeah. like we're doubling down on interviews a lot now, why because would you and Michael interview the same rider well, I kind of did it. I did it last, and it was kind of because I was just talking to Prado, and he oh, was like, but, oh, but that, good, yeah. but that does happen because yeah. like we're running around so fast trying to get people that we don't get to communicate with our people about who got what because everyone's everywhere. Like yeah. we're trying to run around. What's confusing to me too is this year the races end at eight thirty, 
And I thought that would be like, okay, yeah, people wouldn't just like floor it out of here because it's so late. But, dude, people are gone. Well, they're like they're out of here. Home, right? They're, they live here. So I know, but home, like yeah. I thought that they would be maybe a little bit better because yeah. of these earlier starts, and it's not at all. Taking the the onus is that a word onus? Onus. Well, what do you? What's the next? Taking part? the onus off Feld. Okay. Yeah. I feel that's the right context. Yep, that's right. Taking the onus off Feld. If I'm a team, because technically they can't control the teams. They can push for, they can encourage yeah. them. Yeah. They have no control. Yeah. Um, if I'm a TR, team PR person, I have a little media pen outside my truck. I'm there with my rider and I'm texting everyone saying, we will be there from 10.30 to 11. Yeah. yeah. And I'm there with a stopwatch and I'm making it clear that we all have uh, four minutes, two yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm literally there going, yep, done. And if, they, if that's clear to us, I respect it. Yep. We talked yep. about that in our media yeah. thing. And right? if, yeah. if, but this is where it also gets blurred lines. I'm new here, and I've seen both sides of this because I'm new here, so don't really have the gravitas to pull strings. Mm -hmm. Whereas in MXGP, I could get away with murder. <laughs> so it doesn't really work if, ah, I'm buddies with Steve. Have five minutes. Oh, I don't know you, Lewis. Have two. Yeah. That, that, the whole right. thing's flawed. Yeah. So I, I've seen both sides of being the privileged one and the underprivileged one. Um, so yeah, everyone just needs to, the, uh, the answer to that, everyone needs to be more professional. Hard. Good luck with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, right. uh, it, it's real like a uh, passionate thing for me. Yeah, I can see. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. All right, next question. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got like six left. They, we had a lot of good ones today. Uh, Adam Wheeler, name your top three GP riders ever. Are we talking like like we are our favorites or all time? I, I would I, I would think it's our favorites. Our favorites? No, yeah, because there was it another says part. One that you detest. So it must be personal opinion. Um, so top three that we like and one that we don't. Oh, oh well, I think I know where he's going. <laughs> no, I, I don't have a problem with Jeffrey. <laughs> yep. Did, no, I, I mean his attitude his attitude's better than it used to be, but God, he was. Came across like such a d bag when he was a lot younger. Right? Honestly, he's he, he, he's great. But you agree with the d bag part when yeah. he was younger? Yeah, like, like swear. Yeah, yeah but, like, that, but that was a, that was fifteen years ago. I don't even know if that was that long ago. But yeah, anyways, um, three that I like. Uh, well, Josh Coppins. He asked the question, tonight, but yeah. I always liked Coppins. He was awesome. He's a good dude. Tried hard. Should have won the world title. Uh, blew through a snow fence. Um, <laughs> Caroli. I love Antonio. Good dude. Classy. Always did the right thing. Tried hard. Liked Antonio. Good guy. Um, and I will go with, well, I did goggle service for this gentleman at a few GPs in America. So let's go Russian Bob. Just fuck Alberto, I guess. I don't know Alberto. Oh, like, okay. I, I, like, it, yeah. Like he's my guy, but I got to know him. You is know? this list like these people have to be like GP lifers? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Cause yeah. I would pick like Townley, Marvin. No, you can't pick Marvin. How is that any different than Townley? Uh, Townley raced more than Marvin over there, I think. I mean, he did a handful of years on a 450, but came over right after a 250 title. Town so. Townley hates me. <laughs> Honestly, I think, he, I, think, <laughs> I think he hates me as well, which is sad because he's on my list. Is he really? And yeah. I think I'm going to have to take him off my list because yeah. I can't. He... It's embarrassing for me to put someone on my list who hates me. Yeah. You, you, one more? Uh, one more. Um... Well, and, the, and the one he detests. Well, the, you didn't the do I the detest. <laughs> Uh, the test is too strong of a word. Well, Adam. It's, it's Adam. I know. He uses these I know. strong words. Stop using words. Can I say Zacco? <laughs> no, you can't say Zacco. 
Zacho RV and honestly, I I like yeah, Stefano. Yeah, RV is my favorite RV. I, I like Stefan. Everett. Yeah. Um, not not including current guys, uh, and just going off of like being a fan when I was younger. Coppins was always my guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy Sell. And I would say Townley, but I feel like an idiot for doing that. Sad. Um, Maybe he hears this and reaches out and builds a bridge with you. Well, <laughs> while I'm trying to build this one with Dark, maybe I can build this one yeah, with Townley. Yeah. Um, no, I'm going to have to... No, Deruva. Deruva's mm. a good one. He's a, yeah, yeah, he's a good one. He's a good, a good one. Um, with a nod to the great Ben Watson. All hail. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, from Bob Bradstreet. At the beginning of SMX, which Triumph rider has the most combined points? Granted, Joey can't ride SX, but should be a lot better in Moto, where there's 22 chances for points. Yeah, go Joey. No, yeah, I got Jalik. I say Swall has more points. Yeah. Okay. I hear that Jalik's riding quite well. Okay. Also, can we talk about how privateer the Triumph team looks? <laughs> I mean, they don't have graphics yet, so that doesn't look great. But... No, but like the M- okay, so. The MX2 team is launched. Yeah. Um, race bike, all of the logos in the correct place, monster sponsorship. The American team is launched. Pixelated photo. Stock looking bikes. Jerseys with nothing. It was kind of a bit like they started here with the GP <laughs> launch and then we just came down here. Going back to the team PR yeah, being I, professional. I let's get on the same page. Well, I mean, I don't know if you just heard yourself, but you just basically said the PR people need to be better at Honda and KTM. If I'm, if I'm Triumph, <laughs> I'm, look, I'm seeing the American launch go out and going, oh shit. We, have, we, we need to go into damage limitation mode because we started here with this very nice MX2 launch, uh, press event, photos, race bike, and we've just dropped. The photo was pixelated. It looked like it was taken on a Samsung. I agree with you, but we'll get there when it's time. This is how Moto works. I don't think they'd get a blowjob before the main event. From Eric Nichols. At the wrong job. Which altercation is more likely to continue into the season? Jet versus Anderson or Webb versus Sexton? Uh, I don't think either, but if I had to go, I'll go Anderson and Jet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, A. Heckman, 292. Steve, what was the biggest beef you've ever seen between two riders, whether it be longest lasting or most intense? Ah, Chicken Bradshaw. I mean, it, it went forever, and it's still going, I think. Uh, yeah, that that one was good. Um, yeah, I, I'd say that one. Chicken Bradshaw. Fuck, that guy drinks a lot. All right, Louisville 486 for Kellen and Lewis. Oh, my. I'll you have to choose. You're not a big GP guy. Oh. You have to choose two 450 and two 250 riders for Supercross, Prado excluded. Who are you choosing for your team? From From GPs. Yeah, two MX1, two MX2. I got it already. Go on then. No Prado. Conan. Yeah, okay, good. Yep. And I would MX2, I would probably go Everts. Okay. He's young. Yeah. Wait, you, you had Conan in MX2 as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then my 450 guys would be... Ooh. Fernandez? No? Scary. The Wolf? He's not 450s yet, is he? No, but Fernandez is oh. loose on a moto track. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm out. Ben. Stop it. He did do Paris, though, you said. One and time. was on the podium. Yeah. Um, I will go... Yeah, Kunin's a good one. I didn't think of that. 
and Lagenfelder, despite him being scared of Supercross, I think he can do it. Uh, MXGP, I will go... Sewer? Because I think... No, look. Look at the top guys. Sewer's 400 years old. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. Okay, well, who else? everyone in 450s well, is old. That, that, that question is... is um, you got to pick a younger guy. That's why I went for Fernandez. I mean, he just went to MXGP a couple years ago. So what was his name? Fernandez. Okay. Fernandez. Um, in that case, I'll go Renault and Ben. Yeah, Renault. I forgot. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. MXGP. French, French too. Like French. Um, I meant to raise this. Did, did Renault ever do the French Supercross series? I don't know, but you feel like they're. He did, they, he they did, did uh, a handful of them. Yeah. He okay. did the 250 class in Paris. Yeah, he did that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's true. I meant to say after the Prado interview, mm -hmm. who's more likely to get their passport i think you you went hard on a qualification race you called it bullshit oh, yeah they're bullshit <laughs> they're stupid but then me and prada also hey, had a we're gonna make you do an extra race and we're gonna give you no extra money put your lives on the line well, literally I do the start do a dangerous start you know all of that stuff and we're gonna give you no money i know there were races before but um i mean maybe prado gets his passport he yeah. went pretty deep about how they don't promote riders correctly well, that was you and him going off on that band <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah uh yeah well, there's things that, that's the things i don't like about mxg but there's also things where i just went on about 21st getting a point yeah over here i'm not getting my pass pulled here for young well, about don't speak too soon okay good point <laughs> <laughs> um you didn't do yours uh i do kunin as well and benestant for mx2 and then renault and geyser MXGP. Yeah, we did see Geyser got fifth. At How the can he now. have Geyser and I can't have Sewer? Geyser's younger than Sewer. Yeah, I feel like Geyser's younger. By like a year or two. Okay, well, that's still younger, sir. All right, next question. Uh, from Connor Bardwell for Stephen Kellen. What is the oh. more greasy move? Lewis charging his brother rent or Darkseid selling and keeping the money from his gifted YZ250? Oh, Lewis, Lewis charging. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, not even close. We gave Dark that bike and he had the pink slip and he's free to do with it what he wants. It's still <laughs> greasy, but... I'm the victim. Okay, no, you're not. Uh, MTX braking, by the way, not a victim. If you want to be a victim of bad braking pads, then don't use MTX. Uh, it was available in over 800 power sports dealers around the country. Make your mountain bikes break. Make your mountain bike brakes better. More power, better modulation while remaining dead silent. Two compounds. I use the red. If you're heavier, if you're a big guy, or you have an e-bike, uh, use the braking. Use the red pads uh, from MTX Braking. Uh, use the code PulpMX to save too. MTXbraking.com. Code PulpMX to save. Oh, that's oh. horrible. Motorsport.com. That's the tweets at Talent. Thank you for those. Appreciate it. At Pulp Mech Show anytime. Uh, I was going to do the voicemails, but we're not doing them. We're, we, we're, we're, we're running late. Lewis is driving home. Uh, best interview tonight? You, we already said this, right? We already, yeah. we already talked about this? Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, ready? First thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Are you going back and forth? Yeah, but let's do a new rule. Can't you, say a human. Can't say a human. Oh, wow. Either not at all or we got to limit it to like two. You can't just say okay. Two your humans. Person. That's okay. it. Once you use your two humans, you can't do it again. Well, that just means that, like, fly racing gear. <laughs> Motorsport.com. Um, Gearheads. Fly racing. Uh, formula. Decal works. Uh, the sexton ship. Okay. Uh, race tech. Suspension. X brand goggles. Lucid. Renthal. Uh, Paul Parabinos. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's my one. <laughs> Michelin motorcycle tires. Um, the number six. Why? Starcross six. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. <laughs> a chair beast. Um, handguards. A firepower, batteries, and chains. Max Anstey. Maxima USA. I uh, see one. Pro filter. Maxima. ORW. Lift kits. Renegade race fuels. Max Anstey. <laughs> That's that's two humans. Yes, I know. That's it. You're done. I, with, I was using my allotment. You're yeah. done with humans. OGO Power Sports. Gear bag. FMF. Oh, well, oh no. <laughs> uh, exhausts. Guts Racing. Uh, grip seats. Atlas neck brace. Formerly used by Chase Sexton. Works connection. Wait, is that a human? I don't know. I mean, that is another human. Okay. Um, the Atlas Air. Works connection. Uh, Pro launch start device? Yeah. Motorcyclejobs.com. I hope I never need to use it. <laughs> Get data. Dan Truman, there's my second. WUSA. Um, doing their own wheels. <laughs> Intense cycles. Speed. Wisco piston. Uh, race winning brands. Lifted trucks for sale.com. I already said lift kits. Um. The bro lift. The bro lift. That must be an IE thing. Troll training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many names have just come through my head. Um, um, training. Lame, but acceptable. <laughs> Lame. Uh, MTX braking. Stop. Uh, Ethica. Um, I know you said there's a Pulp 20 code. Is there a Pulp 100 code? Because I'd love a hookup. Pop 20, sir. Uh, okay, if we could work on that Pop 100 yeah. code, that would yeah, be great. Can. Yep. Uh, factory chassis parts. Um, comfort. All right. That's a good, 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 uh, good pull. Uh, all right, everybody. Um, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Fun show. Yeah. Good job, guys. It's a lot of uh, really good guests. I feel like we had a really good guest. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to do voicemails. I wanted to do a, another quiz with uh, you two. And what, was, what was the quiz going to be? I was going to come up with one, but then once I added that fourth guest, I was like, we don't have enough time. Oh, we do like quizzes. We do like quizzes, but we what? had Jorge Prado, Chase Sexton, Aaron Plessinger, and Phil. Sad. <laughs> should, we, should we have ditched Jorge for a quiz? Honestly, the quiz would have been great. Uh, so, yeah, no, a um, lot, lot of things we talked about, a lot of things we want to get done. Uh, give me your Anaheim 2 winners, both classes. I will go Roxon and Levi. Okay. Because Levi will be consistent. Mm-hmm. I'll go Webb Smith. All right. Fair enough. I will go Roxon and Phil. <laughs> fair. <laughs> what else would what what else would make sense in Phil's season? Multiple, with multiple opportunities for transmission to go wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Mark said there's a vital thread about transmissions already about Phil. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's your site. Fair. <laughs> That's taken down tomorrow morning. Uh, all right, everybody. Marks, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Talon, good job. Well, I don't know if it was a good job, but thank you. Thanks for coming in, buddy. A lot of passion over there. He doesn't the say that office. You just take it and run with it. You yeah. can't get. You can't. The man has passion. That it's actually that chair. <laughs> Whoever sits in that chair has passion beyond belief. We see it every. It's good to see every Thursday, every Monday. Maybe if you move it closer, like they're so far away yeah, over there. Maybe sleeping. It would be weird to have someone in that chair who was like really yeah. animated. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hey man, thanks for having me. What's <laughs> up? What's up? <laughs> like the Bud Light commercial, you know? Like there'd be no chance of that. Uh, All you're getting out of that chair is 
Hello. <laughs> Good to be here. Marks, am I wrong? You're not wrong. Thank you. No, not thank even you. when I was in it. Right, thank you. Uh, but good job, Talon. Thank you. Uh, thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Roto, who left earlier. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Moser. We're voting on the questions. Are they up? Is the vote? Is the poll up? Uh, I think I actually forgot to put the poll up. Okay. So we'll do that first uh, thing in the morning. All right, we'll do it first thing in the morning. Yeah, get that, get that uh, engagement going. Yeah, absolutely. We'll wake up at four to get the seven a.m. East Coast time if you can. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we'll get it when I get up. That. I'll be uh, up. I can put just it. Just have Lewis do it when he gets home. Yeah, that'll yeah, be exactly. the time when the East uh, Coast gets LVK up. more than MotoPod. You guys recording tomorrow? I, I, hopefully, we, I, we haven't really I, discussed. I'll be so. there and ready. Okay. <laughs> Not road tripping through the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah, the middle of the day. Okay. Uh, look for that, everybody. Uh, tell a friend. Subscribe. Look for that on YouTube and, and podcast. I'm super stoked to be teamed up with these two guys to to give you guys another entertaining uh, show. I would not want to do the show if it was just like, let's break down lap times. I don't want to do that. I think he wants to do that. I think, oh, he, does. I think he does. <laughs> no, I want to do a. I want to do. I've, I've wanted to do a completely non moto podcast for a while. You know nothing about, uh, but non-moto stuff. No, I think I could do this. The Beatles? That wouldn't be a topic. Okay, all right. <laughs> I think I, I really wanted to do it for a while. I've been, tr- and this is so this is kind of like yeah. heading in that direction. Okay, fair enough. Fantastic. Uh, thanks to Pookie uh, and as well, and all the wives and girlfriends that uh, support us on the show, and uh, we really appreciate you guys listening. Next week we got uh, Peyton Stevenson. Uh, Roxon's practice bike mechanic. He's uh, up in Mesquite. He's going to come in studio. Uh, Chris Kiefer also coming in studio, and maybe a special guest. Stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. See you next week. There was a guy in RacerX comments today that said, "I'm so fat I can't see my feet." And I just want to clarify: I can see my feet easily. Can you see your dong? Yeah. Okay. See my dong too. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Complete me